to the PropMX.com show. Brought to you by BTOSports.com. Broadcasting live around the world from the Vegas Strip in a room where the term action could refer only to the classic Supercross playing on the VCR. And now, introducing your hosts, Steve Mathis, the OGK Dub, Kenny Watson, and the Tweet at Tits Q&A segment brought to you by BTOSports.com. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah, welcome to the show, the Pulp MX Show, presented by BTOSports.com. I'm Steve Mathis, your host as usual. With me, coming in early, coming hot from Mammoth Mountain, is my co-host and my buddy, my friend, Kenny Watson. I wouldn't go that far, but uh, yeah, I just got home. Co-host. So. Co-host. Co-host, yeah. Not your friend, your buddy. Right. I'm, None uh, of that. I'm here doing my deal. All right. He, Kenny's here doing his deal, and that's always a good thing. Uh, as usual, taking your calls and getting everything out that you need to set on the phone lines is none other than the Tits Legendary Tits. What's up? That is the sound of an ice-cold yeah. Red Bull being cracked open. That's, One of these times, Watson's charging. going to charge you uh, when you do that. Uh, we're going to get Lindsay on the show. I asked him. I hope so. He said he'd come on. Kenny yeah. said he's cool with that. I'm cool with that. Uh, we just got to find an opening. But uh, tonight's show, Pulp Max show presented by BTOsports.com, is not the show for Paul Lindsay because we're jam-packed. Ryan Villapoto's coming on. Michael LaPaglia is coming on. Ryan Hughes is coming on. And Jimmy Albertson is coming on. Jimmy Albertson, uh, fresh off his comeback ride at Lakewood. Uh, good ride for Jimmy. Who's he riding for? <clears throat> Privateer. Merge Racing Honda. Privateer. Trey Kennard Racing. In a fun mover, yeah. I think probably, well, we'll ask him if Trey Kennard's helping him out or what. I, they said on the TV doing. show that there was a Trey Kennard Racing stick on his bike oh, for, whatever, for whatever that means. Okay. I went to go find him, and uh, it's a long walk at Lakewood to the pits, Kenny. Maybe you should have found him. Yeah, it was a long walk, like I said. I know, but maybe that's what I'm saying. Just like I said, maybe you should have found him. Well, maybe you should have. Maybe you should have. Maybe you should have. You, you should have uh, found him because you probably, how many of those Snickers did you eat that day? Maybe you should have. What Snickers? Your frozen Snickers, JGR. I know you had frozen Snickers. Those guys always have those there. They tell me that you pound those things. No, I don't pound them, but yes, I did have one. I one. had one. You had yep. one all weekend? Yes, yes. Just one? Absolutely. And what, what did you have? It was from Cowie. It wasn't from JGR. Okay, then what did you have at JGR? Just cookies? At JGR, you're not going to believe this, I had a banana in the morning. They must have didn't have the, the donuts out. <laughs> they did. I had a banana in the morning. I had lunch in the press tent of uh, tri-tip potato salad and a bun. The bun? Okay. Um, and then I had McDonald's at the Denver airport on the way home. Yeah. I heard a good one, dude. I, what? Dude, I was at McDonald's the other day, and there was this guy – in, standing in front of me, and he ordered a salad at McDonald's. And there was this other dude standing next to me, and mm-hmm. I, and the dude looks at me, and he goes, I don't get it. Why people come to McDonald's and ordering a salad? Yeah. He goes, that's like going to a whorehouse and ordering a hug. <laughs> really? You really said that? <laughs> that's nice. I was one. like, dude, that was awesome. Tits, who's on hold? Our favorite caller, Sinjin. Oh. Or maybe I should go our favorite potty mouth caller, Sinjin. Uh, I forgot to log on to... I am. Hey, let's can not let's not take his that? call because he flaked on me. Sinjin did. Yeah, Sinjin was supposed Ooh. to show up in Mammoth, and he told said he was coming, and people were looking for him, and he didn't show. Hey, uh, uh, thanks uh, to our sponsors: BTOSports.com, X Brand Goggles, JGRMX, FMF Racing, AGV Helmets, Works Connection, Tech One Designs, Vivint Home Automation, O'Neill and Kicker. Man, we got a lot of good hey, people behind the show. Check this out. 
Yeah. A sponsor of our show. Yeah. Had a huge presence in Mammoth. BTO Sports did yeah, it they did. right. They, yeah. Uh, they had a huge, like, uh, they, they sponsored one of the they days. They sponsored a day, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. They sponsored a day, and at the end of the day, they had some kind of raffle. They probably had two or 300 people around their truck. Um, wow. They had a full a full group of people working there, had the team shirts on, girls wearing wife beaters, doing their thing. Big props to them. They did an awesome wow. job. <clears throat> yeah, no, you know, I talked to Vince, the owner, a little while ago, and he said the discount code Mathis is killing it for him, and that's from the show and from the podcast that I do and, and everything else, and uh, he couldn't be more than happy. He couldn't be happier with uh, the way it's gone. Uh, he no, they're doing it. Is it? I mean, they're doing it. Support them, BTO Sports, <clears throat> supporting us. They're out there at the at the races too, Yeah, um, and that's awesome. Yeah, and no. they, they seem like they uh, had a good time up there, and, uh, you know, <clears throat> big big thanks to them for supporting the show. Yeah, no, absolutely. Hey, the, the, the big news we had was Lakewood, Colorado, uh, national. We'll get to that in a little bit. Ryan Villapoto is going to come on. We'll talk about that. Talk about Ryan Dungey killing it this weekend. Great ride for Dunge. Um, Dunge, huh? Yeah, great ride for him. Uh, and, uh, Dunge, huh? And Baggett. Baggett follows his his good race, bad race, good race, bad race with a 1-1 convincing win. We'll talk about that. Um, we got a couple segments coming up. We got, we got obviously Lopaglia and Rhino were the big news in, in Mammoth. They were fighting, caught fighting on video by the guys at Verb Moto. Uh, we'll have both of those guys on to talk about the deal there and talk about Mammoth. Kenny, you were at Mammoth on a KX500 <laughs> with Chris Blos. Uh How'd that go? Didn't go as uh, good as we anticipated. <laughs> Last show, you were saying Jeff Ward rode four laps and pulled off and said, I, I can't hang on anymore. Blos didn't pull off, though. Okay. He rode the moto. <laughs> but like I said, it didn't go too well. He, and he, like, he rode the moto, not the motos. He rode one moto. Uh, he pulled off, and it looked like his hands got drugged behind <laughs> a, a car at 90 miles an hour, just blistered. Yeah. And the uh, the KX500 was 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 a man's bike. It it just wasn't a man's bike. The thing yeah. was just super super fast. But the the motor isn't made for that kind of chassis. We found out, and <laughs> we tried to use uh, a lot of different things for the bike. But yeah. the thing turned like a Harley Davidson, and once you got into you know, like the big braking bumps. It just didn't work as too cool well. As cool as those things are, the, the Service 500 CRs and the, and the KXs, as bitching as they are, I learned a ton at Yamaha about chassis and frames and things that they do to to frames for certain sizes of motors for torque that a I, motor I, puts I, out. I, I'm not going to argue with you there. I and, believe it. And uh, and there's a science behind it, man. They don't <laughs> just bolt, bolt on a frame to a motor. There's yeah. there's a uh, you know they work in unison together. And to me, putting in a two-stroke 500 motor in a Aluminum four-stroke chat. I just yeah. you know it was funny, but you know? when we when we were when the guys over but they at, look bitching by the way. Yeah. The, the guys at service uh, gave us the bike and we got the bike. We rode it. And we needed to do a little bit more testing and get it a little bit dialed in uh -huh. better. And you know, I was thinking like, this is not too hard to design a motorcycle. Like, it's, <laughs> what is so hard about putting an engine and making you know hooking it up and like we're riding it you know out here and he was just like oh it needs it's, we make the adjustment and it worked yeah. good, but when we got to Mammoth the thing was a rocket ship yeah, it's just but there it wasn't the power was wasn't usable power right. though it was like you know going up the hill I thought he'd be like a slingshot. But it didn't happen. Like there was guys wheel, on wheel like spin and stuff, and like yeah, you know. there was guys on two fifties, two strokes that he didn't really pull that hard. Was he just he, he needs to ride in a taller gear? I mean, was he doing that? Was he trying? Yeah, to, trying yeah. To, he he. I mean, we tried everything. Yeah. We tried everything, and it just wasn't <laughs> that. It was just you know the vibration was bad, and he pulled off the track, and he looked at me, and I go, 
So, I mean, he got fifth in the first moto, yeah. which isn't bad. He yeah. got beat by Rhino and LaPaglia, right. and there was a couple other guys. <laughs> Excuse me. So uh, he he just looked at me, and I go, do you have fun? And he looked at me, and he goes, absolutely not. That was not fun <laughs> at all. So at the end of the day, uh, I just told him, hey, you know what? you got to race tomorrow. Try to save your hands. Right. Meanwhile, he's pulling his gloves off with just blood dripping out of his gloves. Just hands <laughs> tore apart like hamburger meat, and he was just, uh, hey. But was it? I mean, was he in riding shape? Was blow, had, had, had he been riding? How much do you attribute his struggles to just it, showing it, up? He didn't. His cardio didn't get beat down. Yeah. His, it just his hands did. How did he do in the 450 uh, four stroke? He didn't do good at all. Oh, so uh, Friday. So Mammoth was not good for the no. Dodge Motorsports Hart no. Huntington team. No, it wasn't. It wasn't at all. Friday, uh, he uh, the bike broke on the line. The decomp broke on the line before the heat race. So he had to go to the LCQ. I think he got. Didn't get a great start. I think he got second. Yeah, got second in the LCQ. Uh-huh. And then going into the main, it's a 40-man gate, and they took like 12 <laughs> out of each one. So if yeah. you've been to Mammoth, you know that you could get a good start from pretty much anywhere on the gate if you get the jump. Mm-hmm. And he didn't get he didn't get a good jump in the main. And yeah. I think he got 12th in the main. And then on Sunday, his hands, he just couldn't hold on. His hands were uh, gone. Mike Mason race for you? Mike Mason was there, but he didn't. You can't say that he raced. He tried. Disaster for the Hart Nineteen team. Yeah, it 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 was more of a, uh, you know, we went up there and supported. We we yeah. did we did a cool thing though. We gave away a privateer. We gave away a whole shot awards. We had a you know uh-huh. thirty second card girl, um, for the privateer. Did you which, bring your semi? No, you didn't. No, you brought your. No, we took yeah, a trailer. Wrapped trailer, yeah. But it was kind of cool what we did. Were your we, coolers wrapped? Yep. Okay. We we <laughs> took. Uh, it's important, tits. It is. For for all the amateur classes, we did big whole shot checks, uh-huh. and we gave whole shot awards, two hundred dollars gift certificate to a Hart Nineteen tattoo store or um, a, a tattoo shop or yeah. online uh, store. Yeah. And then for the pros, we did five hundred dollars. Sweet, so Sounds good. It was cool. We we supported the race and supported <laughs> the event, and uh, I was pumped that um, we came home with a bear, and. We didn't win one, but they gave us to one for sponsoring. I don't know what day. you're talking about. A bear is what you get for a trophy for oh. winning. It's oh. a it's a bear carved out of wood. Oh, that's like the hot thing. To yeah, do. yeah, yeah. So I, okay. I thought you were talking about a, a gay a, a gay man. Yeah, a gay hairy man. No, Batman. but <laughs> I'll, I'll bring this up to Rhino. Um, you know, winning a bear in Mammoth is like that's the thing. Like, oh, did you get a bear? Even if you yeah. get like, you know, they give them away for top five. Yeah. Yeah, I got a bear. Right. And you know, if someone say they got a bear, they got top five. Well, Rhino did. After all this shit went down. On that, the they day took his bear he, away. No, I'll, oh. I'll I'll tell the story. I'll let Rhino know because okay. he doesn't even know I know. And oh. I met this kid, and his his mom told me the story at at breakfast uh, this morning. And okay. I'm going to tell Rhino oh. at the end of the day when everyone can hate on Ryan Hughes. I what, have a pretty good story. What was the reaction to the to the fight? What? It, I mean, it really, I mean, a lot of it wasn't people, really a fight, but you know, whatever. whatever. A lot of people were just like, "Hey, what do you, you know?" We knew it was coming. You know, Rhino, Rhino rides aggressive, and you know, he he's one of those guys that he he does what he does, and you know, no, I don't think anyone was surprised by any means because Rhino's Rhino and Rhino does what he has to do. But right. I think at the end of the day, uh, I don't know if it was. Is that your phone going off? Just put it on yeah, silent, prob- bro. Uh, I got big things going down later. Well, okay, put it on silent, and then still have big things going on. Um. So yeah, yeah, I don't think anyone by any means was surprised. Right. I think the guys at Mammoth were more like, "This is going to be bad for our event and stuff like that." And I'm like, "No, don't even." Do you think that all their fight was caused by the fact that they were on two strokes and they were angry? No, okay. no, not at all. <laughs> Just because you know they were getting. I don't. Or, I mean, and, and the whole thing with with the Pagli is even on his 450 and his two stroke. I mean, you know, he's always had that reputation of running a big bore. And dude, I'm like, big deal. This is. 
on Friday they're all, dude, he's pulling hole shots. I'm all, hey, what class is this? They're all the open class. I'm all exactly. <laughs> he can run a big bore. Right. Uh, yeah, we'll have those guys on to talk about. It was funny because uh, Ivan was up there. Oh, he was. Ivan came yeah. up to hang out, and we were walking through the pits. We went over to see Timmy Wiegand, and we we passed like this KTM 930 like car bike. <laughs> And Ivan's like, could I race that next year? That'd be so cool. I'm like, dude, it's such a car bike. He goes, dude, I don't care. I'd race it. <laughs> Give him four weeks or 16 weeks and he'd have it Yeah, down. he'd be the world champion to car race. Hey, Sinjin, you there? Yeah, he, you hung up. He said that oh, uh, he's on break. He, if somebody comes in, he's going to put the phone in his pocket because he's at work and he's not technically allowed to be listening to the show. Great, great. Uh, well, after last week, so, hey, did you have anybody, uh, fans of the show, talk to you at all, Mammoth? How did that go? Yeah, you know what? I had a really uh, a fan of the show was twittering me that he wanted me to come pack his gate. Uh huh. And I was my my response to him was "f off." I ain't packing your gate. I don't <laughs> pack you nobody. Yeah. I don't pack. I would. I re- I usually don't respond, but that guy was just like whatever. Make a long story short, Mike Mason walks up to me. He goes, "Hey, did you lose something?" And I'm mm-hmm. like, "No." He goes, "Hey, some guy turned in your wallet." I was like, "Whoa!" I had like 300 bucks in my wallet, yeah. whatever. So I was like, "Oh, cool. Where did I lose it?" He goes, "I don't know. Some guy just gave it to me." Guy comes up to me and goes, hey, did you get your wallet? And I'm like, uh, yeah, I did. He goes, yeah, I found it, and I turned it in. I'm like, that was really cool of you. Yeah. He goes, will you pack my gate now? I'm the guy that Twittered yeah. you. I'm a fan <laughs> of the show. I said, no, I'm still not going to pack your gate. But the guy was cool. We gave him some T-shirts, and, uh, yeah, it was cool. There was A lot of the, the, a lot of the, the feedback I got from the show was uh, nothing but good. Yeah, well, I hope so. I hope so. Everyone right. thinks that you're an idiot, but yeah. they, they like what I do. <laughs> of course, yeah. Yeah, I'm an idiot. I just got this whole thing together and got sponsors. Yeah. And got all oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah you got all the sponsors. And, you do everything. And, and, uh, and I'm an idiot. Yeah, you, you are an idiot. I'm an idiot. You're, you don't think you're an idiot? No, I don't think I'm an idiot. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> okay, Steve. I, I think I'm an idiot at times. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, uh, hey, <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> I like it. Um, don't forget, this idiot puts the show up on iTunes later. Oh, he also dude, he also so puts it on Stitcher.com. It's oh, on archives. Yeah, yeah it's so awesome. let's just don't forget. There's different ways I thought, to I get Kevin the show. Kevin does Stitcher. He, I I put it up there. <laughs> he does. He's a mastermind behind he all this. The dude. He, he's he's the guy. It's just all uh, him. It's it's if me and you weren't here, it would be uh, him and Pookie, and he would still have all the people that that, that are into the show. It's all him. Uh, I, did I say credit. that? You know what? I just Maybe said I'm an idiot. You said you said you said I I do I get the sponsors. I do this. I got the equipment. I I, I did I I I I I. There's you, no I. You bring a lot into it too. You could say I I I provide the comic relief. Next I, I, segment, I, please. Uh, <laughs> so hey, you were really impressed with uh, Justin Bogle. Dude, I was impressed. He's, he's right nationals this year. I know. Yeah. I was. I and you know what? I made a bet with someone. I, I was Steve impressed Fox? with him. <laughs> I know. I bet someone five hundred bucks that he would not get top ten. Where at a national? Yeah. And are you going to change that opinion? No. <laughs> I think he's good. I think he's fast. I think yeah. he's has a lot of potential. But dude, those guys out there are. There was no one really he raced against that that gave him. You know, he got good starts, and I don't think that uh-huh. at Mammoth it's one of those things that you have to get a good start. Right. His equipment was above ever. You know, he was riding pretty much a FC race bike, and it was it was a. Better than any else, anybody's equipment up there. He had a full factory mechanic. He had Zach up there working for him. Zach. Is it Factory Connection, Zach? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, dude, he he had his game on, his A game on, and the kid rode super awesome. Mm-hmm. And I, I just, I don't think there was anyone in his league that could ride with him. I mean, Rhino had a, ch- a chance to get up there, but it didn't work out for him. Right. Um, okay. But I, I, th- I mean, just not him. There was a kid named uh, Ploof. I don't there was know. This kid named Ploof. 
super fast. Yep. Um, that Tilford guy rides for Vance and High's Yamaha. Yep. Black kid. Don't know him. Rode super good. He got like fours all weekend. I mean, there's a lot of the amateur guys that yeah. I'm really glad I got to watch ride because, you know, there's a lot of these dudes out there that need to figure it out that th these guys are coming for their jobs. Yeah, well, it's the old story. I mean, if you can win Loretta's, it seems like you can step in and run top five or six immediately in the class, if not better, you know. Uh, let's go to our phone lines. Sean, you there? I'm here, Steve. What's up, man? Uh, Mechanics1981 here on Twitter. Thanks for following. Appreciate it, guys. No, no problem. Um, <laughs> hey, I just want to give a big shout-out to my buddy Leroy McCollum at Team Suzuki and uh, all the guys there because they were on it this weekend. Yeah. I mean, Dungy uh, Let me get news for you. Great. I don't think Lee uh, does much but complain over there. <laughs> <laughs> it could be. He buys I, a lot of RM500 parts off of me. What can I say? I just saw him bring an RM500 piston to Mitch and a cylinder, and he was asking him some questions, and I'm like, what the hell is that? And, and that, Mitch is like, he's building an RM500. I'm just yeah, kidding. Yeah, that piston came from me. Hey, I'm, <laughs> hey, I'm just kidding. I like Leroy. Nah, Leroy, he's, yeah, he's a good dude. He, but, uh, uh, we go, we have history. Me and that guy. That guy's a good dude. Apparently, Leroy. Yeah. Do you know? Do you know? Apparently, Leroy was a a roadie before he was a mechanic. Like he worked for some major, major rock and roll bands. I didn't know that. He Is was that right? Roadie. Yes, he was. Hmm. He was a roadie. So. Well, there's a story. We about got shot at Steel City last year. We were riding in the Suzuki golf cart and had some gate attendant pull a gun on us and like didn't believe any of Lee's credentials. It, it was wow. a ride. So nice. we, yeah, we got some a little bit of history. No, you know what, uh, Sean? It was a great ride by Dungey. Um, he, you know, he matched RV second for second and uh, and ended up pulling away a little bit. And you know, for him, Ryan Dungey's done everything a guy could possibly do to win a race this year outdoors but yet not win one. You know what I mean? Like, it's got to be so, so frustrating for him. Um, and he finally did it this weekend, so good for him. And you know what? And oh. sure, he, he, you know, he didn't gain any points on RV, but they both made up seven points on Reed. And that, that's yeah, probably and, what counts. You know, Dungy, what I'm seeing, honestly, coming into his own a little bit this year, he's reminding me kind of a young Jeff Emig because he just kind of everybody else is, you know, you tell they're getting winded. You know, 27 minutes into it, and I mean, Dungey has the ability to like run his best handful of laps at the end of the race, and I just think that uh, he's going to build on that. This win's going to help even more, and yeah. uh, you know, he's fighting for a big dollar contract from somebody next year too. So I just yeah. think that wow. finally we're going to see the aggressiveness we've been wanting to see from him for he, a year now. I mean, if he goes out of the series tomorrow with an injury, he's still getting a big dollar contract. You know what I mean? He's proven how good he is. So, I mean, but, uh, no, uh, full props to, to Ryan Dungey, man. He wrote good. So thanks, Sean. Yep. Thanks guys. All right. Thanks. Any, uh, yeah. Anything new with Dungey next year? You hear anything in mammoth? Any rumors going around? Uh, Art Nunnington. How's Hanny signing coming along? Uh, I, I don't know. You're not, I'm not, I'm not Dude. in negotiations with that. I don't, Dude. I couldn't tell you. You're the guy. I am the guy, but my boss is the one that's dealing with this whole deal with Hanny. Okay. My deal, right? And my what I'm dealing with is getting Josh Hill healthy. Yep. And getting <clears throat> Ivan Tedesco. And you know, speaking of Josh Hill, his little brother Justin. Yep. I got to see ride for the first time. Intermediate dominated. Yeah. Very, 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 is very. He, what kind of he bike looks, is he on? He rides for Team Green. He looks. I never seen. I mean, I haven't seen the kid in a long time. <laughs> he looks just like Josh Hill. His mm -hmm. riding style. Yeah. Did yeah. he was fast in the intermediate class? Dominated. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So. um do you know what his lap times were? Like, if he raced pro, is he on level uh, with Bogle and those guys? And how come Bogle's name isn't Boogle? 
It's B O O. It should be Boogle. I don't know. I I just knew like I'd never heard of the kid until I went up there, and yeah. ever, and the guy, when my friend Jason Beam went up there with me, and we we're driving up there, and he was just like, "Oh, Bloss is gonna kill it," and I'm like, "Oh, Rhino." He's like, "Oh no, Rhino, they're gonna do nothing." I was like. Dude, there's going to be some amateur kids that I've never heard of yeah, and yeah, you yeah. don't know. Yeah. So now my friend is just like Jason is on the Bogle thing all weekend. Yeah. Bogle, 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 Bogle. I'm like, you didn't even know who this kid was. Boogle, oh, dude. Boogle. So uh, the guy, he, Justin Boogle, cost me dinner last night. I'm Boogle on Bogle. He's uh, fast. He's fast, but who knows? Tyson, I don't, Tyson, I don't know there? his name. Bogle. It's Bogle, yeah. yeah. Tyson, yeah. you there? Yeah, what's up, Steve? Hey, Kenny, what's going on? Hi. Uh, Ryan Dungey, he got the win last week. Um, do you think he's making an attempt to have better podium speeches? No, if you, no. Not so much this past week, but the two, and I'm not a huge Ryan Dungey fan. I've just been watching since it's been such a high topic of discussion. The past two weeks before this last week, he has not mentioned rock star Makita Suzuki on the podium. Really? I, 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 I don't think he, he did it on his podium speech this week either. That, that's, he, he, he didn't do his typical. Hey, tits, tits, hey, shut the I'm, hell I'm, up. I'm trying to say something. Yeah, but he said Steve <laughs> or Kenny. He didn't say you. No, yeah, I, but I'm you pretty, didn't I'm see pretty. the show, and I, and I don't even listen to the interviews. So, so what? He didn't say Steve. He didn't say <laughs> He didn't tits. say tits. You're right. Tits, I told you this many times. Right, you are fine. not to speak, not to speak you're unless spoken. spoken to. I'm sorry. Okay, you can answer this now. <laughs> I'm sorry, tits. It's all right. I forgive you. What up? No, I he's in my opinion. Of course, I'm a, I'm a diehard fan. He's yeah. done a lot better. Like he hasn't done the everyone's working hard. You know, we're just trying to go out there and make the best out of right. it. I mean, he's he seems like he's trying to do better. To do better, and okay. he's not doing the typical. You know, like super the pr- pro circuit. Yeah, we're super pumped to be out here. Thank blah blah blah. You know, right. he's just. Well, I mean, uh, yeah, good talking. for him then. Hopefully, he hopefully it is a concerted effort too. He didn't uh, even do that in the five minutes with or the Monday conversation. Did you read it? I didn't. Well, yeah. maybe you should. So, I, I got one, one more somewhat of a random question. So everyone's pretty much sponsored by energy, energy drink, right? And <laughs> you guys have even said on the air that most of them, if not all of them, are just filled with water anyways. On the podium, do yeah. Any, do any of the pros even like the energy drinks? Or, sure. or do they just do their thing for the Yeah, they love, a mix, they love them as a mixer. Yeah, the, the guys definitely drink them for sure. Not, okay. on, not, a, not on race day or – on the podium, but yeah, no, they like him. Ken Roxon oh. was known to, yeah, actually, to, Kenny, to put him back. Kenny Roxon was told to cut back on Red Bull. Um, <laughs> he really was. He was getting – he was a little too amped up at times. Very cool. Hey, thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Thanks, man. Uh, next up the line is Dave. Dave, what's up? Steven. David. Hey, I was wondering if uh, you heard anything about Josh Grant's knee. I haven't. No, I, I would imagine he had an MRI um, today. So, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, he looked pretty bummed on the TV coverage there. He looked yeah, pretty upset. He did. And uh, bummer for Josh Grant. Can he make his return this weekend? Yeah, terrible. Twisted his other no. knee. No, he, he made his return last weekend, Steve. What do you mean? At Bud's, at, at Bud's, at Bud's. Yeah, he, Bud's Creek, yeah. You said he's making his return this yeah, week. Yeah, no. No, I, you screwed up. Yep, okay. Yeah, uh, Steve, are you coming out to uh, Red Bud? I am, yep. Are you going to make it to Baja Acres for the uh, free pro practice on Wednesday? Or? <laughs> definitely not. I, definitely, definitely not. Okay. I'll be at Red Bull. waiting for your return, I think, there. Uh, I, last time I was at Baja Acres, they asked me if I had a lawyer. Um, <laughs> and I got out of there soon after that. So. <laughs> well, I think they, they probably have new ownership since you've been there last. Maybe so, maybe so. No, I'm not going to be there, man. But I, Red Bud is one of my favorite races of the year. Looking forward okay. to it. Should be a good time. Are you going? 
Yeah. Uh, I might. I got some friends going. I'm still on the fence. We've got to work Friday, so we'll see. Yeah, you need to be there, Just dude. Just go, dude. Just go, dude. It'll be a good time. Come by and say hi. Yeah, I'll do it. All right, buddy. All right, thanks. Okay. Later, guys. Um, let's, let's, let's play some voicemails before we got RV on. Uh, how, about, how about we play some voicemails? All right, let's go play some voicemails. We got, uh, remember, 702-586-7857. You can call in anytime, leave a message. We had 18 messages this week. I selected the best six uh, out of the 18. Uh, this is Greg McCurry's favorite segment. So, Greg M., we're going to dedicate this to him. And uh, let's uh, – Who's Greg McCurry? He runs our show board. Oh, that's right. Yeah, the dude from uh, Oklahoma or Dallas or everything. Yeah, good job, Oklahoma. Don't ever doubt – or question Kent when he's remembering where something's from. I know, I know. Uh, he's, he's Do you know what my nickname is? Rand McNally, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I know you were Rand McNally. I saw it in Sacramento. All right, let's go to uh, let's go to some voicemails right now. Hey guys, it's Monday night. Uh, probably missed the show. I don't have uh, satellite radio, so I haven't heard it yet. I will be listening tomorrow via the archives. But um, satellite radio. In case it didn't get brought up. Uh, I just wanted to uh, see if you guys happen to notice how bad Durham's mic was bouncing all over the place. That uh, that thing looked possibly unrideable in the words of a uh, now unemployed rider. Uh, I, don't, I don't know how he does it. I, I can't uh, wait to see him on a better ride. I think he's going to kill it. Maybe uh, Rockstar Suzuki needs to look at him and get their program going again. But uh, Durham killed it. Uh, just unfortunate it ended the way it did for him. But... Uh, He's on it. So, anyways, I didn't know if you guys talked about that at all. I uh, just wanted to make sure that it got noticed. Talk to you guys later. Uh, Durham's bike, uh, his dad owns PR2, Motor and Suspensions. Yeah, he was on the show last week. Right? He said that. And so, his dad's doing a suspension. And I I got a few emails saying, why didn't you ask Durham about a suspension? Well, what's he going to say about a suspension? His dad does it. It doesn't look the greatest out there, but it doesn't look horrible to me. I mean, it, yeah, it, it could have been track. It could have been a Yeah, no, it's a lot of, lot of different factors. And also... Uh, Durham today rode a Rockstar Suzuki bike um, for next year. He tested it today out at Milestone. Um, so they're looking to revamp and get some new riders. So uh, And he hired Bob Walker as an agent. We talked about that last week. So uh, that's a scoop on Darren Durham. Um, his suspension obviously works for him. Hey, Stephen Kenny. Just listened to last week's show on the uh, iTunes podcast. And I just wanted to tell you that um, I have to believe that Andrew Short his results are definitely because of that bike. Uh, if you look at how hard he works, if you look at how he did on the Honda, it's pretty hard to not say that the bike isn't the problem there. I think, you know, outdoors, the deep loam, et cetera, the bike's just a little bit down on power and it's holding him back, and you hate to see that happen to the guy because uh, I think he can't really be happy about it. Yeah, that's just my two cents. I know Moser's going to like to hear a little bit about short there in defense of his poor results. Uh, also, Sinjin, funny episode to hear about Subway. I was cracking up. That was good. Overall, it was a good show you got put on last week. And uh, keep up the good work. I appreciate what you guys do. <clears throat> See you later. Tits. Oh, my God. Uh, I uh, just uh, listened to what do you think about What do you think about Short and his results? Uh, best race of the year for him. Fifth overall this weekend on a 350 in altitude. All right, Kenny, thanks. <laughs> with the subway i was eating a breakfast sandwich when he talked about it i about threw up in my mouth oh my god i think i'm gonna have diarrhea thank you for the heads up chinskin uh mathis watson keep up the good work oh my god dave from ohio you know regular caller uh jesus christ i'll never eat subway again fuck 
Hey, Steve, I'm just calling to give a shout-out to you and Ping and Weed, and thank you guys for doing the review of the uh, race each week. i got to say one of my favorite parts is when you guys get to the, the segment when you're trying to decide what word we just to slip in in the broadcast, like Chupacabra. That's awesome. Uh, it cracks me up. I sit here and listen to the podcast, and I'm laughing out loud. You guys are you guys are great coming up with stuff like that. So keep up the good work. Love the Pulpit Max show, too. Give Kenny a shout-out, and... Uh, We'll see you later. Ah, it's Factory Pilot. Hey, I'm just listening to the uh, Wyndham and Durham show. You guys just ran down a list of Kennyisms, and you always leave out my favorite. I was uh, had to have been last summer because I heard it when I was living in Kathmandu. Um, it is Blossom. He <laughs> was talking about mandingo pickles or something and said they're not as good as a Blossom. He combined Blossom <laughs> and Blossom pickles. Classic. I don't even think you guys picked I, I don't up remember on that, it, but no. I get you not. He said, <clears throat> "There's gold every episode. There's gold there every go, episode." Kennyism. Looks like I'm not making the show tonight. I got work. Sinjin. Subway. Oh. I just wanted to call in, help Sam Star for being a fucking flake, not showing up to Mammoth. Just last minute, didn't feel like paying for all the gas, and I'm gonna have to drive up there alone to go doing that. But. uh yeah, I'm going to look like I'm going to miss the show. No good stories this week. All right. Fuck you guys later. All right. That's it. That's voicemails. That voicemails yeah. voice voice from this week. Hey, uh, Kenny. Yes, sir. Hey, would you like me to get Ryan on the phone? Or actually, uh, Pookie needs to come up. No, she doesn't want to do that. She was kidding, I guess. I don't know. So should I make Let's wait call 30 then? seconds and see if she's listening downstairs and she can come up. Okay. Uh, Jake Canada. Did you see his results this weekend? Ninth overall on a 450. I didn't even know. He's usually a supercross guy. Where'd yeah. he go? Uh, he was like 10 13. Yeah. That's good. Good for Jake. He was good. Both photos up there. Yeah. Good for him. Yeah. Christian Craig led for a little bit again and uh, kind of got dropped a little faster than he did in Texas, but still rode good. They Christian were up Craig. in Mammoth. Christian was up in Mammoth. Yeah, on and Thursday. Baker was there too, I think. Or Baker something. and the, the both Troy Lee guys. Yeah, and what? Just practicing. Yeah, on Thursday. Uh, was MC up there? MC was there right when I left. He he was leaving when I got yeah. there. Right, and he was up there from vet the, the, the vet week. weekend. Yeah, man, people just go up there and just they just chill all week, huh? Dude, have you ever been there? No, no. Probably, it's, it's so amazing. I had a, there. a ticket to go. The How could you have a ticket? Where were you going to fly to? Back to, back to California to drive to Mammoth. Oh. Um, well, you could fly into Mammoth now, by okay, the way. Okay, 1998. Yeah. I was supposed to go on Monday after Bud's Creek to work for Danny Smith. He tore up his knee on the Sunday, and my trip to SoCal was canceled. Sucks. Yeah, so I never got to go. So, the guy, is it like a big party scene, too, every night? No, like, no, no. Is there bars it's, and stuff? And yeah, all? yeah, yeah. There's like a village. It's, 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 it's amazing up there. It's like super, super pretty, laid back. It's one of the most chill places that I've ever been in the world, and I've been all over the world. So I would have to say... You haven't been to Canada. I've been to, I've been to Canada enough to where I never want to go back. <laughs> I mean, it's it's green, and there's still snow. You can still go snowboarding up there, right. golf courses, you know, fishing, mountain biking, you name it. Yeah. Um, it's it's just it's just a super chill place. And, right. uh, of course, there's bars and all that crap, but it's not... It's not like you know going out in Huntington Beach or something. Yeah, no, that's what I was just wondering if it was just a big drunk drink fest, like no. say like Vegas Supercross. You no, know, everybody's no. in town for. Four I mean, there's party, there's parties going on. Like, and you were there in the middle of them. Matter, uh, you don't know. I did go out one time. You guys stay in a condo? Did you rent one? No, oh. we don't have to rent one. 
my the guy that owns my team is married to a rock star. Yeah. And they have a condo up there. They do. They oh. own a condo oh. down there. Yeah. Did not know that. So it's pretty nice. So we stayed in the. Do a lot of people rent condos though, right up there? Yeah. That's every, what the everyone, hot ticket is. Everyone usually does. Yes. Yeah. And they have a really cool campground that people, when they have motorhomes and stuff, they stay in that in the campground. Uh huh. All right. Sounds like fun. Maybe next year, me and you will go up, buddy. How about this? What? How about we don't go up there together, but I will be there, and if you want to come, I'll say hi to you. Even Ooh. better. Even better. Wow. Uh, do we have RV? Yep. <clears throat> Monster Energy Kawasaki's Ryan Villapoto. What's up, man? What's going on? Hey, thanks for coming on the show. Hey, what's crapping in? What's crapping in, dude? <laughs> what's crapping in bro I, what's, I don't know it's but from that, last that, week. Out, that outhouse when I pulled off was like 150 inside of it oh I could imagine that's yeah. awesome and you you uh, you actually passed a few dudes coming off the track to get to the outhouse like you were revving your bike up and like weaving in and out of guys pulling this off. weekend or last no, weekend no last weekend in Bud's Creek oh. yeah yeah I looked it up on a trash can you should have just pooed did you already poo in your pants nah uh, just a smidge <laughs> smidge. Yeah, and, and and the smidge when you release the smidge, it felt better, right? That's what you were saying. Uh, yes, yeah. I was. I mean, would have liked to just get it all out, but it wasn't happening. Have you been taking a lot of uh, shit for your uh, for your shit stories from Butts Creek? No, it, it, I don't. I don't know. I mean, how many people really heard about it or whatever? I mean, whatever. I haven't heard really nothing about it. No, I thought, I thought it was reported everywhere. Hey, you know what, though, dude? Obviously, I, I would obviously have, you didn't do your job, Mathis. Yeah, what else is new? But what I would have to say is I guarantee you 80% of guys that race, have, that's happened to. Yeah, I know. Wygant was blown away by that. I said, dude, a lot of dudes have probably crapped their pants riding. It's happened a few times, you know? So. Yeah. Sure. Where are you going, tits? Oh. Um, hey, Ryan, um, thanks for changing your number, too, by the way, and not giving me the new one. That's awesome. So good job. Well, I, I would high five you on that one, Bill. Whatever, dude. I finally tracked you down. Finally. I had to make him work for it. Yeah, yeah, you did. Hey, uh, Lakewood, um, one two, tie with Dunge for the uh, overall. What'd you think? Are you happy about the weekend? Obviously, it could be better, but um, I mean, you rode pretty good. Yeah, no, I mean, a lot more, ha- I'm way more happier than I have been in the past the last couple weekends. Um, right. I think what have I won us the last three motos? I think. First motos, first anyways. Motos. Yeah, first motos, yep. Yeah. In my second two, you know, I really haven't been that good. So um, that's definitely a, a, a step forward there at, at Lakewood. Um, that second moto, I felt I felt good. Yep. Um, you know, it was definitely an improvement. So I'm happy with that, and we'll just keep moving forward. Yeah, I mean, and the bottom, I mean, Dunge rode good, right? You got to give it up to him. I thought he rode excellent. He, uh, no, he st- yeah, he, yeah, I mean, yeah, obviously he rode good. He beat me. <laughs> Shit, that he must have been. Wow. No, I'm just kidding. No, uh, uh, so, hey, what about uh, what about this tracks coming up, Red Bud? You like it? Um, Red yeah. Bud, Washugo, Millville? He hates Washugo, yeah, no, by the way. Red Bud, it's going to be good. I, I think um, our, our setup with the bike and our bike itself will be really good there. Um, we've uh, changed the forks just the last just, – just this last week, so – um, I think it's definitely going to be um, a good setup there. I mean, that's what that's what I'm thinking. So when we get right. there, we'll find out. Yeah, and then Washugo's coming up. But unbelievably, yeah. Kenny, he's never won Washugo. Never, if I ever won it. That's crazy. Yeah. But is, is that? I mean, a lot of people like love that track, and they think it's the best thing in the world. Like I've been going there for a long time, and everyone is always like, "Oh, it's great, it's great." But it seems like when you get out of that groove, 
Like, yeah. I mean, it's hard pack. It looks like it's all loamy, but it's not. No, yeah, no, it's, I mean, I, I grew up riding there, and it's, it's, it's slippery. And whenever they watered it, um, I'm always the first one to crash, or was always the first one to crash on, on 80s, and, and Josh Hill would always beat me. So um, it, wasn't, it wasn't one of my favorite tracks. When you say, so when you say you never won there, do you mean even amateur days? No, I mean, okay, I've won right. there. Yeah, 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 I mean, okay. all right. Um, yeah. I have a fair amount of laps under my belt at Washougal as well. And, oh, uh, really? Yeah, I do. And let me, let me, I do. <laughs> let me tell you, those shadows aren't no joke. No, the shadows aren't in the back there. But yeah. Like, S turn. Yeah, dude, they're, yeah, they're gnarly. And, uh, and you know, you guys, um, you, you think Alessi will run the, uh, the Terminator lens? Is it, it's too Ooh. dark for that, right? It's too dark. Actually, hey, did you watch, did you watch the second moto? Not yet. I haven't watched 450s yet. Um, I actually, he actually, well, I don't know if it wasn't my, I didn't do it on purpose. No, I, it wasn't my fault. Right. It wasn't his fault, but I, I'm, my bike's the one that took him out. Oh, oh, I need to see that. You just swapped sideways yeah. or something? Yeah. 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 Like, like that the single thing I kind of slid off the face or whatever. And then the rear came back the other way and it just clips his front wheel and he went down, you but bastard. I think he's all right. Yeah, no, he's fine. You bastard. So will he will he run want to run his Terminator lens at Washougal or is it too dark for that? It's too dark, right? I'll, I'm I'm a clear guy. Okay, I'm, I'm uh, always clear, yeah. So I'm clear. I'm I'm assuming he'll run the Terminator lens. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> hey, uh, you you uh, you didn't have a great start to the season. Um, you were a little sick from Vegas, and like you said a few times, your bike setup wasn't where it needed to be. You needed that week off at high, uh, before High Point. But looking back now on it, how much was it you not being physically ready and how much of it was a bike uh for the drastic turnaround in week three well i mean really honestly yeah. ask yourself how much can you ask yourself how much can you really do um it with a three days of riding so physically other than when i was sick at hangtown yeah physically i wasn't there because i was sick um right. and then after that really i mean like I said, what can you do with the three day, right. the three days you ride? Not much. So physically, I was there. It was just the, the bike was really lacking. And then with that weekend off, we we were able to turn it around. Um, and then I'm just getting better and better from there. And yeah. hopefully, we can keep on doing the same thing. Hey, if you got a question for uh, Ryan Villapoto, seven zero two five eight six seven eight five seven. Uh, call in and uh, and ask him uh, whatever's been on your mind. Maybe you know if you want to talk about lap times with Tedesco, you can do that as well, um, Kenny. You know, <laughs> lap times. Uh, yeah. I put my foot in my mouth there. I'll never doubt this guy ever again. <laughs> hey, did you hear the rumor, RV? That was kind of you know how the pits are, and we're all a bunch of chicks gossiping. But Kenny, you might even heard it at, at Hangtown or whatever. Alden's making him sick. He's pushing him too hard. He's Dude. pushing. Him. Did you hear that one, RV? Nah, I. I mean, that's what he did. I heard. It, I read it somewhere. I think I jumped on Moto Talk or something real quick or whatever, and, uh-huh. and seen it or whatever. Um, I thought I thought it was humorous myself. I, I definitely did. I'd never heard. Well, I'd never heard I mean, that. dude, uh, you'll never get away from it. It's 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 you win the Supercross Championship and and they forget you won that. They actually <laughs> forget like like a, a week later, right? Raced out of their minds. So they actually forget that you just won that. And then, then you're washed up the next couple of races or whatever, and yeah. and uh, you, you're not fit. You're you're overtrained. You're okay. Well, what happened just two weeks ago during Supercross? <laughs> well, I mean, did it re- yeah. that much change? Yeah, 
the uh, that's just it. What like you know you were the gnarliest guy out of gnarly group and you won the title and all of a sudden oh dude he's he's he's, he's who starts all that bullshit? I don't know the who media. starts it. The media. The media. <laughs> it's not it's not some other. Well, it's, it's not. I wouldn't it's say, like Mike Kessler. Actually, I wouldn't say it's the actual media. It's the it's guys that are sitting behind the computer that actually think they're there. But they're sitting behind their computer and well, they've never even been to a race, probably, and they're just up there typing away like, no. like they're there. Well, okay, maybe that's true. I heard it from like some industry people, like exactly. people that shouldn't believe it. That I'm like, really? You really think so? Yeah, he did it with RC. Alden did it with RC. Made I'm going to step made, out. On, I'm going to step out on a limb right now, uh-huh. and I'm going to say if it did come from the industry, 85 percent of those people in the industry are fucking donkeys. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. There you go, Villa. Yeah, I know you can't say it because they pay um, you, but I really don't care. They yeah. can blackball me. Maybe I'll ban you from yeah. this show, Kenny. Watson's got my back. Well, hey, he- just just take it in your hand and just rub it all over your face, Steve. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> it's a, that's, a, that's an inside joke between me and Villa. With me? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You guys are jerks, dude. Whatever. Uh, I wonder if it was Steve Cox that started that. I could see him starting it. Because you remember he tried to start the rumor with Tedesco and, and, and Carpenter were gay. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. <laughs> I haven't thought that, and I haven't called him out. <laughs> uh, hey, uh, RV, are you? Um, I, I know I am surprised. Are you surprised at the gap that you three guys have on the rest of the field? Like, I knew, you know, obviously coming this season, you three guys were the favorites, but you guys are killing them. And and this weekend, you know, you left Chad behind. Are you surprised that that it's this bad? I thought you were going to ask him if he was surprised on Jake Kennedy's. Oh, plates finished. Jake Canada was good, dude. Ninth overall. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, I don't know. I, I'm not not really. Um, okay. It was kind of the same Supercross. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's not it's not as big because Supercross is. I mean, obviously, right. it's small. It's, it's whatever, and it's only 20 laps, so it only ends up being like 15 to 20 minutes if it's a minute lap time, which that's the only one Daytona. So, um. That's just what that's what just what thirty plus two does, and and pushing the whole the whole time. Okay, yeah, I mean, I I thought, and I, no slight to the guys that are, that are behind you because they're hauling ass and great riders. I just thought the rest of the pack would be a little closer to you three guys. But man, on lap three and four, you guys have ten seconds already. Dude, just you like know? in Supercross. I mean, yeah, but I mean, K Dub's pretty there for for a while. I mean, he was yeah. I mean, he's there for a little bit. Dude, yeah, I don't know. We had him on the show last week. He's frustrated, for sure. He 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 wants to be doing better. I heard I heard someone that or someone told me about his tweets or something about him. Like, you know, weekend he said the weekend went good or whatever, and he said uh, just got you know one and two were on it. I just got to find five seconds or something like that. I think I heard yeah. him tweeted that he tweeted that or whatever. So. Yeah, I mean, no, it's just it, you guys have him right now, and and this weekend you left Reed behind. Although I was. Wondering if Reed was going to pull a Bud's Creek in the second moto when he pulled the whole shot, I was like, "Ooh, maybe he, you know, he's maybe he's got something for these guys." Uh, but it wasn't to be. You guys left him too, and uh, you know he's the points leader. He's riding great, but uh, I'm I'm surprised at the gap. You guys are, are killing it, so I guess good job. Um, let's go to Mike. Mike, you got a question for Ryan Villapoto? Yeah, I have a little bit of a question for Ryan. Okay. Just curious as to you know. Ryan has had virtually the same sponsorship uh, for the last, what, three, four seasons, five seasons? And it seems like whenever he's on the podium, he has no presence of memory at all on the sponsors. He's obviously reading every time, every race, every moto. 
the list of sponsors, uh, you'd think by now with the money involved and the, just the PR skills that are necessary, he'd have it memorized by now without having to read a cue card. Does that bug you? Does it really bother you? Really bad? That it's that he it's does kind that? of robotic at this point. What really? Do you, what do you think, RV? Uh, is it, I mean, what, is there any validity, validity to that? Or is, is Mike well, just being grouchy? Yeah, uh, well, I'll put it out there. Yeah, I read it, but... Uh, I guess I should say I should ask you to get up there and, and stand up there with the camera in front of you and everything. And then you just got done doing 30 plus 2, and it's like 110 now, and you're just sweating uh, yeah. your balls off. And, <laughs> and shit in your pants. <laughs> and, and, and you're just trying to, if it's the first motor, you're trying to get back to the truck to cool down and things like that. So, so yeah, it's uh, sometimes sponsors do slip your mind. Um, and Volcom's only been with me for three years. Um, Specialized is new this year. Falcon's, um, new. Falcon's new, right? Falcon Tires is new. Um, Falcon? Yeah, there's, Falcon? there's some new. Volcom. So, Volcom um, and no. Falcon. No, there's two. Volcom is a clothing company and Falcon's Tires. Hey, you know what? I think, I mean, I think a lot, a lot of people. Thanks, Mike. Are, thanks, Mike. I think a lot of people are really like. Making this whole interview from the podium bigger I, than I don't even care. I, it's I, like I, I don't get, even pay attention. Yeah. I think those guys do what they have to do, and if it was that big of a deal, I think their sponsors and their team and everyone else would come down harder on these guys, and they would know their PR people. I think they're doing fine. I think it's. I think like people I, get down I, I on Dungey, yeah. they got down on James. Everybody has different personalities. Everybody's different. Like Chad could go up there and rumble and and do what he has to do. Kevin is good on the box. All these guys are they're different people. Right. And it's like yeah, some people just go up there and you know they're not yeah. they're not comfortable in front of the camera. That's the way it is. They're not actors. And, they're motocross riders. And, and and our sponsors are the same every time. So what's the difference if I read them off or not? At least what I have to say is different most of the time. Yeah. No, absolutely. I don't know. I don't see the big deal. I know the internet people on message boards don't like it. I don't care. I don't even listen or pay attention. I fast forward or, you know what I mean? Like, that, must have been, that must have been an interview guy or an internet guy. An internet guy. Yeah, maybe. Hey, maybe. you know what the bottom line is, though? They're still going to go to the races and they're still going to watch the races no matter if they like your interview or not. As long as you keep winning, you could say, suck it. <laughs> I uh, guess. Yeah. There you go, bud. Don't even don't even trip potato chip. It ain't hey, that big of a deal. Hey, don't even trip potato chip. What That's are it. we? In the fifth grade? That's it. Uh, I like that one. That was a good one. Thank right. you. Then I like it too. Then. Um, hey, uh, RV, um, are you worried at all next year how good James Stewart's bike's going to work? Is it? I, have you been sleeping well at night wondering about that? Um, actually, I just found out he that. Timmy's the test rider, like a little bit ago, not really? tonight, oh. down you know days ago or a week oh. ago or so. Oh. Um, let me tell you. I mean, dude, I, I know, I, I, dude, I was his teammate. Uh, yeah, I know. What do you think? I, I mean, we'll see. It'll, it'll be. I'm sure it'll be better. Oh, be you know, it's gonna be good. I wonder how much Timmy has well, to back it hold down. Hold on, hold on. I know, but hold on. I've, I've talked to, to burner about it too and you said the bike is just it's an it's it's an odd cookie so right. i don't know how you can you know improve an odd cookie you know it's funny when rhino rhino was riding that bike in mammoth and i asked him i go hey how does that bike work rhino's he goes, on a yamaha yeah he's riding it. he 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 was yamaha helped him out there oh. he, he was with gytr oh, he was on a honda and dude i asked him i go hey so how does that 450 work he goes good why how does it look and i'm like <laughs> 
uh, I, I just asked, dude, why are you getting so defensive? And he goes, oh, I thought you were, like, trying to maybe, like, talk shit on the bike or something. And I'm like, no, no, I just asked how the bike worked, you know? A little sensitive? Yeah, just like, I, I don't know. Uh, I just, I mean, I, I can't, I mean, how much do you think Timmy has to, like, back it down to get a setting for James? If How much? Uh, I mean, probably, probably a lot. I mean, yeah. Timmy, I mean, he's got to back it down a lot because right. he's just, to try, he's just miles. Try to find and, his, and, yeah, try to find a James' setting that will work for him. Um, because Timmy's going to want to go so stiff, you know, yeah. like, cause it's cause yeah. much faster. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, Hey, we're going to have, uh, LaPaglia and Rhino on later. Did you happen to see that, uh, dust up? Yeah, I did. It was, <laughs> I mean, obviously I couldn't hear what went on or what right. the uh, exchange, but, uh, it looked like a pretty good one. It, it kind of looked like me and J-Law back in at that Hangtown. Oh, that was good too. Yeah. That was that Where was he good used too. his front wheel as a weapon. Yeah, yeah. That was... yeah. Have you been on the elliptical, Mathis? <laughs> no, no. Hey, let's I, take a call. Hey, hey. Let's take a call. Hey, it's the subject. No, no, let's not. Let's hey, not I, I can tell you right now that the elliptical is a, elliptical. Whatever it is, is a coat rack. The dogs freaking lay their heads on the pedals, and it could be. It, and the the cup holders have cokes in them. Don't worry about it. Diet diet or a cherry coke. Don't worry about All it. All right. Well, what about what? What about your vivid alarm system? Vivid alarms. I got it. You got one too. How is I it? I got one. I know. You need to get the cameras in the thermostat sensor, bud. That's the way to go. I think. Is it? Do you have that? I have that. Yeah, it's good. They're on the. They're on as a show sponsor, and it's so when I leave, when I go out of town, my wife feels safer with the alarm, you know, uh, because she doesn't want to well, get raped. Uh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah, we got it out at the farm. Yeah. Um, the things. Sweet. Um, yeah. Uh, I personally haven't actually used it yet because we obviously we haven't been gone. Casey's yeah, Casey, Casey lives there. So. But no. uh, yeah, the, the whole the whole deal, the the little handheld. Uh, Dude, you control your phone. Loop. Yeah. No. It's, yeah, exactly. It's it's like it's good stuff. Yeah, and people can go through on Pulpomex and click on the banner and save themselves some money by getting a oh, really? home automation system. Oh yeah. Hey, who who hooked you up with that, Bro Show, Mike? Everybody's right. Right. Every, everybody, everybody's buddy, Mikey. Yeah, that guy's awesome. Yeah. Hey, um, he's cool. You just can't uh, like can't he gets all butter. Yeah. He gets all butthurt when I talk when I call him out. But he's a good dude. I, I jack with him, and he gets all mad. He'll text me, "Why do you got to say that?" But I, I was just I, I like because you're with Kenny him. and you say anything. Exactly. Uh, let's take some more calls for RV here. We got Dan. Dan, you there? Yeah, I'm here. Is this What's Dunes, up? Is this Dunes, Dan? Yep. Yeah. Hey, good ride, number two. Uh, seems like the more mad you get, the faster you go. I love it. Anyway, question is, is on this sponsorship on the podium. I just wish AMA or those guys would just go ahead and put, like, a, a, a when they flash your name of what you did, they can put your sponsors down below, and you can talk about what you want to talk. Well, not that you don't want to talk about them, but you can have more time to talk more about the race and, and stuff like that. What do you think about that? I mean, that would be a good idea. That has to be something, obviously, discussed between uh, the TV crew and our sponsors. Um, but that's the thing is, is sometimes you don't even get um, – they'll ask you a question that, that doesn't lead you into thinking yeah. your sponsors or anything about your sponsors. So then you either got to – you can't answer their question if it's short on time. Um, actually, luckily, this, this outdoor season, we have, we have actually quite a bit of time on the on camera. Put them all in there. But, uh, you know, if there's not, you just have to not answer their yeah. question. And then all your sponsors in that because they sponsor you for a reason. And the reason is to, to promote their, promote, promote them and, and thank them on the podium. So 
you know, sometimes we just got to forget what they say and just thank them. And it, yeah. Know, yeah. People, people are calling. It'd just, people it'd just are, be nice if they could, uh, it'd be nice if they could just post them. And I think they get more advertisement out of it because you could see it. Yeah, and most I, of the time, you guys are trying to get off there, and you are tired. But that would be nice if they could do that. They'd help their sponsors, and they'd help you. All right, thanks, Dan. thanks Dan. See you back. Hey, right. you know what? The thing yeah, is, that was a good idea. That was a good idea. That was, Instead of calling and wagging on me. Yeah, that was a great idea. Some of, the, some of the questions that you get asked aren't great either. Like, how is it? Like, Ryan, you got second uh, behind Ryan Dungey. How was it? Like, I, I don't know. I, just, I, I feel like Aaron doesn't do a great job of leading you guys in all the time. Uh, you know what? It, it, I, I would agree with you, but on the other end, they give each guy on the podium plenty of time to talk about their race, and at the end, it's 10 seconds to thank their sponsors. Right. You know? What are they supposed to go? Yeah, yeah. I want to thank that's Kawasaki. Why just, that's for why the, you got to rattle them off. Yeah, exactly. Sure I want to thank Kawasaki for their motorcycles. <laughs> I want to thank, you know, Dunlop for the great tires. I want to thank, right. you know what I mean? I mean, it's just, it's it's pathetic it really is it's, right. it's really lame but you got i mean it's part of the business and they they pay the bills so it has to be done but i like that idea with running you know a, a ticker underneath it with you know, with the sponsors for each guy that maybe that could be something for the future maybe they never even thought about that or maybe it's going to cost them more money and it won't happen yeah <laughs> more uh, than likely uh, hey uh ratray's down there right now yep how's that going uh him and weimer obviously weimer's down there all the time. Um, and how's Ratchet? How's that going? No, I mean, everything's going good. Um, I mean, he likes it. Just, uh, it's just. Uh, I mean, it's funny having him around. You know, just uh, for the South African, you can always make fun of him, and and what he <laughs> says is is uh, a bit different. <laughs> right. Um, uh, you it's, got, it's good having him around. Do you guys do the whole thing where he starts first, then Weimer goes, and then you go? Yeah, we actually did that today, and and we'll end up doing that tomorrow too. Yeah. Does Weimer get him? Um, you, actually, I we we gave today we we gave pretty big that so we did, actually didn't we didn't get any of each other. Like oh, I didn't okay. get Jake. Jake right. didn't get him because the gas was pretty big. Oh, okay. Um. Yeah. Because uh, that's you know what these guys do a lot of times. Uh, when Alessi went out to Reedy's place a couple weeks ago, they had Burner start first, then Mike, and then Reed. But Alessi couldn't get by Burn. <laughs> <laughs> he was getting roosted. It's <laughs> very upset. So, uh, good times on that. Eventually, Alessi went first and then Burn. So, uh, let's take some more questions here. What do we got? Uh, Nash. Gentlemen. Gentlemen. You got a question for me? What's going RV? on? What's going on? You got a question RV. for Ryan Villapoto? RV. The, yeah. Okay. It's Mr. And first Mil of all, Mr. anybody that is asking or telling RV what to say on the podium is a clown. RV, you dominate, and that's all we want to see, and we love it when you do it. So keep doing what you ever do on the podium. It sounds fine. Everybody else is clown. Yeah, but one thing you got to realize about Nash is he sucks up to every rider that's on our show. <laughs> that's not true. That is not true. Nash, it's, when have it's, you it's, ever it's, called it, in and not told the rider that they're the best thing ever? Have you ever listen, been critical? All I'm saying is this. People were calling the show and saying he should do this and he needs to do that. All I'm blah, saying blah, is blah. I love watching a guy ride. He hammers. He can say, I love tiddlywinks on the podium. I don't give a rip. Just keep doing what he's doing. Okay. Like he's, like he's getting paid. That's all I'm saying. All right, Nash. I'm sorry. Uh, I, was I don't know. <laughs> I love it, uh, RV. The real question I have for you is, what what goes through your head like three quarters of the way through the moto? I mean, it's kind of a stupid question on my part, but 
you know, curiosity. Well, well, I mean, it depends, it depends on the position you're in. If you're winning and you know you have a have a lead, then it's then it's just keep putting in the laps and, and hopefully you have enough of a gap that you can gauge them and actually see where they're at. Um, like Colorado this weekend, first moto, I could see where, where Gunji was and it's just maintaining that. And, and mm-hmm. you know, that's mm-hmm. comfortable. If you're like I was in the second moto, it's just, um, it's just trying to keep putting in the laps and stay with him. And hopefully, um, you know, later on in the moto, you'll be able to make a move. Um, unfortunately this weekend for me, um, you know, he just, it seemed like I was quicker on one part of the track and he was quicker on the other. And the other part of the track where he was quicker than me, um, was mm-hmm. a little bit bigger part of the track and he was able to get me a little bit more. Yeah, you had, um, and you... then there's also lappers and you got to make sure that you think that you, okay, we got to get around lappers quick. We, you know, you can't lose mm-hmm. time doing that and it's yeah. in the right line, things like that. You had him on the front part of the track this week. Yeah, 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 like mechanics area yeah, around all, the, all that at the start there, and then yep. all that other like that, that side there. That's all I ever used um, to ask of my rider. What? Okay. That's all I used to ask of my rider. I don't care how fast you are on the track, but at least when you come by the mechanics area with all my peers, just be fast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I care about. Just make it look like you're fast. Just make it. Yeah, <laughs> my guy used to cut the track. He used to cut the track for me, dude. So he'd be up there. No. It was awesome. And was that when you ran a big bore or, or not? Yeah, we ran big bore. Okay, oh. and he was cutting the track. What, whatever it took, right. dude. Right. Whatever it takes. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Nash. All right, see you guys. Bye. See you. Uh, hey, you got time, Ryan, or are you over it? Do what? You got time to do this, or are you done? I don't know. Are we done? <laughs> no. If you want to be. You yeah, know, you, it's up to you. If you want to be. All right. Well, I mean, it is 9.56, 10 o'clock. Let's go. A couple more callers. Come on. Elvin's going to get pissed. Oh. You're not in bed by, right. ten, by 10. A couple more callers. John, you there? What's up? It's John from Baltimore. What's up, John? How are you? Good. RV, uh, I want to congratulate you on joining the elite group of people who have shit their pants in public. It's a very <laughs> elite group. Yeah. Your, uh, your membership card is in the mail. It gets you discounts at Waffle Houses and Walmart, stuff like that. Anyway, right. just, wanted, just wanted to uh, – my question for you was – you seem like a guy that has to kind of hate his competition. You know, I mean, I've seen you in interviews when you were a kid, and you were like, oh, Chad Reed's awesome. And, you know, lately I've seen you criticize him for stuff that you thought was, you know, bullshit or whatever. So that's what I like about you is you, you don't really pull any punches and you, you talk about, you know, how you feel, and it doesn't matter who it is. Is that just what you do to get yourself in the mindset to be competitive against somebody or – you know, is that a tactic of yours, or are you just like a, you know, open book and you you say what you want to say? Or, I mean, I've seen yeah. you criticize Dungey too, and I think that's awesome because he's such a goody two shoes guy on the surface. It be he seems like a guy that would be hard to be mad at, but you seem to pull it off. All right, what so. do you think? What do you think, Garvey? Uh, I mean, you know, I, I I try not to. I mean, doesn't doesn't get me anywhere by just straight up just calling him out and talking shit, you know, about about each of the riders, but, um, I mean, yeah, I mean, you, to a certain extent you can say, you know, kind of how you feel or what you think, um, and I think that's what I kind of do, but I try to keep it, I guess, politically correct, you know, and yeah. not look like an ass, but uh, I think that's what we all try to do, you know, you just don't completely throw them under the bus, but, you know, kind of say how you think it is, um, and, I mean, I guess that's just kind of how I do it, I guess. Uh, yeah, I think you, I think you do a good job with that. You you straddle a fine line. You're not cookie cutter guy, who's you know everything is great, 
like Tits's hero, Ryan Dungey, who I'd like to see more out of, to be honest. And you're not a guy that's like like a you know any of those older guys that call the riders out all the time. You're not like that either. I think you're you're pretty good. You play it pretty well. That's from a media and, guy. Yeah. And Mathis is the media, so he would know. Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, all right. Thanks. Thanks, John. See you. All right. Um, yeah. No, I think you're good. I, I think you're, I think some of the stuff that you tell me just in private would be really hilarious to put in noise quotes, you know, in Racer X. But I'm not. I'm not going to do that. So. Yeah. Probably. Probably not. No, it's not a good <laughs> idea. But but it is pretty funny. Um, yeah. I got a question for you. Some mm. people are are wondering about your lady's Twitter pic. I've never seen it. I guess it's yeah. a picture of you kissing her hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What about it? What do they want to know? What do they want to know now? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. They, they just want to know what that's all about. And I said, well, it sounds like to me it's, it must be he's in love with a woman. What can I tell you? He, and she's proud of it, and he's proud of it. What, what's your comment? Are you over it? No. Uh, well, I, I didn't know there was uh, an issue. <laughs> I, that, well, uh, it's an engagement photo, so that's mm-hmm. what the photo is. Um, Say no more. That's it. When do you get when are you get married? That's a pretty good topic to to bring out. That's pretty. That's I, I should say. That's really something to really focus in on. Is the photo, dude? You know how fans are. You know let's, how people let's are. Let's focus in on this one, dude. I, I know. I, I know. I love it. What, so yeah, it, what, I, it's October first. When's the wedding, dude? I, open your ears, bruh. October first. October first. Oh, ah, okay. Where at? Where is it at? Uh, I can't give it away because everybody will show up. I wonder if my now. It's it's in Laguna. Nice. Yeah, that that is that is pretty good. Um, I think I got married in Laguna. And you're not invited, Mathis. Right on. That's awesome. Hey, dude, I went to sure. Brian Deegan's wedding. He got married in the backyard in Corona. That's nice. <laughs> <laughs> that was before the big money, though. All right. Hey, RV. Thank you for uh, for coming on the show, man. I, I appreciate it. Um, good good job this weekend. And uh, all right. And I think you'll do good at Redbud, and um, yeah, let's let's see how this thing unfolds in this summer. Uh, the, the top three guys, you guys all seem should be should be good. Hey, Rhino. So, hey, Ryan. So, uh, last question for me. So, if you're getting married, are you gonna be are you gonna ride that uh, the monster thing? We'll soon to find out. Okay, I like that. Million dollars, dude. If you if you win, that'd be a pretty nice gift. Wow, that'd be awesome. <laughs> that'd be a nice. That'd be a great honeymoon. Honeymoon party. But really, though, is a million dollars, does it really matter to RV? I mean, he's got so much money already. Shut up. What? I'm just saying he won the Supercross <laughs> title. <laughs> All right, buddy. Hey, thanks for coming on. Appreciate it. All right. See ya. All right, see ya. Ryan Villapoto on the show, Pulp Mac Show, presented by BTOsports.com. We're going to take a commercial and then come back with Michael LaPeglia to, uh, to tell us about uh, – his mammoth weekend so thanks for listening stick around Uh, we'll be back in uh, eight minutes thanks for listening to the pulp mx show presented to you by btosports.com with steve mathis and kenny watson keep in mind this show will inform you enlighten you and will enrage you all at the same time please take precautions Whatever you need for your bike or body, BTOsports.com is your destination as we carry all the leading brands. BTO has you covered with the best selection, best service, and best prices around. Make sure to punch in that code M-A-T-T-H-E-S and any order over 100 bucks gets a Mathis-sized discount. BTOsports.com is proud to be on board the Pulp MX show and make sure to check us out on the web at BTOsports.com. 
Check out our current special for free shipping on all international orders over $799. Works Connection has been around 22 years, providing top quality protection for your bikes, which includes our quick adjust clutch perches, work stands, and skid plates. We're proud sponsors of the Rockstar Makita Suzuki, as well as Hardin Huntington, and many other teams competing on the highest level. From Steve Lamson in 1990 to Ryan Dungey in 2011, we've got you covered with top-notch products made right here in the U.S. of A. Check out our website at worksconnection.com, and when you order, enter Pulp MX for a 20% off discount. As a motorcyclist, one will have certainly come across the name AGV, most probably because Valentino Rossi, one of the world's fastest and most talked about racers, wears them religiously. Well, the legendary Italian helmet brand, which started manufacturing helmets in 1947, has decided to return to our sport with two motocross helmets, the MTX and the new AX8. The AX8, with its carbon Kevlar fiber shell, has a sleeker, more aggressive styling, amazing cooling and ventilation, and only weighs 1,500 grams. This helmet has been developed and used by Gautier Paulin, Travis Pastrana, Davey Millsaps, and 2008 MX1 world champ, David Philipparts. The AX8 retail price starts at $349. You can check them out at all Parts Unlimited dealers or directly at agv.com. In 1973, Don Emler started FMF in his Hawthorne, California garage. 38 years later, that garage is a 90,000-square-foot state-of-the-art manufacturing facility where, proudly, everything is still produced 100% under one roof using only the best American material. The only thing more important to us at FMF than winning is our customers. So here's a big thanks to our fellow riders for giving us the 2010 Reader's Choice Award in every major U.S. motorcycle publication. It's the passion that drives us, so thanks for making us number one. FMF, built in the USA, proven on the track. Hey everybody, I just want to take a time out to talk about uh, one of the newest sponsors on the show, and that's uh, Vivint Alarms. Uh, I'm here with my wife, uh, Pookie. Pookie, um, how do you feel about the new alarm system we got? I'm digging it. Do you feel safer at home? Yes, I definitely feel safer when I'm sleeping home alone because you've left me yet again. Yeah, I know, guys. If you're worried about your bikes, your gear, your tools, or maybe your wife, uh, don't worry about that. The perfect solution is a company called Vivint Alarms. Vivint is one of the largest security and home automation companies in North America, and their products are cool. When I leave for an event, I can lock and unlock my house from my phone. I can check in on my gear using the video cameras and live video feed. It's uh, it's pretty sweet, huh, honey? Yeah, it's cool to um, use the camera during the day and watch you when you're sitting at home on the couch working. Yeah, I bet that's awesome. Yeah, me and my friend Susan spy on you all the time at work. And uh, seeing as we have four precious dogs, and uh, they don't, they're probably not able to fight off any criminals that come in. Yeah, they're not saving me from anything. Yeah, exactly. So, hey, guys, if you want to check it out, the best part is it's super affordable and it's super cool. Uh, never mind the, uh, the the safety aspect of it. Just the home automation itself is sweet with the with the temperature controls, the locks, the lights, the cameras, so forth. It's uh, normally $198 activation fee, but for Pulp MX listeners, you can get the whole package installed for only 99 bucks up front. If you want to learn more, visit vivent.com forward slash Pulp MX. Vivint.com forward slash Pulp MX. 
Pookie, you're welcome. Stamp it. Over four decades, O'Neill is proud to support top racers worldwide, including the Moto Concepts Yamaha Racing Team in the U.S. Supercross and Outdoor National Series. In 2010, O'Neill worked with top racing professionals, including Grant Langston, Tim Ferry, and Ricky Dietrich, in developing its all-new 2011 line. O'Neill's hardware line is the toughest money can buy and has been critically acclaimed for durability, fit, form, and function by Motocross Action Magazine. Hardware pants and jerseys are designed to function while putting you ahead of the pack in fast-forward fashion. When it's time to gear up, check out O'Neill.com or an authorized O'Neill dealer near you. The next time you need to get your bike dialed, Think about contacting JGRMX for all your engine and suspension modifications. Joe Gibbs Racing jumped feet first into Supercross and Motocross a few years ago, and using their state-of-the-art engine and suspension dynos, they are able to provide you with the best mods out there. Using what they learned from team riders like Davey Millsaps, Justin Brayton, and Cooper Webb, JGRMX can get you and your bike to the top level. Look for an announcement soon for the all-new amateur motocross team. Check them out on the web at JGRMX.com. JGRMX is a semi-proud sponsor of the Pulp MX Show. With over 20 years of experience in the graphic design and motocross industries, Tech One Designs has the expertise you need to make your bike look like the pros. Offering a variety of semi-custom and fully custom graphics for your bike, Tech One Designs delivers just what you need at the prices you want, with backgrounds starting as low as $29.99 and full graphic kits from $149.99. As a proud sponsor of the Pulp MX Show and its dedicated listeners, we want to show our support by offering 15% off your next order. So go to tech1designs.com today and enter the discount code PULPMX15 at checkout to save money today. Brand goggles are the result of over 25 years of experience in the eyewear business, and the product has been race proven at the highest levels. For 2010, X Brand has Michael Essi, Moto Concepts Yamaha, Josh Strang, and many others wearing the Gox and Gox Liquid Performance eyewear. X Brand goggles are exclusively distributed by MTA. Check out our complete line of goggles at your local dealer or at thexbrand.com. Welcome to the Pulp Mix Show presented by BTOsports.com. We are in the 7 o'clock hour, so that means only one thing. This show is brought to you by BTOsports.com, one of the leading online moto retailers. Free international shipping, any order over $7.99. Check them out at BTOsports.com. Uh, like Kenny said, they got a big thing at Mammoth going on, and uh, they're the good guys. X-Brand Goggles, choices of Michael Lessi, Josh Strang, many others. They have a line of Gox Goggles. Uh, kids are adults, coolest colors out there. Check them out at TheXBrand.com. 
JGRMX, one of the good guys in the pits. Not only do they provide the motors and suspension for riders like uh, Davey Millsaps and Brayton, they do amateurs. They do bikes other than Yamahas. They got it all. Suspension dynos, motor dynos, you name it. They got it. Check them out at JGRMX.com. Tell them uh, Kenny Watson sent you, and Koi will give you a discount. FMF Racing, the pipe of choice for teams like Monster Kawasaki as well as JGRMX. Nudge, nudge, wink, wink. They've been around forever, and everyone knows the name of FMF and what it stands for. Some pros to amateurs, they've been there. Uh, they've given everyone a power boost along the way. All the systems and mufflers are made right in the USA. Check them out on Facebook, Twitter, FMFRacing.com. Thank you to those guys for stepping up for the show. Our next guest, we're going to go right into it, is uh, Michael LaPaglia. Michael, uh, what's going on, man? Thanks for coming on the show. Yeah, you're welcome. How are you guys doing? Uh, we're good. Yeah, thanks. Uh, I'm Steve Mathis. Kenny Watson's here. Um, uh, you have certainly uh, caused a little bit of controversy, I would say, on the internet. Um, first of all, let's just talk about your mammoth. How was it? Uh, you know, it went okay. You know, aside from the uh, the whole thing with Ryan. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, my riding was good. I felt fast and, and you know, like always, enjoyed the track, enjoyed the people of Mammoth. Yeah. Um, wasn't quite as prepared as I would have liked to be. Um, you know, it would have been great if I could have battled, you know, the entire moto with Ryan and, and mm-hmm. uh, Bogle and, and uh, Palouf and all the guys up front. But, right. uh, you know, I was really happy. You know, I, I ride part-time. <laughs> work full-time you know i usually only ride once maybe even you know once every couple of weeks so mm-hmm. it was really uh it was really fun to go out there and and to be able to at least keep keep the pace for a couple laps so yeah uh, it's motivating next year i'll come back in better shape and try to uh run with the amateur kids <laughs> hey were you surprised hey this is kenny hey were you surprised with uh like those amateur kids because i mean I I ne- I never even heard of those kids and i thought like you and ryan and blows and some of the guys that that I knew their names would be up there, and then I seen these kids coming. I'm like, "Who are these guys?" And they were fast. Yeah, no, no, yeah, I was, I was, uh, I was definitely impressed. I have to say, the most impressive kid all weekend was Justin Hill, hands down. Um, in the intermediate class, he was, he was unstoppable. But as far as Bogle and Palouf and uh, you know Dylan Epstein and and some of the other amateur kids, I was certainly impressed. I definitely thought that, uh, like Timmy Wiegand, myself, Ryan would have the upper hand because Mammoth is such like a, like a, um, acquired riding style. You know, you kind of learn the lines over the years and you have them in your back pocket. And I thought that would work to our advantage, but, uh, clearly, clearly did not. So I was, uh, thoroughly impressed with, with the speed of all the kids and and really the conditioning of them too, because Bogle was able to go out there and, and lay down, you know, 26 hard minutes yeah. um, at, a, at a high altitude like that. So the, that was cool. The, uh, yeah, I don't know if you were listening to the show before, but Kenny dropped uh, Hill as also very, very impressive to him. So. Hey, just yeah. to, get, to bring you up on this, Mathis. Yeah, I'm La, up on it. LaPaglia, you're not up on this one, dude. Okay. I guarantee you. All right. LaPaglia brought tool time out of retirement Whoa. as his mechanic. Whoa. <laughs> tool That's time. Right. That's right. Tooley was out there, dude. I did. I did. Tooley's been, you know, he's been a longtime friend. You know, I've been a Suzuki guy as right. long as I can remember. And, you know, Tooley was there back in the days of, uh, you know, Ben Riddle, Jerry Dossel, uh, uh, Shane Bass, the, yeah. you know, the Millsides, Heplers, all those guys. So, um, you know, Tooley was, was hanging out at the house, and my, my dad called him up and said, hey, come out and help us out of Mammoth, and he was all about it, so. Tully's uh, um, always you know, down for that. Every, yeah, everyone, everybody loves tool time, so we had a good time. It was fun. Hey, did Tully yeah, throw out the fishing rod out at all? What's that? Did he go fishing at all? Oh, yeah. No, he brought his fishing pole. He went fishing. I think the rivers were flowing too hard. No, no fish were biting, uh, you know, this early into summer. Um, 
but he did bring him out and attempt it, but no luck. We we didn't have any fresh fish. Hey, did what's your? Do you have any plans of racing Supercross this year, or did you? No, did you... no, no plans. Um, you know, I, I work I work at North County Sand and Gravels as a full time employee. I have have for two years, and uh, have no plans on racing Supercross or outdoors. Um, you know, Mammoth, my favorite track. Uh, I love the people up there. Mike Colbert and Laurie put it on. I've mm-hmm. uh, been friends with for a long time. So um, I just come out of, I guess you'd call it, uh, retirement, um, quitting the, the sport just to come race. So no plans of Supercross. Right. You know what? Uh, I overheard uh, Mike talking to your dad. Um, they have a. Are you guys going to go up there and do some, like, renovations on the track, like get all the rocks out of it or something? Is that what I hear? Yeah, well, you know, our business, we're in the sand and gravel business. Part of it is uh, is mining. We're, we, we mine aggregate, and we have a lot of equipment to screen and process, uh, you know, material, we call it. So we are trying to get, not permission, Mike Colbert's working on getting things passed with the U.S. Forest Service to allow us to come up there. Um, pretty much scrape off two to three feet of the track surface, run it through, process it through a screen, um, sift out all the rocks, anything we're thinking like a half inch and above, and then place the dirt back uh, back on the track so it's um, not rock-free, but, you know, right. 90% better. <laughs> better. It would be great. We're trying to, uh, trying to make it happen. I think, I think uh, throughout, the, throughout, I mean, this was like, what was it, Mammoth's 40th year or 40-something yeah, 40. year? Yeah, and I think after that many years of racing and just pushing dirt and, you know, it's it needs something. I mean, it's not like it used to be. Like, everyone go up there and it was like chocolate cake the whole time. It, exactly. it, it, if you don't get a start there, you're you're screwed. You're, you're pretty much yeah. – it's pretty much one line. And just like you said, you have to know the lines. You can't – like, Bloss never been there before. And he just un- couldn't understand why guys on on – 250s were blowing by him, and I'm like, dude. First of all, you're sitting down going up the uphill. You know, you're 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 trying to cover the inside lines, and guys are just swooping around you. And it's definitely an acquire. You know, like you said, you have to have you know the, the lines, and you have to acquire the lines, and you have to hold on to those forever. And I think with yeah. you guys going to do that to the track, it's going to bring a lot of people back because I know a lot of people are like, ah, it's fun to go up there, but the right. track is getting beat, um. burned out. Hey, Michael, let's talk about this brouhaha with uh, with Rhino that's uh, gone viral all over the internet. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, if you haven't seen it, check it out on verbmoto.com. Ryan Hughes and Michael Paglia get into it. What happened before the video? What happened out on the track? Um, you know, basically, I, I got a – that was the worst start I had. I started fifth uh, behind a couple of guys, got past them, saw Ryan on God in the lead, so I kind of had to make some moves and, and got into second right behind them. Um, you know, we drag raced up the finish line and, you know, I think he kind of came over on me, cross jumped me, whatever you want to call it. You know, we view it differently, but it's mm-hmm. not a big deal. You know, it, it is racing. I understand that. So I just kind of came into the next corner and just to kind of let him know I was there, that, right. that I was going to, that I was going to give him my best, I guess. So I came in hot and, and, uh, left him plenty of room. Like I planned on, I kind of planned on him squaring it up and passing me back. And, and, you know, it's just a racer's mentality. And, and that was it. You know, I dogged him for another lap, maybe lap and a half, and mm-hmm. and then he started to stretch me, um, which was disappointing. But um, yeah, that was basically it. You know, he beat me by a pretty solid margin. It wasn't thirty seconds, but it was it was a pretty good margin. <laughs> he beat me by, and yeah. and uh, you know that was that was what got you know I guess got us or him fired up. Got him upset. So uh, obviously you've uh, you regret it. What happened? I mean, did you you know do you? Hey, the rumor, the rumor is, this is what I heard from people that were there. I mean, I was there, but I didn't even 
Yeah. I, I didn't know what happened, but someone said that you just went by and like tapped him, like tapped the rear fender and gave him like thumbs up, like good ride. And then he, then I seen what happened where when you were riding by and he yelled at you or whatever. Did did you make any like? Did you tap him or did you go, hey, good ride or nothing, or did you just mind your own business and he just called you out? Um. <laughs> well, no, I did. I, I rode by and I, and I and I tapped his rear his rear tire and and you know gave him thumbs up, kind of held it over my helmet like good mm-hmm. ride and. And, uh, you know, that was it. So when I was turning around, kind of looking at him, like, right. giving thumbs up, it was when, you know, he waved me back and, and then, you know, we let, saw, the, uh, yeah. let the drama begin. <laughs> do, do, do you regret it at all? Or, or do you, do you, 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 stand, you still, oh, still agree with everything oh, that went on? I mean, absolutely. I mean, you know, it's uh, above all, you know, I know a lot of people are, you know, all excited about it, whether they side with me or Ryan, but, you know, I totally regret it. It's not, it's not my image. It's, it's not who I am, and, uh-huh. and for all the people that, that know me, all the friends in the industry, which you know seems like to be 90% of the people, right. um, that's not me at all. I'm, I'm about as mellow as they come, and, and you know, I wish, uh, I wish I was getting this many hits on YouTube for, for how well I wrote rather than, <laughs> rather than the fight I got in with Ryan Hughes. Yeah, yeah, um, no, I, I guess. Yeah, it, it, definitely, it definitely made it, uh, made it interesting. I know my Twitter and email was blowing up, and... Yeah, what's been the reaction from uh, people, uh, industry, or or just your friends? Well, I mean, you know, like I said, you have people that that love it or hate it, and you know, I don't. It's you know, it's black and white. You know, either either you're a Rhino fan, you're not a Rhino fan. (laughs) Right, right. You either think Lapagli is cool, or you think he's a pussy for leaving his helmet on. So, um, (laughs) you know, I've kind of you know, I've gotten a lot of all of it, but. You know, like I said, it's not something that I'm proud of. And like Ryan said, you know, we've known she's known me since I've been a little kid. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, we go way back. And, and it was just our tempers flaring. We're men. We got done racing. I was pissed because he smoked me. He was pissed because he thought I came, came in and T-boned him. Right. So we butted heads and, and went at it. So, the, um, But the funny thing is, is, is uh, and I mean, I, and we're going to have Ryan on later uh, to talk about it too. But, the, I mean, Ryan Hughes has a reputation and I think deserved that he rides very aggressive on practice days uh, out of Glen yeah. Helen. Um, you know, there's many, many guys over the years that have been like, yeah, dude, he parked me for no reason and this and that. So people found it funny that, you know, you gave him a little bit of a rub and he got pissed, but he's been known to do that. Right, Kenny? I mean, yeah, stand, he, stand I with mean, me here. I mean, <laughs> he, I mean, I, I, that's what I thought was funny. He was getting mad at LaPaglia for something that, come on, he's done a lot to guys. That's sort of my point. Dude, I, I, I mean, I, I know Ryan a long time, too, and he, he's, you know, when I talked to him about coming on the show, you know, he was telling me, I go, so, hey, how do you think, your, you know, your, the whole Mammoth deal went? And he was like, you know, I rode, you know, eight classes or whatever it was or four class or six classes, and I rode 140 laps, and I, I won four, and I got second in a couple, and he goes, I only got into one fight. So I, and, and, you know, and he's just like, you know, that's, that's Rhino though. He, he's aggro, you know, most guys wouldn't have done that to Mike, you know, they wouldn't have like, you know, they wouldn't even have said one word to him, Right. but you know, he's, he's Ryan Hughes. And, and, you know, I think yeah. Michael was like, he said, he came off the track, he was pissed. He was, you know, he was a racer. He was there to do his best and, you know, things he might've said, he wished he probably didn't say, but you know, he was pissed and you say a lot of things when you're right. mad. And I think that was what. The personal stuff that he said that maybe Ryan felt like that's it, you know, you're calling me out. This is my personal <laughs> business. If it, it was right or wrong, and the guy got heated, and they did what they had to do, man. They're they're grown men. I like how they lean their bikes against each other before they started fighting. 
Yeah, you know what the funny yeah. thing was? I like the <laughs> whole thing. My 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 funny like I laughed the hardest is after you guys get up out of the dirt and you guys get separated and you're walking away and he's like, What's your problem, dude? <laughs> I was like, Wait, you called him over, Rhino. <laughs> you, you know? You called him yeah. over and then went and then when But you know, yeah. I mean I know I know back in the day you got it like I like I don't know you, but I've seen you, and I've always looked at like I've never like thought that you were that guy. Well, hold on, though. He, didn't you fight Josh Grant at Glen? Uh, yeah, well, that was a different story too. <laughs> <laughs> well, I remember something about that. You, you. So maybe you are a fighter. No, I'm kidding. I mean, look at the hours. Yeah, 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 silent, yeah. silent but deadly. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. The silent assassin. That one too. <laughs> uh, uh, what did dude, you, you should post that too. Maybe we will get you some MMA stuff, dude. Who knows? Yeah. No, no, no. I know all about that. I don't want to. Do that. <laughs> maybe, I'm just kidding. I'm maybe just kidding. Evans. Maybe Feld is looking for a new Tyler Evans. You could rip your shirt off and stuff. <laughs> there we go. I could pass out fake money. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. Hey, uh, what about leaving your helmet on? Did you think about taking an offer? Was it just in the heat of the moment? You were just like, I want to, I want to, I want to fight this guy right now, and screw that. Well, no, I mean, I mean, it's funny. That, that seems to be the thing I'm catching flack for. But no, I mean, I never even thought about taking it off. We hopped off our bikes, and before he came around his bike, we were swinging. There, right. I was swinging at least, or however it works. So yeah, there yeah, was, yeah. you know, there was no hesitation. Like, <laughs> hey, wait a second, let me pull my helmet off. This is fair, <laughs> so we can, so we can both bleed. Well, see, <laughs> like uh, I'm Canadian, and, and in hockey. When they, there's, it's such a long-standing tradition, they take their helmets off before they fight. But that's because everybody uh, expects to fight in hockey. Dude, I thought, like, when they told me he yeah. fought, like, most guys, like, Kyle Lewis was world famous for this. When someone would, when he would fight people and they had their helmet off and they were standing toe-to-toe, like, nose-to-nose, yeah. he would just headbutt them with the visor and just split their nose <laughs> up. And I seen that and I'm like, uh-oh, uh-oh. And then if one guy has a helmet on, the other guy usually grabs him by the mouth guard and spins him around. <laughs> And, yeah, uh, well, I have to say that was that was. I mean, I didn't have a second thought about you know taking my helmet. Right. I didn't think about that at all. The one thing I worried about, though, I was like, great, he's gonna grab me by the face mask, and I'm gonna be done. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. everybody knows. If as soon as you grab somebody there, you're right. you're over. Uh, let's take a call here, uh, Sinjin. You there? Yeah. Hey. What's up, man? You, how's subway? Hey. How's subway tonight? We'll see. Yeah, I know. I'm working right now. I have a 30 minute break. Okay, Kenny. Uh, I, to be honest with you, I thought you were just going to flip me off, and I didn't really feel like driving that long. I really wasn't going to go until last minute. I didn't feel like wasting the gas, and then I thought you would just maybe flip me off. I would have. I, I would have. Good call. Yeah, and like, I'm, like and that, I didn't really feel like driving five hours for that, but <clears throat> I mean, it was only for two days. But my question is, uh, hey, Lefaglian, when you like walked away from the fight, it sounds like some guy said like, ra- like you're racist or it's c- because you're racist. You know what I'm talking about? What? Uh, racist? Yeah, uh, no, listen. No, no. That was. Uh, I think you said. I think you said you're. You were just racing. You were just racing. Oh, okay. Yeah, because so I thought you said it racist. I didn't hear. Yeah. What, what do you think? Uh, he's a member of the Ku Klux Klan or something? Yeah, who, and what? He's racist against rhinoceroses, and therefore he wanted to fight. I, I didn't understand it either. Uh, and uh, yeah. wait, Steve, did you get my Twitter about? Uh, did you, have you heard anything with Darren Durham riding for a rock star? Yeah, he test rode the bike today. Um, yeah, it's on the milestone. To uh, maybe ride next year. So, yeah, uh, they're trying to. Uh, okay. I saw that test. Um, All right. So, hey, Sinjin, thanks for the call, buddy. Yeah. See you next year. Keep making footlongs, yeah. bud. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I will be. Uh, <laughs> don't juice in the sauce. Uh, I'm surprised he's still working there. They hey, exactly. This yet. dude right here just called. He works at Subway, and he says that he gets butt cheese. He wipes his butt, and he makes the tuna salad with it. Yeah. <laughs> oh God! That's why I don't eat Subway. Yeah, he yeah. said Subway is the nastiest place. He goes, they change the dates on all their food, like when the when the oh. inspectors come in, that they pull the tags off and write new dates on it. He said, don't eat That's there. Dirty. <laughs> uh, uh, 
Michael. I buy, I, I buy homeless guys in San Diego. Yeah. That's uh, about all. You're, on, to you're <laughs> on the line with Michael Apaglia. Michael's got a question for Michael. Uh, what's going on, Michael? Michael, me, Michael. Yeah. Hey, buddy. How you doing? Good. How are you, man? I, uh, good. Good. I saw the, obviously, saw the YouTube video, and, you know, there was, there was some yelling back and forth, and I overheard you say something about uh, an unpaid debt that Ryan owed your father. So, to keep it light and airy and fun, maybe you were just catching up to him when you were in second trying to T-bone him and maybe collect on a debt, like a mobile collection agency or something. What do you think? <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah, I wasn't. I mean, you know, we're all every pro racer is skilled enough. If, if they want to clean somebody out and, and end their day, they can do it. And, yeah. you know, again, that wasn't that wasn't my intention whatsoever. Um you know, so there was no, there was no uh, trying to collect that. You know, when I threw that out, you know, like I said, we were talking crap back and forth, and and you know, there's a discrepancy back in the day, which you know we're not going to talk about. But you know, so when I threw that out there, I guess I was uh, trying to fuel the fire. <laughs> but no, definitely. Yeah, it's cool. I, you know, I mean, Ryan, Ryan rides rough. He rides aggressive, and you know, he needs yep. to be able to what they say, like pitch and catch. If you're going to ride rough and pinch people off and rub up against people. It's, it comes back around, and cooler heads should prevail, realizing that, don't you think? Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. You know, if uh, you know, if you, if you want to ride aggressive, you know, plan on getting ridden aggressive, and we all race that way. So, yeah, um, and, you know. And, Michael, you're absolutely, you're absolutely right. Uh, we said it earlier. Rhino has to sort of expect that. And also, you're also right, like, hey, you're a good enough rider, Michael Apagli is, that if I want to take you out, I'm going to do it. Watch this. You know what I mean? So you're absolutely right there. Yeah. Um, uh, thanks, Michael, for calling in. All right. Thanks. Good to see you again, Mike. All right. Michael saw you. Uh, hey, any? did you get any penalties or anything? Anything happen? Oh, we lost Michael LaPaglia. Uh, we lost both Michaels. Yeah. Apparently. Can, you, can you get LaPaglia back? Yeah. Um, did you get any penalties? Do you know? No. I don't think. I was supposed to ask uh, him. Oh, yeah. It was a weird deal because. Because their official was there, I think, right? This is what the weird deal was. That was on Saturday. Sunday, they were both in the same heat race. And they lined up literally like oh, right really? next to oh, each I other. Like maybe was... one or two down. And everyone was like building this up. Like yeah, yeah. Rhino's going to take him out. Rhino's going to do this. And I'm like, no, he's not. <laughs> Dude, it's water under the bridge. You know, those guys are done. And if it wasn't. If it was. Five years ago, there would be no YouTube, and it wouldn't yeah. even be on there. No one would even know about it. Yeah, I, I love the uh, I love the verb moto guy. Um, <coughs> I love the verb moto guy. Not uh, not even trying to break it up or anything. He actually got in there closer. You know that that was pretty funny. It, it keeps going straight to voicemail. So I don't know if he's trying to call us back. Uh, or whatever, maybe, but I'll, maybe, I'll keep trying. Yeah, maybe his. Um, yeah, I was gonna. Uh, I was I was gonna ask him if uh, maybe his phone died. Maybe like you know what. People, I mean, because I noticed a lot of people were coming up to him. So, like, if there was any repercussions, like if he was thinking anything to do, like that, if anything was going to go down, if he had it, like uh -huh. any ideas, like, dude, Rhino's this, you know, Rhino's going to come at me, or he was just lined up to go do his thing. And, yeah. did, and a matter of fact, I think he started in front of Rhino that race, and Rhino passed him. So who won? There's three pro classes. Yeah. Uh, 250, 450 Bogle, and open? Bogle, Bogle won both the big bike classes. 450 and open. 450 and open. And um, Jimmy Nelson won the lights class. Jimmy Nelson? Yeah, he rides for Troy Lee. Jimmy Nelson. Okay, so not the old – is that Jimmy Nelson, the old guy from Reno? No, so he's he from – He raced up in Canada? No, Jimmy Nelson – no, no, no. It might, it might be Jesse Nelson. I'm sorry. 
Jesse Jimmy Nelson was the guy who yes. raced him in Canada. Jesse Nelson, he's from like Northern yeah, yeah. California. He's got no thumb. Exactly. The... He pitted right. Him and his mom and his dad they pitted right next to us yeah. on Sunday. Super nice guy, nice family. Mom was super nice. Yeah. And uh, dude, like I, I never even asked him about his thumb because Matt Wallace used to build his bikes when he was an amateur and work with him. And dude, the guy, like he has no thumb and he freaking <laughs> pins it. Yeah, no. I think he, I think he made like a last lap pass for that win too. I think he passed that Plouf kid. Somebody calls you a dummy for not knowing it was Jesse in the chat room. I don't care. Um, hey, before we get Ryan Hughes on the phone. Do you want to listen to the audio? I, I can't get a hold of him. He keeps going straight to voice. Okay, now. yeah. That's all right. We had enough. Let's, uh, <laughs> let's listen to the audio of the fight. This for people who haven't heard it. Let's say. Crossed you, I mean, I have to finish one. I did. I cut back in and cut back in inside. Looked over. Looked over and went right off the left. Oh, whatever, dude. I beat you by 30 seconds, so. That's the best. Dive on me like that, dude. If I wanted to, then I'd hit it, bro. Remember that, right? Oh, yeah? Yeah. You want to start something, dude? Next time you want to start, next time we race? Let's do it. Yeah, tomorrow, dude. Come on. Oh, you dad some money for what? Yeah, bro, the shit he brought you five years ago. What the shit did he brought me? I paid him nine grand, motherfucker. Hey, you're young some money. you, dude. Hey, you're fucking pussy. What? Okay, come on. Lion. Yeah, there we go. There's some Can I make a correction? I guess Bogle won all three. Jesse was leading, and he got passed um, on the lights day, and I, I apologize. I was there, uh-huh. and I turned my back, and I thought he did win, but he didn't win. Oh, Bogle. Is, this, is this how you treat your, your riders Bogle. on your team? You just turn your back and not realize what well, goes on? Well, I turned I mean, my back on my riders in the 250 class since I didn't have one out there. <laughs> I know, I'm just kidding. Yeah. So I'm I didn't. I did not. Did not stay. Was that Lapaglia? Yeah, that was him. Okay. Did you just tell him we're, we're, we? Got, yeah. We gotta move on. Yep. He I'm, said, if you want anything else, we've got his number. Oh yeah. To no, thank you, thank you, Michael Lapaglia, for coming on. He said, yeah, it, that was awesome. Straight. And um, I didn't know that. I, I didn't like. I was kind of wondering we're just where cut he went. Press for time. So let's get Rhino on the phone if you can. Okay. I wonder where he went. I mean, Lapaglia was always one of those guys that was. You know, I think his. I think Do you remember his, he was on WBR Suzuki. Yeah, yeah, he had some good rides. I, I think he his size kind of hindered him a little bit. Um, he well, was always a big kid. Size, and then he rode Suzuki's like he said, and that RMZ 250 when that thing came out when they shared it with Cowies, that was a shitty bike. Yep. And the people at Suzuki and Cowie will tell you that. So you're a big kid. You're on a crappy bike that only Mitch could somehow keep running. If you look at Mitch's history on his team. That year was the one he didn't win any titles with, that bike. Oh, the really? first year they came out, yeah, when they split, you know. So I think his size and that bike didn't help him. But he, he was a technical rider. He could ride Supercross. Yeah, he was good. Right. He was good. Uh, I'm pretty sure he had a few top fives in his career. Right, right. I'm pretty sure. All right, let's get to our next guest, uh, and that would be Rhino Organics. Ryan Hughes, what's up, Rhino? 
Uh, not much. Just uh, sitting in Idaho right now, watching uh, watching the sun go down, listening to some goats. <laughs> oh, nice, nice goats. Yeah, uh, exciting. Yeah, yeah, yeah exciting. Ex- exactly. Hey, thanks for coming on the show, man. I appreciate it. There was a definitely uh, uh, thanks for having me. Lots of talk about about you this weekend. Uh, but before we get to the uh, the throwdown, let's talk about Mammoth. It looked like the vet race went well for you the week before, and this weekend uh, also was pretty good for you. Yeah, you know, the vet race was amazing. Um, you know, I was up against one of the best riders that's ever thrown a leg over a bike, and um, he's kind of been my nemesis my whole life. So, uh, uh, you know, we've been we've been racing since 1987, and uh, we had a we had a battle, man. It was, it was awesome. I mean, Jeremy is an amazing rider, and uh, um, you know, but I came out on top, so I was pumped. I was pumped. You know, um, I still take what I do serious. It, it's still fun to me, and. You know, maybe a lot of people think, oh, you're getting older, you can't uh, be serious or, you know, you can't do that. But I, I don't see that. I still feel like I'm 20, 25 years old and, um, you know, so it's still fun to me. But yeah, I, I can't race at that top level, but not saying that motocross isn't uh, fun, uh, you know, at that still racing. So mm-hmm. it was a good weekend. I had a, had a blast, but uh, definitely wore my ass out. <laughs> yeah. Oh, how old are you now? You got to be 35, 36? Uh, 38 right now. Yeah, 38. So uh, you're racing against a kid like Justin Bogle, who's uh, 17, probably. Uh, you know, yeah, so. I, I don't know how old he was, you know, and I never heard of him much, and you know, I didn't know what to expect. But uh, that kid, you know, I told him after the race, I said, "Dude, you have a bright future. You're, mm-hmm. you are, you're very confident. You're very calm. You're very smooth. You know, and he's, he's going to have a bright future. I don't know if that was, um, you know, one of those races that just was, uh, you know. The Miracle Race, uh, I, I don't know, you know, because I don't know much of him. But what I saw that weekend, I was very impressed. And, uh, you know, yeah, he, he, he kicked my butt, but, um, you know, I kept him in sight, so I was pretty happy. Well, what were your results in the three uh, three pro classes or two? Or uh, let's see, the first one, I got third. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I got third, the, the 252 stroke. Um, that thing was that was so fun. I didn't want it to end. <laughs> <laughs> I, got, I got first in that, and then the last one, I got second. So yeah. I went uh, one Two, three, one, two. I guess in all five classes that I rode. Kenny, so, um, yeah, uh, it, was, it was a long, long two weeks, I guess. Yeah, Kenny, maybe you should have got Rhino to try that KX500 out if he wasn't riding Yamaha. Because <laughs> I mean, no, he did ride a KX500. I think, I think I would have stuck with the, the, the GYTR Yamaha. Dude, I'll tell you what, those... that they, they built was amazing. I think it was so fast. We the cool thing is, is that you know normally you go up there and you're like, shit, man, I have a, a two-stroke. I'm gonna be it's like a it's like a tropical fish, you know. And up at Mammoth, and they they did some jetting down here on, um, you know, down at sea level, and the bike they brought up there, we didn't we didn't open the carburetor one time, huh? nothing. I was blown away. Yeah, yeah, and really. Yeah. That thing, the thing rode. I mean, Kenny probably heard it too. That thing ran good. Barked, barked. Yeah. Well, it's yeah. just if anybody can ride a KX500, Rhino. I mean, I believe you're the last guy to ride one. You know, at the Destinations, whatever, when they weren't even making them anymore. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so maybe, yeah, maybe Blows yeah. could have gone over. <laughs> no, Blows, Blows. <laughs> Plus, wasn't the, that you can't even compare? It wasn't even close. That thing, like I said, it was like uh, the thing turned like a Harley. I mean, it was it <laughs> yeah, was but, it was dangerous. Yeah, that's what we're saying is you can't put a KX500 engine in a a new you know 450 chassis. It just it just it's not going to work. It's not going to be the same. It's almost better just to stick with the 1988 KX500. <laughs> I and agree. And just uh, grit your teeth and hold on. You know. Yeah, it was crazy because you know before we went up there. We were at Pro Circuit, and they were helping us, you know, um, get the bike ready. And uh, we got the bike from Service Kawasaki, Service Honda, and 
the thing was like they were saying, well, Jeff Ward rode one. And I'm like, well, yeah, but, you know, Jeff Ward's gnarly, but he was 50 years old. Blos is like 22. And there's like, I don't care. And I'm like, and we're building the bike. I'm like, how hard could it be? Like the geometry, you just put the engine in it, in, in a frame and go. Well, I, I yeah. take all all that back. There's so much more to it. <laughs> yeah, it is it, bullshit because the thing is, like, all weekend I was kind of struggling a little bit with my front end. Um, I just I just couldn't get the feel I wanted, and it was just kind of pumping up my arms and this and that. And the last the last uh, moto of the day, I said, you know what? Let's let's go get these forks off my bike at the at the condo because they don't have cones in them. And so when they went and got them, and I'm like, oh wait, hold on, shit, we changed them. They do have cones in them. So my mechanic was putting my forks on, and I saw him put them at two and a half, two and a half milli, you know, up into the uh, clamps. And we were running like three and a half milli, so one millimeter difference. And I went out in the main event, and I felt the best I felt all weekend in that last main event, but I just didn't have any more gas. And one millimeter on that Yamaha made all the difference in the world. Hmm. Yeah. And that's how that's how you know things can change is by one millimeter. It's crazy. Right. Crazy. Yeah. I was blown away. Yeah, no, uh, you're right. I've seen it too. Like when I worked for Ferry, uh, I, that's my first reference tonight. But no, he he's come in and been like, "Hey, what's wrong with my forks?" And I've been like, "Nothing, dude. The same spot." And I look at my schedule and say I changed them a millimeter from the moto before, and I forgot or whatever because I'm an idiot. I'll be like, "Oh shit, I didn't put the forks where they were last week." And he's like, "Exactly. I know you didn't because yeah. it does. It works differently." And, <laughs> Yeah, when you when you have when you have, when you can feel a bike so well, you know, one millimeter I can feel even one, two millimeters with sag in the back yeah. and uh you know, I guess when the bike is kinda kinda like almost almost the same as you yeah. you become one with it, yeah. then then you can feel those things. You know, I think when you ride at the level that we can ride at, um, it has to be that way. When you're just kinda just getting on the bike and going for it, well I think that's when people kinda struggle a lot and they don't know where to where to kind of uh point their, their direction at. Right. Well, hey, let's uh, let's get to uh, to this scuffle that's gone viral. I'm sure you've. Uh, I don't know how yeah. much you're on the internet. I don't know how much you look, but yeah, it's definitely the talk of uh, of the the motocross, and even at Lakewood, um, you know, it was. And, and and I was getting twitters and emails and stuff. So you and and we had uh, Lapaglia just on the show right now before you. Um, yeah. um What talk about it from your end of things? Uh, what happened? What went on before the thing? And 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 do you regret uh, everything that went down, or, or you just kind of like whatever? Well, you know, I was watching Lakewood, and it didn't seem like there's really that much action there. So, you know, kind of was a little bit boring. So I said, you know what, our sport needs a little kick in the balls. So I thought I would, uh, you know, add a little excitement to to the sport. You know, and it, it kind of <laughs> yeah. Well, it worked. No, yeah. it, it, you know, it uh, it was just one of those things. You know, we um, we came in the corner. Uh, I passed them, and then I kind of moved over to my line, and I looked over to make sure that um, you know I wasn't cut, you know, wasn't he wasn't there because I knew he was coming on the inside. And then I felt that he made a pretty dive bomb move in a very dangerous corner that was fourth gear wide open. You know, if someone hits me in a in a um, in a slow corner like uh, Chris Ploof did and stuff, it's hey, that's racing, no problem. But when it becomes dangerous, and if you hit me, you can really hurt me. Well, you know that that gets me a little bit mad. So, you know, I, uh, then I put my head down and sprinted out to about twenty thirty second lead. And then after the race, I came in, you know, for the interview, took my helmet off, and then he rolled through. And I just said, "Hey, you know, what was up with that dive bomb move?" And I, you know, as you see on camera, I kind of had a smile on my face. I wasn't, I wasn't, you know, I just asked him, "Dude, really?" And you know, he got in my face a little bit and started kind of pushing my buttons, and that's kind of the worst thing to do is push my buttons. Yeah, and yeah. you know, I, I fired back a little bit, and then you know, he pushed some more buttons, and I didn't want to 
fight. That that's not. It wasn't a big <laughs> enough deal to fight. It just kind of got to that point, and then we got off our bikes, and he hit me, and it kind of shocked me. I was like, "Shit, okay." But wait a minute, he has a helmet on. How am I supposed to hit him with a helmet? Right. And so I just said, "Well, I, I tackled him to the ground, and then I'm thinking, okay, well, come on, people will break it up. I'll just, I was kind of stick yeah. here." People would break it up. No one broke it up. I'm like, damn, okay. And kind of rolled over again, so I grabbed his helmet, and then they broke it up, and that was it. I mean, it was just, it was, it just went out of control for no odd reason. Uh-huh. And, again, I'm the type of person that I'm not going to hold something in. I get a bunch of tweets and this and that about, oh, take it out on the track. But I'm not a premeditated person. I don't wait till tomorrow to, to, to confront you. I don't wait till tomorrow to make something happen. I, I do it today. Mm-hmm. I do it right now. I want to get it off my shoulders. I want to get it out of my chest. I'm the type of person that will fight you and then go buy you a beer. Yeah. That's, that's just the way it is. I, I, I live in the moment. I'm I'm very an intense person. Um, you know, from, you think? from the way I really? eat to, no the way. Way I sleep, to the way I rest to the way I ride. It's just me. That's the way I'm wired. Oh, you know? And if people don't like it, well, then, man, I'm sorry, you know. I, I just don't want to go through life and just go, eh, that was kind of a cool ride. I want to go through life and go, holy shit, I can't believe I made it, you know. Uh, yeah, that's, that's how I want to go through life. Well said. And, uh, yeah, well said. I think. I think everybody can agree that. Yeah, you're you're a very intense guy. No hey, Rhino. I what, when I seen that, the first thought I had was when you and Deegan got into the fight in '95. But I remember <laughs> when you guys fought in '95. Your first move to Deegan was grabbing the helmet. Yeah. And you were you were the aggressor, and you were spinning him around. So as soon as that happened, I told Lapaglia this. I said I was waiting for Rhino because that's your move, well, dude, to grab the face said, mask. He, he was very surprised you didn't grab his helmet. <laughs> Yeah, well, again, it just, it kind of, I just wasn't, I wasn't mad, you know, and it's, it's hard to fight when you're not mad, and, you know, it's it kind of just pushing my buttons, and, you know, maybe a little, I, I don't even know, it's it's almost like I don't even remember it, kind of, because, it, to get me, I, I don't know, I, it, it, it's, it's kind of such a blur, because I wasn't even mad, and when, it's so hard to kind of mm-hmm. get into a fight or a scuffle with someone when you're not even mad, you know? And I'm still not mad. I'm, I'm, I never was mad. I just, I just confronted him with the question, and that's it. And it just kind of, you know, kind of steamrolled. And again, when you're coming off a track, when you're every corner, every lap, you're putting your life on the line, which we do because that, you see people dying all the time in our sport. Um, you, and you come off the track, your heart rate's at 190. Your adrenaline, your, your you know, your emotions, everything is, is about ready to boil over. It's hard not to have things kind of escalate out of control. You know, I mean, I, I went to dinner with the guys at Yamaha, and we watched TV, and there's the 50th biggest fights on in baseball. I mean, these right. guys are coming with each other at baseball bats. I'm like, that <laughs> ah, kind of made me feel better. Uh, uh, <laughs> you hey, know, you know what's it, crazy? it happens in every sport at this, at this level. It's just... You know, and people just want to take it out of control and say, you know, and I got, I get the blunt of it. I get the shit and end of the stick of I'm unprofessional and I'm this and he's a kid and we'll suck the kids. The guy's 25, 26 years old or whatever. But again, I just responded to whatever yeah. happened well, and you know, yeah, it went far and I'm sorry that uh, I didn't put the best message out, but maybe I did put the best message out of kids what not to do. <laughs> hey, Rhino, you know what? Just telling these kids what not to do. I showed you what not to do. <laughs> so for me, I'm kind of like a mirror. I'm going to show you what to do, what not to do off the track, and I showed you what to do on the track because the next day I try, you know, I went out there and tried to, to show everybody that, uh, hey, you know what? I battled for the lead for 20 laps in the heat race in the main event, and I, I lost on both of them, but hey, I gave it everything I fucking had. 
that that's my life, man. That's my life. Hey, Rhino, just think if it was like five years from now, you could have Ryan Hughes' greatest knockouts on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, dude, if it was five years ago, again, I'm not saying that. Uh, you know, I'm not saying that I'm I'm a world championship fighter, and I've never said I can kick any, everybody's ass. I mean, dude, I'll get my ass kicked many times, but I just won't not back down from somebody, and that that's me. Hey, if someone you know challenges me, I'll. I'll give you the shirt off my back, you know, and the guys that I train know that, man. I, I'll do anything for those guys, anything. But you challenge me, and I'll whip you with that shirt. It's just <laughs> the way I am. I can't, I can't help it. Uh, you know? Well, we had him on earlier, and he, does, he did express regret about uh, the way it went down. And a caller called in. And, and, by the way, if you want to call in and talk to Ryan Hughes, 702-586-7857. Oh, shit. <laughs> uh, well, we we got a screener, so we can screen him. But yeah. uh, he he expressed regret. A caller came up and said, "Hey, what about this Owen? Your dad is owing Rhino owing your dad money." And and Lepaglia said, "I don't want to talk about that." He he expressed regret. You know, twenty minutes ago when we had him on the phone, he's not he wasn't saying that he kicked your ass or that you know he's going to give it to you again or anything. He you know he kind of said the same thing that you did. But uh, uh, yeah, I mean, it definitely definitely made it interesting. Let's 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 not kid ourselves there yeah and and again you know people you know people just want to they love to uh sit behind their computers and just talk shit because they've never experienced being at that level of racing they've never experienced their body has never been at that that intensity and i've always said i mean if you could if you could take what what a rider goes through on a motocross track mentally physically and emotionally and put it into some kind of electronic system and put electrodes on somebody and say okay you ready this is what these riders go through, and turn it on. I think they would fucking freak out. I really yeah. do, yeah. because to ride at the intensity that we ride at is 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 unlike anything else. Because there's no sport like motocross, man. There is no sport in the world like motocross, and that's why it has me by the balls, and that's why I'm so intense about it and, and love it so much. Because I haven't found anything in my life that uh, that that can challenge me and excite me and. Um, you know, and also uh, uh, caused me as many problems, I guess. <laughs> well, uh, the funny story about you fighting Fro years ago, uh, to hear Fro tell yep. it is pretty funny. Uh, and then my, my experience with Rhino is I was a first-year mechanic on PJ1 Yamaha team. Rhino came over to fight Jimmy Button after practice over something no, that, that happened. Was Jimmy, that was Jimmy Button coming after me. Was it? Because That was at, that was at uh, Washougal, right? Yeah, Washougal, but... Jimmy was yeah, saying, he Rhino. Came after me, where's that effing Mr. Hughes and this and that? And then ah. I heard about it, so I said, oh, okay. Okay. So I went over there. <laughs> and then, yeah, and then Jimmy, I guess, because now you were calling Jimmy out, like, okay, let's. What's let's Jimmy Button going to do to well, Rhino? This, but then Jimmy, Jimmy kept saying, dude, dude, we play poker together. Dude, <laughs> we play poker together. <laughs> hey, you know what, though? Everyone can say what you want of, you know, about what happened this weekend in Rhino's career. You know, he's the first one to say it. He's an aggressive guy in life and racing, and that's just the way he is. But you know what? For all you people that, that don't know this, I'm going to tell you something that, that I witnessed this weekend and I saw. After that whole thing went down with LaPaglia, Ryan won the race. Okay, he's on the podium. A kid comes up to Ryan, said, you know what? You were my favorite rider growing up. I've, like, I've, you know, idolized you, you know, gave him the whole speech. You know what Ryan Hughes did? He signed his trophy, and he gave it to the kid. If you guys ever been to Mammoth, the bear, to win a bear is the thing. He gave this kid his trophy. Kenny, you don't got to say it was a kid when it was you. Sorry. Sorry, Ryan. <laughs> no, but I'm just saying, like, a lot of people can say what you want. 
He's yeah, he is an intensive guy. He's a he's he he's Ryan Hughes. He does he does what he does, and he's not he stands behind himself. People in this chat room can say that I'm a dick licker. I lick Ryan Hughes's balls. Whatever you guys want to say, I don't really give a fuck. But you know what? This guy has a heart and he cares about the sport. Like he said, he'll give his shirt off his back to someone. So you guys could say what you want, but he didn't have to do that. He could have said, hey, whatever to the kid. Hey, I appreciate it. Sign an autograph. But he took his time out and gave this guy his trophy that he won and put his life on the line to win that thing. The okay? bear. The bear. The bear. Yeah. The I mean, and the thing is, it's just like anything. You, you look at any other athlete and you think that he's a dick, even like Terrell Owens or somebody that just has caused a bunch of crap. But behind the scenes, I guarantee they are very genuine, nice guys. And that's that the thing is, all these people that want to talk about me, they don't know me, man. They don't, they don't exactly. know me. As if you ask any one of my riders that I work with, and and even the girls I work with, it's, it's a wonder why I have, you know, I work with, the, you know, three of the top girls in the world because I treat them so good. I treat them like, like people. I don't treat them like things. And, and I, I, my, my training, everybody thinks, that they come and train with me, oh, it's so hard. No, man, I have compassion behind my training because I know what these guys are going through. I know the hurdles they're going through. And so people can think what they want, but, man, there, there's a there's a very, very kind of deeper, softer side to me that uh, people just don't see. When I put that helmet on, man, hey, it's time for battle, and it is. It's a fucking war out there. You, you get These people that are talking it don't have never put the helmet on and battled like we battle. And any top guy can say it. Yeah. When uh, you put that helmet on, you are going into war. That's what that's what Bob Hanna would say. And if Bob <laughs> Hanna was around during the internet days, he, he that's what him and Rhino probably have, you know, a lot in common when right. it comes to racing. That's the way Bob Hanna was. And Bob Hanna's a hero in people's eyes. Bob Hanna, Bob Hanna. They don't know what a prick that guy was to other racers. He <laughs> didn't have friends, you know. He Yeah. You ever listen to his podcast and same with Bradshaw? Bradshaw said he quit racing when he started talking to his the people that he raced against. Yeah, he started he, not hating people. He started not hating. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So then he said, "You know what? I don't need to be here if I don't hate the guy next to me." Uh, let's take a call here, uh, John. Well, you there? See, I've never, I've oh. never hated anybody. That, that that's the thing is, I, I that that word doesn't work. Is not words not in my vocabulary. I don't hate anything, you know. And that's the thing is just, I just I just respond to what the present moment is. You would hate the people in the chat room right now if you could see the (laughs) chat room. (laughs) Uh, I'm sure. Whatever, but those guys can... Well, I know, I know. They're all good. There's people who have your back and people who don't. It's it's like anything. That's life. Everybody has an opinion and they're allowed to. You know what the awesome thing about the chat room is? People could say they hate everything about it, but like I say, every time when these people get all pissed off, the the, the freedom of the internet is you could go away and not listen to this show if you don't like what's being Um, said. So, so yeah, I mean, like for me, I haven't, I haven't, I, I don't get on the computer. I don't even really, I can spend maybe 10 minutes a, d- a week on the on a PC. I don't get on it. There's yeah. just, there's just nothing interesting on it to me. Um, and most of the people that talk shit, if I saw them in person, they're like, oh, Rhino, how are you, buddy? You're oh, right. it's so great. Yeah, exactly. And you know, they'll go behind and start talking shit again yeah. because that just makes them feel better because their, their life is so miserable and lonely and boring that they have to, you know, cut down other people. And that's what the news is. And that's what, you know, society is right now. Everybody's after everybody else just to make themselves feel better about themselves. Exactly. And it's like, why don't we just leave everybody alone and let people be who they are and do what they do and concentrate on loving yourself and making yourself as happy as you possibly can, even if you are an asshole. But you're, you're 100% <laughs> yeah. authentically, yeah. intensely you. Yeah. I, I agree um, with you, Ron. Let's 100%. take this call. John, you there? Hey, John from Baltimore again. You got a question? Hey, uh, 
Ryan, uh, I didn't understand the whole unlocking the hips thing, but uh, I've been trying that out in the bedroom with the wife, and that's the best place I think it works. <laughs> uh, dude, you got it. Hey, I'm serious. It, it actually does work there. I've, I've given it a run there, too. No, it's again, everybody like you know, makes fun about unlocking the hips, okay? Well, look at Bubba Stewart, all right, the fastest rider on earth. What? Look at his hips. It, his butt is, is un, you know, it's sticking out, and it's unlocked. Okay, when you lock up your hips, there's no separation from the top part of your body and the lower part of your body. Just like welding the front end to the rear end of the motorcycle, there has to be separation from the front end of the bike to the rear end of the bike. So the same thing has to happen on, on, on the body. It has to be one. You have Bubba Stewart doing it. You have Villapoto doing it. You have uh, Baggett doing it. You got Tedesco doing it. Um, Tedesco. You know, all these guys, Tedesco. and that's why they're at a level that nobody can get to. And, and so it's it's. There, there's something there, and the reason people want to knock is because they haven't felt it or do it. And, uh, you know, it, 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 it's, it's right there in front of our faces. We just, just haven't identified it yet. Uh, thanks, John, for the call. Um, hey, by the way, Rhino, uh, good job with uh, Jessica Patterson. She's killing it, man. Um, you know, and on, I've talked to her a bunch. She gives two things credit, her team and her bike and you, you know what I mean, for making I mean, she was getting smoked by Ashley uh, a couple years back, and uh, – you got her in shape. You, you worked with her, and then uh, she loves her bike, and she uh, doing a good job with her. She's killing it. Yeah, I mean that's the thing is I just taught her how to how to kind of respect herself and how to how to love herself by feeding herself well, by making her you know uh, training well, and 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 start dissecting things and looking at the little things in in, in racing. You know, technique, mm-hmm. training, rest stretching, uh, mindset, all these different things. It's not just with the throttle, and it's not just training. Everybody thinks, oh, okay, go harder, faster, faster, faster. Okay, but how, where, when, and why? Oh, you just need to train hard, train hard, train hard. Well, okay, but why? Yeah, but train smart, you know? And so I just taught her a lot of little things, and she is one of the the best students I've ever had and, and still have because she listens to everything I say, and she... She puts it into play, and now I've taught her how to start. You know, she I, I, she comes to me now and says, hey, I've been working on this, and I've been thinking about this, and now she's making her game better, and it's showing. She's winning by 20 seconds now. Yeah, I mean, it's not even it. It's not even a, a race anymore. Nope. So, you know, and, it, and again, it's not just me. I'm just, I'm just making signposts, and she reads them and puts them into play. Uh, you want to take this call? That's uh, up to you. All right. Hey, Nash, you there? Yeah. Good question, Ryan. Yeah. Um, Rhino, what are, in your recommendation, five uh, everyday foods that most people, that you would advise not eating if you're a racer, but yet you see a lot of racers eating. And I'm not talking about fast food or monster energy drinks, things like that. Um, well, you know, of course, <clears throat> I would say uh, Gatorades and Life Waters and stuff like that. They're just full of sugars, full of food colorings, full of, uh, mm-hmm. you know, crap. And actually, they dehydrate you more than anything. Uh, anything that is with with wheat, anything gluten, you know, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. anything, I guess, processed. Because, you know, gluten, again, people are, what's gluten? Well, gluten's in wheat. It's a, there, it's, um, there's a molecule in there. It's the same as morphine. That's why you get that kind of lazy effect after you eat a big plate of pasta. And math, math is, you know that, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm well aware. <laughs> so, and it also inflames your lower intestine and inflames your lower intestine. It also inflames your, um, your brain and it, it causes mood swings, energy swings, depression, ADD in kids, blah, blah, blah. So a lot of that stuff that people haven't really tied into that. 
I go into these these trucks, and it's, it just amazes me that these these factory teams spend millions and millions of dollars, and they have fucking Twizzlers. They have M&M, hey, 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 hey. They have it's for the they have, uh, pizza, those for guys like They have Steve. all this stuff sitting in their trucks, and they're there. And but they're 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 putting their gasoline in labs to make sure they get every horsepower they can. But then the the first ingredient to win a race is the rider. Ricky Carmichael won on three brands. Stefan Everett's won on all four. But mm-hmm. they'll feed their riders like like is a like the stepchild. It just blows me away. Blows me away. The, the, the riders don't have. I mean, educate me here because I don't know. The riders don't have their own set meal schedule or things that they prescribe that they want. I mean, it, it would seem to me that I I I I know because I don't think I don't think they know either. You know, I I think you know Elton Elton does a very good job. Elton is is one of the top trainers for the top guys. And so I think he has his guys on uh, a very strict um, nutritional plan. Uh, I have my guys, you know, I, I tell them <laughs> what to eat. I'm not there, but I tell them what they should eat and what mm-hmm. they shouldn't eat. Now, if they do, that, that's only in their own hands. Um, mm-hmm. And I can tell the people that follow it, and I can tell the people that don't. But most riders don't, don't know or don't want to take that extra effort to do it. And, you know, because some, hey, that's probably some of the hardest thing to do is to control, control your appetite or, or what you eat, you know, or not yep. to control it, but to have discipline over it. Right. Thanks, Nash. Thanks, Nash. Bye. All right, thanks. Hey, Rhino, yeah. how, is, uh, how is your organics thing coming along? How is it working? Is, is it starting to, you know, does it make you money? Does it, uh, is it a success? Is it a, a big grind? How is that? Um, yeah, the organics part, you know, it, it just, uh, that, that was a little bit slow, but the, the, uh, the supplements, Rhino Power is actually taking off quite oh, okay. well. We're, we're, we're pumped. We're in Canada already. We're in Australia already. We have, uh, you know, a few distributors here in America. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, again, we started with no money and I didn't want, I didn't want to throw a bunch of money at it because, um, I, I'm a 50 beginner at, at business. I don't know anything about business. I'm still learning how to put, let out the clutch. So, um, <laughs> So we're just trying to chip away at it and make sure that we don't overlook anything and get too far over our heads. And but, um, you know, with with me racing and the and the riders that I have from Jessica to Ken Block to Christian, Ricky D, Robbie Madison, you know, um, uh, even Eli, you know, we've got a bunch of people using it and and mm-hmm. a lot of people, um, you know, calling up. We're just getting more and more orders. And actually, I think uh, this little dispute I had. Uh, made it even more popular. So <laughs> <laughs> I guess uh, sometimes bad press is better than good press. Where but, can uh, people... no, I'm, very, I'm very happy with it, and I'm just trying to bring something good into our sport so I can, so these riders can fuel themselves like race gas. They don't have to try to get energy from, from monster Red Bull Rockstar that's only going to poison you and kill you in a few days. To me, they're just a new cigarette company. Yes, uh-huh. they're, they're fueling our sport. They're making our sport happen. But, you know, I have to... I, I just I just tell it how it is, you know, and right. it, it's it's going to be bad in a few years if you, if you watch out. Uh, hey, where can people learn more about it and or or contact you to even help them out on on a training level? Uh, we got a, tons of listeners to this show, and uh, what can we do to, to what what can we what can you plug that uh, could help you? Well, out? you can go to rhinopower.com and find you know all the all the top supplements you can possibly have. Uh, we also have organics, and we have a, a few other tools of mouthpieces and stuff like that that I. That I use and some and other writers use to uh, from the Brooks company that uh, that helps our performance. Uh, you can go to my training stuff at the Rhino Inst- uh, Rhino and you can find out uh, you know what I'm doing and, and schedules and, and mm-hmm. prices and things like that. And 
all that. And if you want to talk shit to me or whatever, you can tweet me at Rhino Global and uh, Rhino Global. That's about it. Uh, <laughs> at Rhino Global. So if you want to tweet me and uh, and tell me how much I'm a dick and this and that, then you know I'll listen to you. I, I you're you're free to say that. Let's uh, let's take two more calls and then uh, and we'll we'll move on here. First call from uh, Frank. Frank, what's up? You got a question for Ryan Hughes? Yeah, you know uh, the performing performance enhancing drugs. That kind of was a big thing. You know, in the media a little while ago, and now it kind of died off. I mean, what what is the deal with that? Is are, are some riders using it? Uh, you know, I I you know I can't I can't say they are. They're not because I don't know anybody. You know, I mean, our sport isn't tested. Mm-hmm. I've heard I've heard of people that have, um, but again, you know, who am I to say what people are doing if I don't have if I don't have any evidence? I mean, yeah. It, you know the, the stuff that I've read and the stuff that I know um, that it would be very easy to do it. It'd be it's very easy to get your hands on it, especially if you have money and you have connections. And um, you know it's kind of like the same thing that Lance Armstrong's going through. If the five of the top competitors that he's raced against have been busted, and he never has, but he beat them. Hmm. Yeah, that, that's kind of interesting. To you me. know, I get that question well, on email or I have live chats or whatever. Well, they think you're on it. <laughs> no, no, I get that question about whether they're asking Mathis if he's on it. No, no, listen, no, listen. I get questions about like if riders are on it, and to me, why don't you just I'm, tell them? Yeah, I'm yeah, like they're Rhino. All on it. I don't really look that fat. Uh, to me, <laughs> you you would you, you have on, to think. You know, and yeah. people ask me, you know, have you ever taken? I, hey, you know what? I I I do. I take performance enhancing drugs. Nature's organics. <laughs> organic water, organic food, organic sleep, organic training. That's what I do. And, How do you get organic sleep? That's what it is. Well, and, and, and if you like, if you did take the synthetic stuff, I mean, is it is it just good for the last five minutes of the moto if you're already in shape? I mean, what what are the benefits of it? And, and the thing is, is that yes, it could benefit you. And I think you know, just like the baseball players, you're like, why in the hell would a pitcher take drugs? I mean, well, the guy just throws a ball, but it's the recovery part, I believe. You know, it's the recovery part of these, these performance-enhancing drugs that will help you. You can just train, 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 train. Now, if you don't believe in yourself and you don't have the confidence and your technique sucks and you don't rest, you know, and all this stuff, well, then they're not going to actually help you. You have to make sure you have discipline in a lot of other areas, too, to, uh, to have these things help you. You can't just go, oh, here's a magic drug, stick this in my ass, and let's go. No, you gotta you gotta make sure that everything else is following that path, I guess, to to make it. Because yeah. there's yeah, there's a lot. I guarantee there's a ton of people out there in other sports that are doing it. Maybe in our sports, but they're still not winning. Yeah, well, you know? in our sport, still not winning. Why wouldn't you try it? There's no testing for it. You'd have to be naive to not think that there's something going on. There's no, no they don't. They only test for like cocaine and weed. So like, why not? Yeah, yeah, right? and, they, yeah and, that, and that's and that's how ignorant that sport is. Is that? Yeah. Oh yeah, okay. Someone just smoked a big doobie. That's going to help. Yeah, yeah. Someone just exactly. that, that someone that just stayed up all night doing blow with a hooker is going to uh, is going to come out and race. Well, I guess J Law did yeah. good thing. Yeah. He did <laughs> pretty good. Actually, but, uh, you know, yeah, yeah, speaking of the weed thing. <laughs> hey, Rhino, yeah, you probably you, know, do, you probably knew some guys know. in your uh, era that did that too, right? Excuse me. I think you know a couple of the guys in your era that would. Uh, do blow all night and go race. <laughs> uh, well, I, I again, I don't have firsthand knowledge, and that's what I don't like about people is they can they can accuse people. But were you standing right next to that person? And if you're standing right next <laughs> to that person, well, you must have been doing it too. <laughs> thank, so hey, thanks, I Frank. I can't say what anybody's okay, done because you. I don't. Have-
first-hand knowledge, I never saw anybody do anything. Uh, you, you hear you hear things, but I can make up I can make up anything. I can say that. Uh, hey, I saw Kenny Watson last night with a transvestite hooker. Where, did I, I didn't know? see you. Where were you at? <laughs> How'd you know? <laughs> oh God, yeah. There's a lot of things you can say about Watson, no doubt. Uh, uh, I love la- it. I la- love it. Last question of the night for Ryan Hughes from Geo. Geo, what's going on, man? Uh, I'm fine. Thank you. How about you, Steve? I'm good. Thanks for calling in, bud. Uh, I want to ask Ryan what his take was about his years of racing the GPs in Europe and about the Saporiti race that he used to race in Italy like every, every year, basically. Yeah, what do you think about your time at the spend of the GPs, Rhino? Uh, those were the best days of my life, man. I know, you know I had some bad years here, and kind of Kawasaki kicked me out the door, and I said, well, it is what it is, and I'm not going to stop racing. No one's going to stop me. So I went to Europe, and it was it was an amazing experience to go through all these uh, countries and <clears throat> live in Italy and taste these different foods and different languages and Fine, you know, we'd go there and the team would go, okay, we need to be in uh, Poland, and here's the directions. So they'd go, okay, <laughs> me, my friend, my wife, and my two-year-old son, and we would go through Poland and all these different places. And, uh, you know, I wish I was a little bit uh, more aware and, you know, didn't just want to race and train and get home and race and train and saw a little bit more sights. But those, I have more, I have more memories of Europe and the GPs and stuff than I do of racing the nationals and things that way. So, um, you know, it was a very, very, very cool time in my life. Cool. All right. Thanks, Gio. Thank you. All right. Thanks. Uh, right on, Rhino. Yeah. Well, hey, thanks for, uh, thanks for coming on, man, and, uh, and, and talk, get, giving us your side. And, and in typical uh, Ryan Hughes fashion, you, uh, you didn't pull any punches. So I appreciate you coming on, and um, thanks for taking the calls and all that too. So. No, man, and, and I appreciate it. And, again, I just, you know, hey, maybe I put a little bad mark on uh, the sport or myself, but the only thing that I try to do every day is give back to the sport because I have found something that I am truly in love with, and, and that, and I'm one, maybe 1% of the world that has found something that they would die for. And, you know, I've almost died many times on a motorcycle and still continue to put myself on the, on the line to do it. But I, I just love the sport, and I, I just I want to give back to it and give back to it and give back to it, and that's why I'm trying to help. Uh, I don't just try to go help the top riders. You know, I want to help the, the part of the sport that's paying for it, and that's the riders that are the amateur side, the bottom side, the guys that are are getting injured and all these things. That that's that's my goal. There is to try to help these guys that are paying for the sport and the ones that are getting the most injuries. I guess to try to help them be better and be safer on a motorcycle. And you know, if people want to talk crap about me about who I am and my passion and this and that, then you know what. So be it. You know, envy, envy is a poison, and, uh, you know, it, it sucks to have it. Right on. Well, well said. Thank you again for coming on the on the show, man. Appreciate it. Hey, we'll, Rhino, uh, do you want to give a plug out for what, what you're doing up in uh, Idaho? <laughs> yeah, I'm up in Idaho right now. I'm pressed in Idaho, and I'm doing a three-day school up here and doing a race they have on, uh, on the weekend up here on uh, July 4th this weekend. And so uh, I'm going to start traveling around. I can have another one after uh, Loretta's up in South Dakota and then another one up in Portland here, I think, in September, and then possibly one in the Midwest in September, too. So uh, working, you know, I'm going to start working with Yamaha, doing some uh, a lot of uh, riding schools through the dealers. So um, very, very excited about doing that, and um, it's going to be cool stuff. Sweet. Right on, Rhino. Thank thanks you. For, thanks for coming on, buddy. All right, man. Thanks for having me, and uh, and thanks for not pulling any punches too. <laughs> yeah, no worries. Right on. Thanks. <laughs> All right, guys. See thank you. you. Later, uh, Ryan Hughes. Everybody, uh, I expected him to be a little more um, contrite, but no, 
pretty much just like F it. I got in a fight. <laughs> yeah. That's all right. Whatever. I'm not. I'm just. I thought you know Lapaglia was like ah. I kind of regret it, but. I didn't hear any regret from Ryan. <laughs> I told you when I talked to him, he uh, was just like, hey, yeah. this is what it is, man. <laughs> All right. And with that, uh, we're going to take our last, second and last commercial break of the night. We're going to come back with Jimmy Albertson, as well as his girlfriend, Georgia Lindsay, will be on to update us of the GPs. What? <laughs> <laughs> Kenny has, has many, <laughs> lots of GP questions for her. What? Uh, she's going to be on for a little bit. You'll like her. She sounds funny. She's from England. Whatever, dude. All right, and with that, thank you for listening to the BT, uh, Pulp MX show presented by BTLsports.com. See you in a little bit. You're listening to the Pulp MX show presented to you by BTLsports.com featuring Kenny Watson and that other guy. Thanks for listening. Please support our sponsors, and we'll be right back. Whatever you need for your bike or body, BTOsports.com is your destination as we carry all the leading brands. BTO has you covered with the best selection, best service, and best prices around. Make sure to punch in that code M-A-T-T-H-E-S and any order over 100 bucks gets a Mathis-sized discount. BTOsports.com is proud to be on board the Pulp MX show and make sure to check us out on the web at BTOsports.com. Check out our current special for free shipping on all international orders over $799. Works Connection has been around 22 years, providing top quality protection for your bikes, which includes our quick adjust clutch perches, work stands, and skid plates. We're proud sponsors of the rock star Makita Suzuki, as well as Hardin Huntington, and many other teams competing on the highest level. From Steve Lansom in 1990 to Ryan Dungey in 2011, we've got you covered with top-notch products made right here in the U.S. of A. Check out our website at worksconnection.com, and when you order, enter Pulp MX for a 20% off discount. As a motorcyclist, one will have certainly come across the name AGV, most probably because Valentino Rossi, one of the world's fastest and most talked about racers, wears them religiously. Well, the legendary Italian helmet brand, which started manufacturing helmets in 1947, has decided to return to our sport with two motocross helmets, the MTX and the new AX8. The AX8, with its carbon Kevlar fiber shell, has a sleeker, more aggressive styling, amazing cooling and ventilation, and only weighs 1,500 grams. This helmet has been developed and used by Gautier Paulin, Travis Pastrana, Davey Millsaps, and 2008 MX1 world champ, David Philipparts. The AX8 retail price starts at $349. You can check them out at all Parts Unlimited dealers or directly at agv.com. In 1973, Don Emler started FMF in his Hawthorne, California garage. 38 years later, that garage is a 90,000 square foot state-of-the-art manufacturing facility where proudly everything is still produced 100% under one roof using only the best American material. The only thing more important to us at FMF and winning is our customers. So here's a big thanks to our fellow riders for giving us the 2010 Reader's Choice Award in every major U.S. motorcycle publication. It's the passion that drives us. So thanks for making us number one. FMF, built in the USA, proven on the track.
Hey, everybody. I just want to take a time out to talk about uh, one of the newest sponsors on the show, and that's uh, Vivint Alarms. Uh, I'm here with my wife, uh, Pookie. Pookie, um, how do you feel about the new alarm system we got? I'm digging it. Do you feel safer at home? Yes, I definitely feel safer when I'm sleeping home alone because you've left me yet again. Yeah, I know, guys. If you're worried about your bikes, your gear, your tools, or maybe your wife, uh, don't worry about that. The perfect solution is a company called Vivint Alarms. Vivint is one of the largest security and home automation companies in North America, and their products are cool. When I leave for an event, I can lock and unlock my house from my phone. I can check in on my gear using the video cameras and live video feed. It's uh, it's pretty sweet, huh, honey? Yeah, it's cool to um, use the camera during the day and watch you when you're sitting at home on the couch working. Yeah, I bet that's awesome. Yeah, me and my friend Susan spy on you all the time at work. And uh, seeing as we have four precious dogs, and uh, they don't, they're probably not able to fight off any criminals that come in. Yeah, they're not saving me from anything. Yeah, exactly. So, hey, guys, if you want to check it out, the best part is it's super affordable and it's super cool. Uh, never mind the, uh, the the safety aspect of it. Just the home automation itself is sweet with the with the temperature controls, the locks, the lights, the cameras, so forth. It's uh, normally a $198 activation fee, but for Pulp MX listeners, you can get the whole package installed for only 99 bucks up front. If you want to learn more, visit vivent.com forward slash Pulp Vivint.com forward slash Pulp Pookie, you're welcome. Stamp it. With over 20 years of experience in the graphic design and motocross industries, Tech One Designs has the expertise you need to make your bike look like the pros. Offering a variety of semi-custom and fully custom graphics for your bike, Tech One Designs delivers just what you need at the prices you want, with backgrounds starting as low as $29.99 and full graphic kits from $149.99. As a proud sponsor of the Pulp MX Show and its dedicated listeners, we want to show our support by offering 15% off your next order. So go to tech1designs.com today and enter the discount code PULPMX15 at checkout to save money today. The next time you need to get your bike dialed, think about contacting JGRMX for all your engine and suspension modifications. Joe Gibbs Racing jumped feet first into Supercross and Motocross a few years ago, and using their state-of-the-art engine and suspension dynos, they are able to provide you with the best mods out there. Using what they learned from team riders like Davey Millsaps, Justin Brayton, and Cooper Webb, JGRMX can get you and your bike to the top level. Look for an announcement soon for the all-new amateur motocross team. Check them out on the web at JGRMX.com. JGRMX is a semi-proud sponsor of the Pulp MX Show. If you live your life loud, then Kicker audio components are for you. Kicker has been behind the sport of Supercross and Motocross for a long time now and is a personal sponsor of some of the biggest names the sport has ever seen. Names like Jeremy McGrath, Ricky Carmichael, Chad Reed, and others rely on Kicker for all of their needs. Kicker's been around a long time and is known to bring their best into each and every product they make. Whether it's speakers, amplifiers, subwoofers, or any other product, we have you covered. Check us out on the web at kicker.com and remember, live it loud. Brand goggles are the result of over 25 years of experience in the eyewear business, and the product has been race-proven at the highest levels. For 2010, X-Brand has Mike Alessi, Moto Concepts Yamaha, Josh Strang, and many others wearing the Gox and Gox Liquid Performance eyewear. 
X-Brand goggles are exclusively distributed by MTA. Check out our complete line of goggles at your local dealer or at thexbrand.com. Van Halen, not coming at you. Fifty-one fifty, coming at you, Van Halen. Yeah, right. We're gonna change that so next show. We, no, we're not. We're gonna play like Soft Cell or Depeche. That is one thing or... that we'll never change about this show. Yeah. Kenny, would you like to do our eight o'clock sponsor reads? Nope. Do you know who's sponsoring the eight o'clock hour? Yes, I do. Who is it? X Brand goggles. Nope, they did the seven o'clock hour. Uh, BTO Sports. They did. They're the whole show. JGR. Nope. Uh, FMF. Nope, they were seven o'clock too. Vivid. Vivint. Vivint. Alar- I think I have an alarm sold them. I think Ivan's going to get one for his house. Yeah, but he's not going to – we're not going to make money off that like we should. Well, he's gonna can, get it. Can, can you know can, what? I won't sell him going to get a referral fee. Then I won't sell – then, I, you know, I'll tell him to go to ADT and get a different alarm. Is uh, that what you want to hear? 8 o'clock hour brought to you by AGV Helmets. Helmet of choice for hey, guys have they like paid Pastrana. Yet? Yeah. Okay, you guys are good. Okay. <laughs> I, I back you. I'll back you. I'll uh, Valentino Rossi, AGV's been around a long time making helmets for – for Eon's AX8 top-of-the-line helmet that riders Eon. in Europe, Europe and North America use. Distinctive design of the AX8 is what sets it apart from others. AGV.com. Worst Connection, 100% made in the USA, protection for your bike. The name Worst Connection has been around a long time and associated with top teams like Hart and Huntington and Rockstar Makita Suzuki. From the quick adjust purchase to their stands, to skid plates, to their engine bolts, uh, to their um, whole shot devices, you name it, Worst Connection has it. Riders like Dungey, Metcalf, Tedesco, they use Worst Connection. 20% discount if you type in Pulp Mech Show uh, at WorksConnection.com. Tech One Designs, 20 years experience in the graphic design and motocross industries. Tech One gave all four of our Pulp Mech Show essay people sets of graphics for the bikes. So Tech awesome. One. So they stepped up. Out of Minden, Nevada. <clears throat> Thank you, Kawasaki, again, for flying those other three losers to Vegas. That was awesome. Um, <clears throat> Jan Plesner at Kawasaki, what a saint. Just a hell of a she woman. She is. She is. <laughs> You just you <clears throat> describe a woman and you look in the dictionary. There she is. Tech One Designs delivers what you need at the prices you want with gra- backgrounds starting as low as thirty bucks for a full gra- and full graphic kicks from one forty nine. As a proud sponsor of the Pulpomex Show and its listeners, they want to show their support by offering fifty percent off your next order. Go to techonedesigns.com, enter the discount code Pulpomex fifteen at the checkout and save money. Vivint Home Automation, obviously uh, Ryan Villapoto has it. Why don't you? Uh, Kicker O'Neill. Thank you for coming on. That's that's the uh, list of our sponsors. It's long. It's great. And we thank all of you guys. And we got a call on the line. Uh, who's this? My name is Mike. Oh, Mike, what's up? Hey, how you doing tonight? Good. How are you, bud? Thanks for listening. You got a question for Watson? Yeah, I do. Just kind of a, a, a question relating to, well, since he is managing a team, uh, specifically his team or other satellite teams that are similar, that are non-factory-backed, um, 
you know, the economy's rough. A lot of riders have been knocked around. For example, Tedesco, I mean, came out of the lights, uh, Yamaha Pro team winning titles and got the break and, and got signed with, with Suzuki and, you know, the factory team. And obviously there's, you know, big money, base, base money contracts involved there and, and did okay there and then got in with Honda, factory. Uh, another obviously a big base salary type uh, uh, riding job. Uh, he gets dinged up. Uh, he's looking for a ride. The economy Mike, is down. Mike, Mike, he ends Mike, up on, on, Mike. A, on a Kawasaki with hard. I had to put this guy on hold. What's his question? I don't know. He didn't finish. God, were you lost? I don't know. Let's see if he's still. Uh, the bikes are obviously good. Um, are these still base salary type? Rides. I mean, Chris Blows, for instance, uh, never really had a big factory type ride. This is the best he's. That's what it reminds me. Out running top fifteen every week, uh, top ten in Supercross, as good as a fourth. I mean, are there are these guys on factory salary contracts? No. Oh, hey, hey, hey. okay, okay, okay. I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. Okay, this is what the deal is. Ivan Tedesco is a salary rider. He's not making money like he did when he was at Factory Honda or Factory Suzuki. And it's not paid by Kawasaki. It's paid no, by Huntington. No, it's paid by Hart and Huntington. But we have big spon- we have sponsors that help us pay the salaries from, you know, all of our sponsors from Dodge to, you know, sure. everyone that that pays. So Ivan was paid a, a salary. It, his bonuses that he we had to have for Ivan were insured through a, through a, you know, th- through an insurance company. Chris Blos did not make a salary this year. But he had big incentives to, you know, so he, when he got fourth, he got paid for a fourth just like another guy would get paid for a fourth. Okay? So uh-huh. Chris Blos ended up making close to six figures at the end of the year just because he qualified for every main event and he, you know, he went to work and he put his head down. The reason why good, we did that with the, the reason we did that with Chris was for him to have more, um, to give him some incentive to work harder and just not, you know, just, I, I never say Chris would do this because, you know, the last couple of years Chris has got his feet wet and he's proven to us and everybody else that he is capable of being a top ten guy. So yeah, the I, second I part, the second part is the equipment we're on is is barren, is is right there with the factories. Pro Circuit does our stuff just like you know. Chad's bike. Chad's bike was done by Pro Circuit sure. at the beginning of the year. The, their bikes sure. might be a little bit better than ours, but at the end of the day, um, our bikes are definitely up there with theirs. With a little bit more money and a little bit more you know, um, involvement with the manufacturer, yeah, the bikes can be better, and that's the direction we're working in. So that's hope yeah. that answers your question, and uh, I just want to say thanks for calling. All right. Thanks, Mike. Yeah. All right. Thanks. All right. Let's go to our next guest. Who's that? Privateer hero Jimmy Albertson. Top Jimmy. Yes. What's up, man? Thanks for coming on the show. I kept a little bit later than what we thought, but we had that long-ass question, and Rhino went long, so I apologize, bud. But, you know, hey, whatever. Why are you apologizing? Hey, dude, Mathis said, oh, don't worry about it. He can wait. He ain't going nowhere. He he has no one else that wants to give him an interview. Hey, top Jimmy, uh, 12-12, 12th overall, your comeback ride at Lakewood. Uh, You happy about it? Yeah, you know, I'm happy about it. I mean, what can you say? 12-12, like, it's not like, oh, man, 12-12, he's lighting the world on fire. But, you know, it, 
it's it's all right, I guess. I mean, I'm just happy to be back racing. I, and we kind of knew, like, going into the weekend, I really wasn't planning on coming back till Millville or possibly even later. And mm-hmm. I've only been riding a month, so it's kind of like, all right, you know, you look good. It's, you know, fitness is all right. Let's go race just so I can get back into shape because there's so many ways you can take it as far as, like, okay, I'm going to wait until I'm ready to race. But you're never really going to be ready to race until you're racing already, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, no, okay, absolutely. Way back in shape, so we figured let's start now and then shoot for the shoot for the last four rounds to be where I'm starting to really come on strong. You know. Uh huh. Yeah, I think it's it's. I mean, let's face it. Did you get hurt in the first or the second practice of the year at Anaheim one? First one. It I was think. it was the second practice. <laughs> okay. But it was it was really early in the second practice. Yeah. It, it was awful. So you've <laughs> been you've been out this long and uh and to come back and go 12-12 I think it, it, and this field is still deep. There's there's no injuries, you know, and that kind of stuff. So I think it was a great ride. I and I'm glad you're happy with it cuz you yeah, you got to start somewhere and I think that that's a that's a fine start, you know. Um uh so you're privateering it, huh? You're just full on I couldn't even yeah, find you in the pits. Oh, man, it was it was gnarly full on this week and it was it was like going to an amateur national again like <laughs> We had we had the motorhome, the dog, my girlfriend, my brother. Like, it was like, hey, we'll load in. Let's go to the races, you know. <laughs> it's like uh-huh. we showed up and we pulled out the coolers and freaking just did the full on privateer deal. And we had a blast. Yeah. You know, we uh, we're working with Jim Lewis this year at Merge Racing, and he came with us. And uh-huh. like it was a lot of fun, you know. It was kind of made it really simple, and everyone worked together great. And it was an awesome weekend. Um, yeah, where were you parked? Because honestly, I I did look for you. Kind of, and uh, <laughs> well, I know, and us like we just we left way late, and we didn't end up showing up to the track till like twelve o'clock. So <laughs> they're like, we didn't have they they told us, oh, you can't park in the pits. So we we're like, <laughs> all right, well, where are you gonna put us? You gonna put us across the street or something? So they just like dropped us off down in like spectator parking, and we just kind of worked out of there, which was all right with me. You know, I right. really didn't. Didn't care. I like being off in the middle of nowhere sometimes and kind of away from everything. So uh-huh. we just did our own little deal and it worked out good. Yeah. Uh, uh, and so, so talk about the race itself. Uh, your starts were all right. They looked like you were, you know, looked like you were coming up pretty hard. Some guys passed you, but you got some guys. So uh, uh, talk about the race itself. Yeah, you know, I went forward the first moto and then I went backwards. So it was kind of like. Uh, wasn't that wasn't that great, but I I definitely I got tired both motos, but it's kind of like one of those things like you're saying. Mm-hmm. I've been off the out of racing since September last year, so right. it's like I really can't expect to hop in halfway through the series and be you know in shape and ready to go. Uh-huh. Like because I mean, of course you can do thirty minute motos all day by yourself at the at the house or your local practice track and you feel like the man. You're like oh right. I'm unstoppable. Yeah. My fastest lap times at the last you know the last two laps of my race here at my local practice track, I'm in shape, but it's just not like that. And you get on a racetrack, the intensity is totally different. So I felt like, I felt like, I don't know. I I felt comfortable, but I really never felt like, man, I feel like I'm going fast this weekend. Right. Right. That's good then. Yeah. How'd you feel? There's also other weekends like last year that I was like, man, I'm hauling this weekend. And then I come in on like 15th. Hey, how did so, you feel on uh, how did you feel on Sunday? Your body? Uh, it was all right. Like, I mean, I, of course, I wasn't used to the altitude or anything, but um, uh, we've been in Oklahoma. It's been really hot, so mm-hmm. it was kind of like nice to be in the cooler weather. And to tell you the truth, at the end of the motos, like I wasn't like I was really in knockdown 
out of shape. Like, I didn't feel like I was beat down too bad. Like, after the race, I was fine. Mm -hmm. I think it's just all the excitement from racing and everything just really got my heart rate up during the moto. And then once I pulled off the track and cool off, I was like, you know, oh, I'm fine. I'm ready to race again. But it wasn't too bad. Uh, yeah, I mean, the last time you raced nationals, you were a top 10 guy, uh, Valley Yamaha, you know. So that's kind of where you're, where you're at, if not better. So um, where do you think you can be? By the end of the season, is your goal, um, you know, where realistically do you think you belong if you're uh, 100% and, and ready to go? I don't know. Like, of course, let's, let's just be on a realistic page here. Like, I don't want to be sounding like the guy that that is that doesn't shoot for the top, but this year, Dungy and Bill Cohen and Reed are just yeah. on the You're not – you can't be like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to be there, you know, like – Let's just face it; those guys are on the throttle this year. They've been right. healthy. They're they're always going to be fast. So, like I like to kind of base my like I'd like to be in that group that's kind of like the the Meg Calf, Tommy Hahn, um, you know, even like Christian Craig's up there, and mm -hmm. and um, like in that that group that's that's fifth to tenth or fourth to tenth, you know. Right. Right. Yeah, that'd be, so, good. that'd be good. That's kind of like that's where I where I want to be, and that's where I expect myself to be. And you know, I don't know. There's a lot of people that obviously are going to say, "Yeah, that's kind of ridiculous," because Jimmy Albertson's really never been that far up. But I don't know. It's it's something that I want to shoot for, and I understand if people screw, kinda screw those people doubt it. But, but you know, I, I got to have dreams, right? <laughs> yeah, screw those people, dude. Like like Sammy Hagar once said, "Dude, dreams. You got to have dreams." <laughs> Exactly. Hey, so what? What's your schedule like? Do you go back to Oklahoma and then you're going to drive to Redbud? Yeah, what? man. I I drove from yeah. I drove what was it? Twelve hours straight my, myself um, after Colorado this weekend. That was pretty brutal. We got in yesterday at six o'clock at night, and then um, just today I took off because all the driving yesterday, and then um, I'm going to ride tomorrow on Wednesday pretty hard and then we leave wednesday night for red bud so wow and uh and, yeah uh, uh yeah it's a, it's a, it's a pretty gnarly schedule hey last year you uh wait hold on a second what so then what's after red bud watch you go a weekend off a weekend uh, off you yeah. got millville after that you get a week yeah. off millville. so it's gonna be good having the week off because then i can actually you know so you're gonna go back to oklahoma and then drive up to millville and then go to watch yeah, uh, I'm gonna try to put my bike on with someone for our shoe. I don't want to drive all the way out there. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I'm sure. I'm sure. Uh, maybe the factory guys can help you out. You're still tight with those dudes. What's up with Trey? Yeah. What's Trey yeah. doing for you? Trey's yeah, he helps out so much. Like obviously, I'm staying in his house. <laughs> you know, he's basically like freaking. He takes takes care of me on everything. Yeah, I I nicknamed him Dad the other day because he's just always <laughs> buying me crap. It's like. <laughs> I was like, hey, you want this, Jimmy? I'm like, all right, thanks. Yeah, thanks, Dad. Uh, so he's Dad starts from now on. He just basically helps me out with everything. So it's it's been good. Like, you know, of course, he gives me a place to stay there, and then he's got, like, two bitching tracks to ride as well. And That's really cool <laughs> that he does that. Yeah, I, I that, that, that's that's awesome that he, that he helps you out. And, you know, last year he helped at Elizabeth Bath, Bash, too. So um, yeah. Is he helping you out financially or with money or entries or getting you to the race or bikes or he's just being there for moral support and giving you a place to sleep and ride? No, like he, like if he knows I need help, like I don't, I don't ever like. I, that's kind of like my last resort deal. I never like asking Trey if I can, if I can hustle up some money other places, I will. But like at the at the end of the day, like if 
if I know, like, I'm stuck, I need help, like, he's always there. You know, like, yeah. he's always there for me. And I, and I, like, he's great with stuff like that. I mean, but, you know, like I said, I want to, I don't want to take, I want to take as little as possible, you know, out of the whole deal. Yeah. So, yeah, he, he helped me out with bikes this year to get going. And that was, that, I mean, that was awesome. That was a great help. So, he's done a lot for the program and everything. And I don't know, I'm just trying to get back on track because, you know, I would like to, I would like to be making money out of this whole deal, but some sometime in my life. So what do you we'll talk? See. What do you mean that purse money just isn't enough to pay everything off? I can't believe it. <laughs> yeah, I'm getting twelve twelve uh, a week not paying things uh, off. <laughs> and I talked to Trey the other day. Uh, he's looking to come back for Washougal. If not, uh, maybe after the break. Uh, is it Unadilla? I think after Washougal, there's a break. Um, so that I'm looking forward to seeing get, getting Canard back on the track. Looks like they lost Grant too, so they probably are really hoping that Trey comes back asap. Um, Hey, uh, last year you were the GPs for Martin Honda. Didn't go that well. I don't know if you're aware, but uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, not so hot. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, hey, I was hoping for it, and you were too, and it just didn't work out. So, looking back on it, um, you still happy you tried it? Still happy you went? Oh uh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. I'm definitely glad I went over there. I mean, that's how stuff goes sometimes. Sometimes it doesn't work out, and you know, there's there's really you know. There's no one to blame on the whole deal. I mean, it's right. just how things happen. Yeah. yeah, I don't regret anything. I I love the fact I went over there and I learned a lot and I and I got to experience a lot as well and I had a lot of fun. But you know, at the end of the day, yeah, it, I do believe it it hurt my career. And mm-hmm. but in a way, like you can't really say that because I learned so much out of the whole situation that right. You know, it's it'll it'll help me down the road. So I'm not. Not too worried about it. And honestly, if I had the chance to go do it all over again, I would. Yeah. What's sure, the best? Yeah. What's the best thing that you got out of going to Europe? Some like a like. What's the best thing that happened to you in your life that you went to Europe? That you think that's just, that that's helped you. It makes you appreciate like simple things that that take for granted a lot over here. Just like the convenience of America. Like, <laughs> yeah, I know that sounds stupid, but. Just being able to, whenever you need something, go get something. Yeah, I would, that makes sense. Yeah, uh, believe me, it makes sense. The late night drive-throughs, I understand. I, I get it. <laughs> so uh, like that, like not only that, but just like I don't know, just just to kind of cope with things and and to deal with deal with people, especially when you're not seeing on the same page. And it, it's a lot different over there when you're when you're having trouble with something and. Especially when you're dealing with with foreign people, and not not that I didn't get along with everybody, you know, great or whatever, and we had good times. But it's it's really hard when you're over there in a different country dealing with a different culture. And I felt like I deal dealt with it pretty well, and and I learned a lot out of it. Um, yeah, well, well said. Hey, I know you were having a, a bit of trouble with your contract with those guys. Did you get it all settled? Did you get? Did you guys figure something out? Yeah, we just. I mean, I'm able to talk about it now, of course. Yeah. I mean, I got you know, I, I I'm gonna say it. I got I got screwed out of the whole deal, and and, and it sucks the way it happened. Mm-hmm. And to tell you the truth, if I didn't, if every single person on that team, every single person from everyone at Honda over there and everything, if I saw them today, I would still shake their hand and have a, a fine conversation with them. They're right. all like, I all get, I get along with them all. Yeah. And it was kind of like one of those deals where everyone was just kind of pointing the finger like this guy was the guy who's saying it and this guy. And it's like, 
you know, I can understand, like, results weren't going the way they were, but when I signed that contract, all they wanted out of me, they just wanted me to be a top-ten rider over there the first year. Right. And honestly, before, before you know, I had a few mid-season injuries, before that, I was a top-ten guy over right. there. Right, right. You know, and, and I won a bunch of preseason stuff, and I think that kind of gave me a little bit of, um, a little bit of high expectations because you know how it is preseason over there. I mean, those guys really don't they, – they are fully believers in peaking. You know, right. they they don't show their cards until they get to the first round, I don't think. Yeah. Because no, absolutely. That, I, that's just how I feel in the situation. So it was kind of one of those things, like, with the with the whole Martin guys and, and everybody. It was, I don't know. It was a bad deal because I was really liked all of them, mm-hmm. and they really all liked me. Like, at the last round, like, we were having a great time, and this is after everything had already blown up. Like, you know, this is after everything, we knew everything was finished. Like, you know, what am I going to do? Freaking hold a grudge against the guys? Like, it, it didn't work <laughs> out. And it's, I'm well, going to tell you this right now. It's not because I didn't want to be over there the following year. You know, I wanted to do it again. But obviously, they just, they didn't see the potential in me. And they didn't they didn't see that I could be what they wanted me to be next year. And, and that's fine. If they didn't see that, then, you know, that's how it is. I just got to go race over here in the States and... Mm-hmm and do my best to, to be the best that I can be at racing my bike. And like I said, they didn't see that, so that's, uh, <laughs> I guess that's why I'm back over here. How much did you leave on the table? How much, Jimmy? Give us a number. What, like? Money-wise. Money? Yeah, how much do you think? That... And I don't know. Like, Come I, on, Jimmy, tell us. It was well in the six digits. Really? <laughs> oh, that's got to hurt. That, that's got to be a kick in the nuts. It, it 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 is, but you know it's like whatever. And I, the worst part about it was going over there, going Six over there. Was, I, you know, I did decent, and and tell you, we I, I rode Valley Valley that year before going over there, and I got taken care of at Valley when I rode for them. They were right. great. Like lands over there, he really he really took care of me as far as like you know get me the races and payments and stuff. And so I went over there with with money in my bank. You know, yeah, and it was nice. Yeah. I, I when I signed my contract, I went over there with you know a good amount of money from the outdoor season because I top ten the series that year, and then um, I also just signed my big contract for two years with Martin, and I was like, I was set, man. I was pumped. Right, like this right. is awesome. Like, factor, factor I got yeah. in a bank right now. When I get home after this first year, I'm gonna go buy a house. I'm gonna get set up. Like I'm gonna start a life. Right, and. and all of a sudden, like to be thinking that at New Year's 2010, and then uh, you know to New Year's 2011, going, I have no money in the bank, and we're trying to scrape dollars together to go race Anaheim One. Like, it sucks, man. It really sucks. But it's like, what are you gonna do about it? You know, what are you gonna sit and cry about it? It's not gonna work out. So, um, <clears throat> no, yeah, no, it, it, you're exactly right, Kenny. Um, you should look at Albertson next year. One of your guys. Just let's say. Should I look at him? Should I I look at him? Well, you should maybe, you know, try to hire him. All right, I'll look at him. Send me a picture of yourself. I'll look at you. Jesus, Kenny, whatever. It's funny because I was like, I was super desperate before the Supergrass season, of course. Like I always am. I was calling like every team manager in the book, and I actually called Kenny. Did he call you back? Oh, no, definitely not. Watson. No callback. But Watson. I mean, I know how it is. It's not no, like but, I haven't got no, callback. No, 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 no. No, hold you, on, Jimmy. Watson goes on this show about not calling people. No, calling I talked to your – you had – you. who's your agent? Your agent called me. 
My agent called you? Oh, yeah, Bob. Bob called. Exactly. Bob you. Okay. But, but Bob I did. definitely called you. You called, you, you you called me. You called me, and then I was talking to Bob, and I said, hey, your guy called me. I want to call him back. And he goes, well, what's your deal? And I said, I don't have any deal right now. I don't, have, I don't know what we're doing. And he goes, well, just call me and let me know what's going on. You don't need, he has enough stuff going on. That's what he told me. Oh, okay. okay. That's right. what he told me. And I would have called you back, but he said just call him. Uh, all right. Okay. Um, okay. All right. We're good. We're good. Um, <laughs> he tried to throw me. He, he tried to throw me in here, guys. Come on. Uh, hey, let's take this call. We hey, got. you know what I was trying what? to get out? What you got out of Europe? You got a cool chick. You got a good girl. Yeah, she is. That's that's the one thing that would have never happened. So. There you go. Is she there right now? Take take it take it yeah. for a positive. Let, let's let's talk to her. Put her on the phone. All right. Hold on. Hello. Good day, matey. Oh, wait. that's Australia. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm kidding. George, George, God save the Queen. Georgia Lindsay's on the phone. Jimmy Albertson's girl. She is the voice. Well, are, are you the voice of the GPs? What, what do we call you? You do. The voice face? I don't know. I guess the face. You do interviews with riders and team managers and, uh, while during the race is going on and, and all that. Wait, she still does this? She flies yeah. back and forth? Like, yeah. Okay. You do the pre-grid and the podium and then during the race we do pit lane and then we also do like a highlight program and as of recently we've done a saturday live show for all the qualifying as well so yeah. and like we do an hour show with like riders and stuff so hey who's oh. your who's your favorite rider oh you can't jimmy albertson obviously duh right. <laughs> all right cool uh, are in america so how do you root for jimmy that. albertson when he's back in oklahoma when they're when you're in uh Stukart. Stukart. <laughs> uh, hey, Georgia, uh, how is that long distance thing? You, I guess you got you to gotta be on the road. You were just on the road for four races in a row, right? Or three races in a row? Yeah, I was in, where was I? France, uh, Spain, Portugal. Oh, France, Portugal, Spain. Came here, well, flew to Dallas and Oklahoma. Went to Colorado with Jimmy. Came back. I'm in on Oklahoma at the moment. And then tomorrow I go back home and then go to Sweden, Germany, Latvia. Jeez. And then maybe Google and then back. So literally every weekend I'm I'm somewhere. Kenny, this, I never know where, where she's talking about Kenny is other places in the world where they have GPs. I like that because <laughs> she can make money for her guy to race in America. That's awesome. Yes, yeah, because she's funding Top Jimmy's effort. That's awesome. I, I don't her. like people from Europe. <laughs> you don't like people from Europe? No, he doesn't. Hmm. But hmm. you're not from what? Europe. Hmm. You're from England. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I don't like people. I don't like. Pe- I don't like people from Europe that can't speak English. Put it that way. Uh, I'm with you. Well, no, I don't dislike them because they're, they're cool still, but I can't them. And I don't like, like the promoter of the Supercross in England. And I'll I'll tell you the guy's name, or I'll tell you the race. Sheffield. Most people I don't like. Sheffield Supercross. Yeah, the guy that's the promoter there is a douchebag, and I'll tell him it to his face. Who is that? What's his name? I, I don't know. I just know him as douchebag. <laughs> I went to Sheffield like last year or the year before, actually. I got, can't remember who wrote that. He told me I could okay. never go back to his race because I told him that uh, he had to pay the riders that I took over there up front before they raced. And he said that's not the way they operate. And blah, 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 he had deals. And I said, well, the, the riders are here with me. I bring my guys over here to race. You're going to pay them up front because if they get hurt and they can't race in practice, I don't want you not to pay them. He goes, I've never stiffed anyone. And I said, yes, you have. So you're paying them. Ooh. So. Hey Georgia, sounds uh, like a private right here. That's it, Georgia. I'm uh, I'm coming to Lomo. No way. Yeah, booked my ticket last when, week. When is that? 
July 31st. Are you going to be able to get in the press tent? I don't know. I need Georgia to help me out. Oh, you'll be there. I know you will. I I don't know. I don't know if these dudes will give me passes or not, but I'm coming to see the Sandmaster Hurlings. Did you hit 2012 Designation Lomo? I know. I know. Talk about stacking the deck for the Americans. Deep, deep sand track. Right. Tell me this. America or Europe? Because it is. It's America v. Europe, right? Right. It is. Right. With Lomo, are the Americans going to deal with that? Seriously? Don't worry. These colors don't run. Okay. Oh, goodness. <laughs> I would be rich if I had a dollar for every time I heard these codes go run, man. I'm Canadian. What do I care? We suck. So See, I like how he, he, he claims uh, he's Canadian. I but claim then, when I can. Yeah, when yeah. I can. It, when it works out. Hey, who do we send? Well, who, who, what's... You're like, no America and all of that. And then when they're done, you're like, well, I'm not American. Yeah, exactly. No, exactly. That's how it, When I'm trying to get in the American compound at those nations, believe me, I'm red, white, and blue. <laughs> he tries to get... I'm red, white, and blue, too, but just in a different way. Yeah, uh, well, how, hey, how do you like uh, how do you like America? Do you want to move over and, and settle down with Jimmy in Oklahoma and raise a bunch of kids? Is that the plan? Raise a bunch of kids? Yeah. Please, I thought you meant raise them. <laughs> no, no, raise them. Like, you know, you want to just settle in the – because I know when I think of England, I think that the state that most matches England is definitely Oklahoma. No doubt about it. Oh, yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah, I mean, for sure, without a doubt. England, seriously. Yes, I've been, I've been to England. I'm kidding. I'm joking. Oh. Uh, how, how is America? Do you like it? <laughs> She's not in America. She's in Oklahoma. <laughs> Give me a break. Uh, I would. I definitely would. I mean, like, when I'm out here now, it's like second home. I'm like, I'm completely chilled out here. And like, like Jimmy was saying, staying at Trey's house, I just see it as like second home too. And staying at Jimmy's house in Missouri and... Yeah, definitely. I like it out here. It's it's easy. It's cool. I'm have fun and right. yeah. The big yeah, question, the big question I have for you is: Have you been through a tornado yet? Well, you asked me this. I kind well, actually, we had a tornado scare. Well, I was scared anyway. <laughs> I don't know if it was actually a proper scare, but it was on the TV with the whole warning thing, and I was a bit new to it. I was ready to jump in the closet though, big time. So, I'm with you on that. Yeah. Uh, hey, yeah. uh, uh, Georgia, what's going on in the GPs right now? Roxon got his number one, his red plate back after a great ride um, at the last race in Spain. Who and stole it? Well, that's all been pretty exciting because where were we last week? Was Spain. Spain. Before that, Portugal right. and France. Uh, you know, Ken had two big old crashes and stuff. And he did. There's been quite a lot of stuff going on, and, you know, people are saying, is he riding too hard? Is he not? Had these big old crashes, but then he came back. You know, he obviously was a bit battered and bruised. Came mm-hmm. back last week, and he blitzed it like the Ken Roxon that everyone knows, and then got that red plate back in front of Hurlings again. So, right. you know, I'm going to wait for next week again to see, you know, whether people are saying that is he going too hard or does he need to chill? You know, Ken- see what happens. Kenny's favorite rider in Europe is Ken Roxon, right, Kenny? Him or Zach? Well, yeah, yeah Osborne. He's like American. We love Osborne. We're big Osborne fans. Oh, dude, I'm the biggest Osborne fan. I love that. I thought you were the Eagle. biggest Jimmy Albertson fan. Well, yes, you Oh, okay. Uh, hey, how's DeSalle? Do we know? I mean, I guess you're in Oklahoma, so you don't know. He hurt his separated shoulder? Yeah. I mean, I probably know less or as much as you know right okay. now. Yeah, at the, the Belgium Championship, he dislocated his shoulder as far as I know. But me and Jimmy were talking about this. It could be either or, you know. Right. He dislocated it and he could be all right. Or He dislocated his shoulder before uh, Portugal last year. He, dis- he dislocated at Vulcansward. And then the next 
weekend at Portugal, he went 1-1 after dislocating his oh, shoulder. So he's, he's a big faker. I, he's a big faker. I, I think he's like, it's a reoccurring deal, and it's one of those guys like, like a hand bell, and he pops his shoulder out and then throws the thing back in and goes and races. Did you guys happen to see Caroli's Twitter after Spain? Which one? What did he say? He, he wore a Pulp Mex shirt under his jersey on his way to a dominating victory. No way. Yeah, he tweeted a photo of his gear with a Pulp Mex shirt. Who, Caroli? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Caroli, Caroli, he's got to be one of my favorite riders, talking about him. He's awesome, man. Yeah, he's a good dude. He's, he's a good dude, no doubt about it. Uh, are you? Yeah, I, do, do you like American cuisine, or have you brought over a bunch of meat pies and, and fish and chips and stuff? I'm not going to lie. American food's pretty... I'm going to get shot down if I say this right now, aren't what? I? It's great. I love it. <laughs> I don't think she likes her food, Kenny. Well, no, listen, well, listen, I, I don't know. Why don't you I take your ass back home? <laughs> I miss the old English pubs, if you ask me. Like, proper old English pubs where they do good food. Whereas uh, here, it's kind of like you go to drive through. I know they're restaurants, but they're kind of drive through food, you know? Yeah, you, are, do you guys have a lot of obesity people in England? Probably not. That's the, that's, the, that's the American style. That's why they have fast food. That's why there's so many fat asses like myself and Steve here in America. Uh, well, fast to me is the size of the drinks you can get. They're huge. They are. You're right. Uh, hey, hey 702-586-7857. If you have a question for Georgia or for Jimmy Albertson, uh, uh, call in and and you can ask either one of them uh, a question. What's going on? Is Jimmy still there? Hey, you know what's rad? I just thought about where Jim Lewis yeah, had yeah, the connection. You're on speaker now. Jim Lewis. And oh yeah, because Jim Jim Lewis is British. Yes. And Georgia's British. Yes. Jesus. Well, he's British as of like thirteen years ago, and now he has the most messed up accent ever. Yeah. He has like the Texas draw and the British accent. That's pretty crazy. We uh we got a question here from uh for Jimmy from Dirk. Dirk, what's up? Davitsky? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, hey, good, yeah, good job uh, in the just yeah, just about like that. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Good job uh, there in the, in the championship, Dirk. Yeah. Thank you. Um, yeah, I, I actually, uh, I'll be quick. Uh, I just live up the road from, uh, Conrad in Shawnee and, uh, I just started following the dirt cross whenever I found out how good these two were. Um, I was just, uh, just going to say, uh, congratulations, man. You're doing real good. Uh, I was going to see if, uh, if there was something you could do to, to maybe, I know it's really in the place for it, but, uh, to quiet down your bikes a little bit, cause they're pretty loud. <laughs> uh, up here, up on the hill. Yeah, buy some uh, earplugs. Buy some earplugs, bud. Yeah. Um, well, I was thinking uh, that Conrad may—he uh, probably makes over well over a thousand bucks a weekend. Uh, I figured he might be able to uh, make some sort of a building that you guys could ride in or something. Is that a possibility? The Conrad guy—I think he's well off, very well off. Good point. Okay, so maybe that—that's a possibility then, huh? Yeah, maybe. Um, well, it scares my dogs. That's the main thing. Um, another thing, I, I was down at the Starbucks the other day down there, and uh, they, somebody said that uh, that you'd found a dog in the road. And I I lost mine, one of them, and I was thinking it might be that one. Um, I was wondering if maybe I could come by and check it out and see if that is my dog. <laughs> This doesn't happen to be one of my friends either, just to let you guys know. <laughs> no, of course not. Of course not. Um, <laughs> Brett, give it up. It, can I 
Can I come by tomorrow? What, and ride? No. I'm on, well, I might bring my three-wheeler. <laughs> I might bring my three-wheeler. My three-wheeler? Or, my, or I can bring my rancher. You want me to bring my damn rancher out there? This is, by the way, this is the guy who's building Trey's pool in his backyard right now. Oh, okay. All right. So, Wait, he sounds better like, be out of the house tomorrow. Sounds like, uh, sounds like you have a dog missing. You have a dog problem. I might go. I'll come down there, Ma. I'll get my dog. All right. Hey, thanks, Dirk. Yeah, I'll see you. See you. All right, everybody. Dirk looking for his dog. <laughs> I need better friends. How, yeah, how did I not know that, that this was going to end up happening with you? Uh, hey, when are you going to get Top Jimmy on the back of your pants? Whenever you buy me the butt patch, and I'll sew it on there. Times are tough, huh? That's that's the kind yeah. of, yeah. Hey, Jimmy. Well, we got this. We got, we got, remember you didn't know the song? Do you remember I asked you about it? You didn't know the song? Oh, I, I, I know the song. Oh. We, we, yeah, I know yeah, it. We got the song. Let's sing. Who's that, Bon Jovi? Nah. Top Jimmy, he's the king. Uh, it's Van Halen with with Dave Lee Roth. Not as good, but okay. Hey, uh, why don't you? Uh, who's helping you out right now, Jimmy? Merge. Who else? What, what gear are you riding? I'm riding TLD stuff. Um, so yeah, we got Merge Racing and Chorley's doing my all my gear things. And, you know, it's kind of one of those things. Before the season started, I was gonna try to get like a little bit of money or something out of a smaller company, but then I decided, you know what, like. I like all those guys down at Troy Lee, and they're like a bunch of like, they're like pure motocross. Like, they love it, you know? Why are you wearing spies, they, though? Why are you wearing spies? What? Why are you wearing spies? Are they paying you? I'm wearing Scott. I thought I, thought I saw, I, I know you told me that you're going to go for Scott because you've always worn them, but I thought, I swore I, saw, I thought I saw spies on you this weekend. And I was like, what the hell? Those new, to be honest with you, those new orange Scott goggles that I wore over the weekend, they look a lot like Scott. Okay, I think. all right. Well, yeah, if it's Scott, I'm okay. We're still good. But if you were shopping, should have shopped with X brand. No, I don't know. You know, John's off. No, no, no. Down there. I got it. Yeah, yeah. If you're, if you, uh, you know, I know that that Scott thing's working out. I'm just saying, if I saw you wore spies, I was gonna start getting upset. But we're good. Yeah, we're good. Scott was actually my very first sponsor. So. I know, I know. And, and Knowles is a good dude. For all so. time. Like I, I was a spo- Scott sponsored rider when I was ten years old. So. Yeah, no, uh, we got it for sure. Uh, I think uh, so, Jimmy. So your goal obviously is to. Uh, attract some attention to get yourself on a team that actually pays the bills next year. It's, it's been a while since you've raced Supercross, but uh, uh, you feel like you, you know, you'll be all right. You feel like you can, you can step right in and run the pace. I was bummed out because I did a, I worked really hard this off season for Supercross. Like, I mean, I, I rode a lot when no one probably even knew that I was on a bike. Like as soon as let's see, I, I did that tryout with uh, moto concept. And oh, yeah. That was my, <laughs> That it didn't was like go so my well. first day on the Supercross track was, was with them because I actually, um, when I got home from Europe, I was practicing out at Trey's place. And um, right before the Nations, I was riding with him, and I ended up separating my, uh, dislocating my shoulder out of his place. So I didn't ride for like five weeks just trying to get my shoulder better. I went in and got checked out, and they were like, they didn't know if we were going to have to have surgery or not. And then they were like, no, don't worry, you didn't no tearing your labrum or whatever. So I, I didn't have to have surgery, but I still had to stay off the bike for like six weeks. Mm-hmm. And um, I kind of, you know, it was freaking me out because I knew that I, 
of course, I didn't have any Supercross experience, and any team that was going to sign me was going to want to watch me ride a Supercross track first. And the last time that I'd ridden a Supercross track was Vegas 2009 in the West Coast Shootout, or East West Coast Shootout. So, I don't know. I ended up getting that opportunity with uh, with to go try out the bike with Moto Concepts. So, I actually raced a uh, local Missouri State race. <laughs> The weekend before, uh, my brother's my brother bought a brand new Yamaha, so I raced it on his Yamaha to get some time on the Yamaha and stuff. And then I went out there and did that tryout, and of course that all didn't work out or whatever. But then that next week when I came home, I started practicing. Or no, actually I had a family reunion, and then basically like three weeks after that, I started practicing for Supercross. And from that day on, like from mid October all the way up until whenever Anaheim was like, it was every single day pounding laps, pounding motos, doing all the right things and out of Trey's place. And, and it was good. Like things were coming along really good. And it's just, it was tough because to only be able to ride one practice, I think I still ended up qualifying like 16th at the first round and mm-hmm. didn't even really get to have my second practice. So yeah. Yeah. It was, it was a real bummer. I know you can do it. I'm, I'm... What happened to you there? What, how'd you get hurt? Like what, 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 Man, it was just one of the dumbest crashes. Like, it was one of those things where it was one of those crashes where you've done it a thousand times, and usually you just, like, pick your bike back up, your bike's still running, you pull the clutch in, and you, you get back on your bike. But, you know, you remember Anaheim 1, you did the finish line jump, and there's a turn in that little pop double? Kenny doesn't remember. He was in a suite drinking. I well, remember. Like a- it's a left-hander. I remember. If yeah, you remember, my guy whole shot at the main event. Right hander. Yeah, did. you do a right hander and you jump and you jump the double onto the start straight. Right. Left hander. Yeah, it was to the and, flat, right? Yeah. You jump to the flat. Yeah. There was no. Yeah, yeah, I remember. Yeah, there was no turn. There was like a little rut right there, and I was jumping that and then catching that inside rut, and I landed into that inside rut, and my front wheel just kind of pushed out of it, and I, I, when I put my leg down, I don't know where it got stuck, but it, it, it just all of a sudden stopped and I, I looked down and my handlebar wasn't on the dirt, but I was completely stopped and my leg was just completely 90 degrees out to the side. And I mean, as soon as I saw it, I mean, I was freaking out. I'm like, Oh man, my leg is like pushed out to the side. I mean, something's wrong. My legs broke or my knee and I'm stuck with my handlebar. Like my bike's not down, but I'm stuck on my bike. So I'm freaking out and the flagger comes over and he picks me up and he puts me back on the, like lifts me back up and I'm like freaking out. And he just lets go of me, like, hey, go and ride now. And, well, my leg freaking twisted out. And so I go to – he drops me, and I'm falling over again. I stick my leg back out to, like, catch my fall, and it flops back out again. And I guess that uh, – I was either Tom or someone at the Asterix place. They saw it, and they were like, oh, Jimmy, you stay still. You, Tom, you've broken your leg, you know, because how I'd flipped out to the side. And I went into the hospital, and they checked me in, and they – they were, like, ready to go into surgery instantly. They were like, yeah, they felt my leg. They're like, yeah, it snapped, right. you know, because it was just moving around. And they were freaking out pretty good, and they, they were prepping me for surgery. And as they were doing that, they're like, we're going to run some quick x-rays to see what we're dealing with here. And then, like, almost the worst news I think I could have got was they came back, and they were like, yeah, nothing's broken. <laughs> yeah, exactly, Like, which means, you know, four to six weeks if you broke a bone. Or a lot They're longer. Maybe not four to six weeks, which, you know, it might have not been worse because I look back and I think Villapoto's leg was screwed up. Right. Like, yeah. that, I think his knee injury was probably a lot easier for him to come back from than, his, than his dang leg one was. But, 
I, I don't know. When they said no broken bones, I just was like, man, there is not a ligament left in my knee because that thing is just flopping around right now. And sure enough, we went in and it was like total knee reconstruction. And I had to wait a month till they could even have surgery on the ACL. Uh, yeah. Just because there was so much other stuff that they had to repair and go in on. So yeah, it, was, it, it does suck it when like guys like yourself that that uh, that need a break that, that that are down on their luck that you know just need some things to go right for them just shit doesn't go right like you know what i mean like it's it's hard probably not to feel sorry for yourself because you know i mean if there was one thing that you did not need it was this and uh terrible terrible uh injury and news and to hit you at the first round like that it's just like i said it's terrible so yeah um uh hey are we what's ronnie mack up to you see him much Ronnie Mack. Ronnie Mack needs a new video desperately. Dude, I haven't seen hide nor hair of Ronnie on Twitter or videos lately at all. So he's been dead. What's his deal? I Is he in jail? New, we got something new coming out. I'm going to talk with Ronnie this week. And okay, yeah. We're going to get some footage and get going. Make it happen. We, just had, we had been busy because we've been trying to get ready. and right. you know, yeah. He's always asked to come over to the house, and we're like, man, I don't know. We got a lot of shit going on. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, it's not the it We're is gonna not, tell me come on over. Now is not the time for strippers and boot and beer. You know what I mean? Oh, like, yeah. <laughs> what's she saying? Yeah. Um, she said it's always the time for strippers and beer. Yeah, she is English, and we know how they are. Um, yeah, yeah, I know. Hey, Jimmy, uh, th- thanks for coming on, man. Appreciate it. Uh, I told you we'd get you on when you get back racing, and uh, and, and we did, and it was good, and and continued good luck too. By the way. Um, uh, I, I'll be watching and I'll be twittering. And I, I was very excited when I saw you on the track this weekend. I forgot that you were racing, and I got very excited when I saw you out there. Hey, is Jim, yeah, is, is Jim Lewis giving you the, the light really drink? Racing. I don't think anybody knew either. Yeah, you gotta you gotta let people know. Hey, did Jim Lewis yeah. give you the light and crank? What? Jim Lewis give you the light and crank in your bike? Hey, well, well, I, I can't tell you that, but uh, <laughs> but you did make a moto start, didn't you? I, yeah. I, yeah. No, Kenny didn't see it. No, Kenny doesn't watch the Nationals. I think you pulled the full shot. I mean, I did go backwards way big during the race, but the start was good. <laughs> yeah. Um, Jim Lewis, you're lucky. You're well, lucky Jim, to have that guy in your corner. He's a good dude. Jim Lewis did Kenny's Hart Huntington yeah. Motors. So. Hello? Yeah, we're here. We're here. Hello. Hello. Yeah, I was going to say, Jim, man, that, that guy, like, I didn't meet him until, like, Shoot, when was that? Two thousand into two thousand nine, but like he's a good dude. No, no way around it. He's got so much knowledge about the sport and just about everything and where who he's worked for and where he's came from. Like I have a lot of trust in that guy, and that's why like I'm really excited about my program mainly because of him. Like, shoot, he's like I feel like that's kind of been one of the things that I've been missing, and I knew that like that before you had a caller come on and ask about the whole factory bike deal. And um, I was just yeah, kind of like that guy took too long. I was, what? That guy was talking too much. Yeah, yeah, but like <laughs> it's kind of like, man, with him, I feel like I can get a lot further because I never have had much testing knowledge, and it's hard for me to go out and like tell people what I want, if that makes any sense. So he's there to kind of watch me and kind of let me try different stuff and i feel like i'm finally getting to the point where i'm i'm building a motorcycle around me that's something that that i like to ride you know and that it's 
it's good. So I'm pumped to have him in my corner, and he's just a good dude. Sounds good. Uh, hey, Georgia, uh, I'll see you in Lomo. And, and please don't hit on me like you were at the Glen Helen thing. It, it, it's, I just it's want un- help. I see you. It's just that whole American thing. I know. It's uncomfortable for me. I'm, I'm married. Yeah, I'm so. sorry. I'll hold it back, I promise. <clears throat> yeah, thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, Jimmy. What? Yeah, yeah, thanks. Uh, thanks for coming on, Jimmy. Thank you, Georgia. Um, Kenny, you feel a little bit more knowledgeable at the GPs now But what's going on? Big time. Thank yeah. you, Georgia. Yep. Uh, thanks, Jimmy. We'll see you this weekend at Red Bud, bud. All right, cool. That sounds good, guys. Thanks for having me on. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Uh, Jimmy Albertson. Georgia Did you hear what she said? She said late. No, she said bye. Oh, dude, that would be awesome. Didn't she say she bye? Said, tits? Yeah, that's what it sounded like. Tits looks uh, tired, and which means he's going to be a little bit grouchy for this next segment. Let's play this next segment. Um, is it the moto? It is. Okay. Let's do this, Kenny. Will tits know the moto? Tits gets a lot of flack. Is that the Jeopardy? Is that the Jeopardy thing? <laughs> tits gets a lot of flack on the show um, for his uh, motocross knowledge. He he stated on the record he does not read Racerhead. He's too busy. <laughs> he's got a real job. Uh, he's a family man. What we decided, Kenny, we're going to test his knowledge out and see exactly what does Tits know and what doesn't he know. So, Kenny, I'm going to I'm going to read the question, and you have to tell me whether you think Tits will know the answer or not. Okay. Do first, it. First question for for Tits Legendary and his motocross knowledge. This might be the only week we play it because maybe he might quit. But <laughs> will he know the name of the Kawasaki rider from New Zealand? That won the 125 East Championship a few years back. Will he now? Yes. Did uh, Ben Townley give yourself a hand? Good job. Right on, Tits. Kenny, will Tits? Do you have the buzzer ready? Yeah, I got it right. Will there. Tits know the name of MC's mechanic for the Honda Glory years? No. Tits. I want to say Skip Norfolk. Yeah, he got it. He got it. He got yeah. it. Yeah. Good job, Tits. All right, Tits. Third question. Okay. You're two for two. Two for two. How, how many questions are there? Like three. ten? There's oh, three. three. Okay, There's three. Good. Three a week. So I'm already yeah, you're in, good. in the pause. Yeah, you're good. Okay. So all those people who, who get on you for not reading Razorhead can suck it. Okay. Uh, question number three, Kenny. Will Tits be able to name the, the entire – well, not the entire. Will Tits be able to name the Rockstar Suzuki team – that's racing right now. The riders that are racing right now for Rockstar Suzuki. Will he know that? No. You're probably right. <laughs> Tits, name the riders that are on the team right now. That are actually on the team? That are racing on the team. They've the lights some, team? They, yeah, they've Ooh. had some fill-ins. They've had way too many uh, fill-ins. Uh, I don't I, even know if Kenneth could answer this, to be honest. Yeah, I think he could. Yeah, I could do it. All right. I, I know that there's uh, Davalos is on there and yep. uh, Jason Anderson. Isn't that his name? He's not racing right now. Oh well, I know that Treadle was on there, but Keep he's going. not racing right now, so I'm not. How many? How many guys are racing on that team right now? There's three. Okay. Sheesh, man. Well, yeah. is Anderson actually out? He just took this weekend off. He's taking the next few weeks off. Okay, because last uh, uh, anyway. the question was okay, racing okay. right now. All right, fine. Right now, um, Davalos is correct. Davalos is correct. Morris is not racing right now, even no. though he's on the team. Um, it was like Les Smith or Alex Martin or one of those yahoos. 
Les Smith is correct. Oh, wow. I, I, I got no idea on the last one. Is it Palazzo? Nick Paluzzi. Paluzzi. Wait, I didn't know that. <laughs> See, I didn't, I didn't know Especially that. because you called Wait. him Palazzo. No, <laughs> Le, I didn't know Les Smith. I thought he was JGR guy. He did. He just he, recently. He was. Oh, yeah. so he just jumped off the JGR yeah. bike and went and rode a lights bike yeah. in a week. Yep. Oh. Literally, that's he's been. they said he's been on like four bikes in the last. <laughs> I was asking him right moto. now. So you yeah. got that wrong. Well. So buzz yourself. Two out of three, though, tits. I, and I was pretty close on the uh, on the last one. Close so. only counts in horseshoes and hand grenades. <laughs> that, so, that is true. Uh, what do we got for BTO News? What do we got? We interrupt this broadcast to bring you this important bulletin from btosports.com. It's the Tweets at Tits Q&A segment where your twatted questions find answers. Okay. Here we go. Reader questions uh, on Twitter, at uh, Tits Legendary or at the Paul Bumek Show. Either one. Right. Um, let's uh, let's check it out. What do we got, kids? You didn't watch the uh, – did you watch the, the 250s? Yes. Okay. What is the deal? And I'm not opposed to this. I just thought it was interesting. Darren Durham got interviewed post-race, even though he was not on the podium, but no one else did. Can you give me <clears> – other than he's just killing it right now, is, is there something else that was going on? Um, Maybe. Maybe not. Uh, maybe the third place guy or the second place guy took off. You know. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, different answers. I, I don't really know. Again, I don't listen to the interviews. Really, I just fast forward them. I don't even care. Uh, but that's cool that they gave Durham some some love. I guess you know. I mean, you how did he look? Know. How did he look on the TV? Oh, uh, he was good. Yeah, he's strong. Durham's good. Did you see that photo of him reaching out yeah. towards Rattray? I wonder how his inter. I bet you his interviews are good. Yeah, Durham's interviews are good for sure. No doubt about it. Uh, there you go, Tits. So there's your answer. I okay. don't really know. Okay. Um, let's go. You want you want to take a call? What do you want to do? Let's. He can wait. It's, okay. It didn't sound like it was right, a super wait. pressing question. For, for Kenny, maybe he for was. Kenny, maybe though. he was and that. It is for Kent. Maybe yeah. he was that dude that like Speed does the writer of the week. Maybe he was that guy. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. Um, why do you refuse to have Dungey on the show? I don't refuse to have Dungey on the show. Who asked that? You me, did? Me, yeah. <laughs> I don't. I've asked his mom. He doesn't okay. have an agent. Hey, he, will you give me her number and he, I'll take care of it? He dumped his agent. He's got uh-huh. a new agent. I don't know who it is. It's got IMG, uh-huh. who's probably way too busy to deal with a clown request from me. I've hey. asked his mom to do a podcast or come on the show a few times. Uh-huh. She has said she'll get back to me, uh-huh. and that has been it. I'd, we'd give love to give me her number and I'll take care of it. I don't have yeah, her number. Fine. I have an email. But give me your email and I'll take care of it. I'd love to have done you on the show. Kenny, Kenneth and him... Have a little history, even. Yeah. So, which would be funny to hear. Okay. Um, you think he'd lighten up a little bit if you started cracking on him? Yeah. Okay. I, I was going to ask how Josh Grant's there's doing. No, there's no refusal of okay. Ryan Dungey to have on the show. Josh okay. Grant that podcast, does not have Josh I, 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 That podcast I, I, I did with Dungey, that was like it, it pulling wasn't, It wasn't teeth. the best. No, no, no. no not even no, no, not even the interview. Getting him to do it. Oh, okay. And it wasn't him. It was his old agent or somebody. Like, it, it, it's like he's kind of on the level of James where it's hard mm-hmm. to get him. To, to, to devote time. That's okay. all. That's fine. Um, <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> Whatever. That's fine. Co- Cody Davis wants to know, if Josh Grant, say his knee is messed up, where does that leave him for bargaining power for next year? Screw Well, I was kidding. <laughs> he is. You know, I feel bad for Grant. I've heard a lot. Like, I just, like, I, I was with some people up in Mammoth, and we were talking about Josh's deal. And, dude, uh, I think um, he... 
on a personal level, you know, he just got, you know, had a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, he ran into some financial, you know, troubles where he got his house, you know, foreclosed on. Some other, you know, bull crap that I heard. And I, I don't think he, I don't think he's doing too well in the, in the, in the money department. And I think on the bad end is he just had a kid. You know, he's trying to get his life going. And now, just like, you know, with Albertson, you know, he needed to catch a break and not a broken bone or a bad, you know, doing that. And if, if that is the case, he is going to, you know, it's going to be hard for him to find a good ride where he's going to be able to make the money that he needs to make to support his family. Um, maybe, you know, maybe, uh, you know, he has some good ties with some sponsors and maybe they could put some good deals together for him and put a team together for him. I th- mm-hmm. I think you know he is ca- definitely capable of doing really really good. Josh Grant is a great Supercross rider, very talented rider. Yeah, and you know what? I think you know it's one of those deals. I think you know it happens in people's careers where they they get injured. People that ride motorcycles get hurt. That's the bottom line. If he could overcome that and just keep working and work through these things, every champion and every good racer has to go through this in their career. If he could fight through this and maybe take less money and go for another team and ride for bonuses or even get, a, you know, whatever team he's on. Mm-hmm. I, I, I want to see Josh Grant out there. I want to see Josh Grant race. I support Josh Grant. I like Josh Grant. I think that he's had some His bad dad gr- wears work boots? His dad wears work boots, yeah. <laughs> I mean, dude. Kenny's brought that up a few times. That's why I pray. Yeah, yeah, I know. He likes that. I think, I think, I think that it, um, he will be back, and if he doesn't ride for, you know, Honda next year, I know he'll land somewhere. Oh, he's way too good of a rider. Yeah. To I I was thinking like, does this really happen if he loses his Honda ride and let does Valley even give him an offer? Oh, over I don't know how bad it went last year. You, I guess you're insu- insinuating that it was really close and he Like I'm on thinking him? like does did he burn bridges there? I hope not. I mean, because there's not too many teams that are out there like I don't think he's going to be able to get a factory ride because if you really look at it, this is the bad year. No, no one's leaving the teams. Yeah, there's not a lot of guys out there, huh? No, I mean Suzuki might have a spot. You know, if if Dunchy does leave, anything new on that? Did I, ask I have no idea. But that's a great question. Who knows what's going to happen with Josh? What about, what's in, what else we got? Tits? Okay, <clears throat> um, Damian Thompson asks if uh, we think Rhino has ever thought about taking anger management. Rhino? Rhino. Uh, no, he he doesn't think he has any problems. It's, it seemed interesting <laughs> to me that he said that he wasn't mad at all. He was just re- reacting to a situation uh, or yeah, something yeah, like yeah. that. <laughs> Dude, someone wrote in the chat room, Josh is effed Rock River at best. Oh, God, no. Josh Dude. Grant is is, 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 is highly thought of talent-wise. Um, he yeah. has things that you can't do. on. He, he does things on a bike that others cannot do. Dude, he's, he's, he's okay won a, a race. He's won a few races. Won Redbud? Run one Anaheim, a Supercross race. He's won yep. Supercross races. Yeah. Yeah. He is capable of winning. It's more than what your guy's done. Yes, Just for example, no. I mean, it's he, no, no, no. It's super yeah. rare. He hasn't done more than my guys. No, I mean, four fifty Supercross. So. He's won a Supercross, yes. <clears throat> but my guy is is his his uh, resume is, you know, yes, very deep. You want you want to read it? Two no two Supercross championships, an yep. outdoor national championship, motocross nations, two years in a row. Three years in a row? Three years. He's won that. Sh- yeah. He's won in three years. Tim Ferry, twice. Uh, next question. No, I'm uh, just saying, like, what Grant has done is rare. Yeah. Winning those races on a big bike. Okay. That's all. I'm not ins- I guess it came across like I was insulting Ivan. Not at all. I'm saying how rare that is. Yeah. And, and look, what, look what happened to Ivan. I mean, he got stuck on the bubble, 
and he ended up riding for Valley, which was the best thing he had at the time, and he thought it was the best for him and his family, and he did that, and he decided to come ride for us, whatever. You know what's weird about that Valley team? Sorry to interrupt you. So, okay. okay. Go on. You know what's weird about that Valley team? Everything. From what I know? Everything. From what I know... I'm just kidding. <laughs> the the rock star guys have a tremendous influence on who's riding there. And they if, don't you, even... if you bro down with the rock star guy, that you have a good chance of getting put on a team. Never mind, like Jimmy Albertson may go out and beat these dudes, but if the rock star guy doesn't like him as a marketable guy, he may not be on a team. And so it's almost come down to results not mattering as much. Well, that's – I mean, we were sponsored by Rockstar, and they okay, they so. helped our – they didn't really have that much impl, inf, okay. you know, influence on our, our riders. Okay, maybe I'm wrong. But yeah. I, I, I know what you're saying, right. and I know that they were – they kind of clipped us to go with Valley when they were going to do Ivan and Grant, and that was their solid team. And I don't know – I hope they got the money that they needed to go racing because I – you know, I, I asked some people, like, how long will teams – like even if the the team manager, the owner of you know, if it's Kerry Hart's team or you know the Valley owner or you know Mike Ginobili or any of these guys, how long do they invest money and see no return? They're, they 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 made their money for a reason. <coughs> Excuse me, gosh, the coughing off that bong hit. But uh, <laughs> yeah, so that that's my big question: How long do these guys do it? But I hope they stick around. Okay. All right. I think we kind of touched on it earlier, but uh, Eric Garcia wants to know when Kennard's coming back. Yeah, I talked to him the other day, mm -hmm. and um, Washougal. Okay. Hoping for Washougal, which is good. Like I told him, uh, good race to come back to. Easy, uh, cool weather. Mm. You know, easy track doesn't get very rough. Like a good race to get yourself back into the swing of things instead of coming back out at say Southwick and pounding stand mm -hmm. up your ass for thirty five minutes. How do you think he'll do? Top five? Yeah, he's a top five, six guy. First race back, Kenny, uh, and then work from there. Those three guys are a lot better than everybody right now. Uh -huh. Let's uh, let's take this call. He's been on hold for a while. Okay. Come on, tits. That's fine. Justin, you still there? Yes, sir. How are you guys? Hey, what's up? Sorry to keep you on hold. That was tits' decision. Yep. Not ours. Uh, uh, no, no problem. No problem. It's nice to hear you guys 30 seconds before the chat room guys get to catch up. So. Right. Kind of nice. Uh, hey, quick question for Kenny. I uh, just wondered if uh, he had ever been approached here in the last year or two from teams that go outdoors since he's primarily a Supercross guy. He does have experience in the motocross side of things. Um, if so, like, you know, kind of what went down and what would it take for him to do a motocross uh, deal, not with Hart and Huntington, but, you know, say, Team 2-2 or whoever it may be called him up and said, hey, we need some assistant, an assistant manager or come in and manage these guys during the outdoors and then go back to Hart and Huntington during Supercross, or is that totally against motocross rules and regs? Uh, you know, I, I haven't been uh, approached by other teams, but I've been approached by companies that want to do things like uh, ride days, um, you know, they want to do some marketing stuff. and Beer bongs I'm, with Kenny. I'm employed by Hart and Huntington year-round. Um, just because we don't race doesn't mean I'm still not involved. As a matter involved. of fact, you were, you were packing boxes the other day for shipping. For I, I was. <laughs> I, I mean, I wear a lot of hats around there. Like, just because... He literally wears a hat all the time, too. Just because we were not, we're not <laughs> racing outdoors doesn't mean that we're, that we're not working still and flat. trying to better our he program. Wears, he wears and, a lot of flat hats. And do a lot of different things. You wear a lot of big shirts. <laughs> you wear well, a lot uh, of big shirts. Kenny, I, 
Kenny, I was gonna I was gonna ask. Um, I've been trying to find out uh, if you guys are gonna do Red Bud. I knew there was a deal with Dodge up there. You guys did Employee Weekend and then Mammoth last weekend. So is Red Bud gonna fit into the schedule? Or are you gonna skip it? Uh, you know, we're not gonna be able to make Red Bud this year just because some other obligations we have going on. Ivan and myself are going to Florida next weekend to go to the Daytona All Star Race, whatever they call that, some NASCAR race that we're gonna go to. Um, and then we have X Games right after that. So there's there's a lot of stuff going on. If the KX500 experiment had worked, Blows would be at Red Bud to test it. <laughs> no. We just, we're, right not, we're, we're just not funded, and we're, we're not going to go out there, and our guys aren't really ready to go do that. That, that was one thing I thought yeah. Rhino would be like, oh, yeah, I would, you know, he's got a man up. I'll ride that thing. Instead, he was like, F, no. No, no that thing. That, we're not, Service Honda is not coming on as a sponsor anytime soon. <laughs> well, you know, I was stoked that those guys did that. I mean, we did a little story behind the bike and all that stuff. But, you know, getting back to your question, there's no, you know, for us to go out and do an outdoor national right in the middle of the year, our guys aren't really prepared to go do that, and neither is our equipment. And to go out there to get, you know, 8th, 9th, 10th, 11th, 12th, maybe even 15th or 16th, what does that do? You know what I mean? It's like it's 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 a waste of money for us to go there. And if you watch the thing on TV, yeah, they show other guys once in a while, but they're I mean they're showing there's a championship battle going on. Are they really going to care if the Dodge Hart Huntington team is at that race? Not really. Not right, really. right. Well, yeah, man. I uh, I actually am an outside rep for Hart Huntington, and uh, I think you guys do a great job even when you're not at the the racetrack on the outdoors. Uh, you guys still do tons of videos. The Mammoth thing was awesome, and uh, it, is the that up? Is, it. is that Mammoth thing up right now? Uh, no, I just I mean the Twitter things that like the the H and H official team was putting up, and and yeah, there's Twitter, a video, there's and, a video, uh, and then yourself sending some out, and Blos was sending some out. Mason was hitting it up. He was, you know, talking about how wounded his arms were from riding, like, four laps, which, I mean, those jump guys, freestyle guys, don't, don't do that too much. So that, that was just cool in itself. So, um, yeah, like I said, you're not at the races, uh, the outdoor nationals, but uh, there's still some good presence during the summer for Hart and Huntington. So it's, you guys are going the right direction. All right. Thanks, Justin. Hey, there's a video coming out from Mammoth, so check, look out for it. Yep. We have okay. a whole. And look for the uh, uh, Hanson signs with H&H PR soon. <laughs> I'm waiting for it, man. Can't wait. Thanks. See you. Later. All right. Bye. What, are we, what else right. we got? Two Kids? quick questions. Yep. Um, Why doesn't Ryan Dodgy come on the show? <laughs> what do you got to say about that, Pookie? Yeah. Hey. Huh? He wants them to be an in-studio guest. Oh, yeah. that, that would be awesome. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. Dude, yeah. Would, would you, would you, uh, would you like, make a mess on ever. yourself? <laughs> Hey, he got two out of the three questions on his MX. Dude, I was very, very, very surprised. I was surprised. I, was surprised. I knew both those questions. I was surprised, yes, but not. I Skip Norfolk one surprised me. I, I, the only reason why I even guessed Skip Norfolk because that's the first name that came to my mind. But I know that he's had a number like Ali Seymour, didn't he? Or is that Kevin Windham? Yeah, it's Kevin. Windham. I was God, that, that was another that's question anyway. we could Dude, ask. We, we got him though. We'll yeah. get him next week. Oh well, yeah, yeah, you can yeah. get me. Okay. Anyway. Um, like, you can't ask him who Bob Hanna's mechanic was. I want to start off without that, getting I, him too mad. Yeah. I'm not going to get mad anymore. Hey, how about we do this every week where we try to stump one of, like, maybe next week we'll do it, me, and then you. See if, if you know. And you think you know everything You're about everything. You're not going to get Steve. Bullshit. I'll get yeah, him. Yeah, right. I'll get him. Like, who's Garrett All, I, all you got to do is, all you gotta like do is you ask where, uh, I do know. where one of our sponsors Lars. are based out of. Yep. Lars' dad. Yep. Steve, yeah. Stevie, you'll never know. All right. Let's well, okay. you think your husband knows everything about? He does know everything. He doesn't about know everything. shit. He doesn't know how to get on that freaking <laughs> lithical trainer. 
Lithical. <laughs> why are you, why are you looking at me like that? <laughs> he's got a point. Honey, he's right. He's right. I no, he's not. I don't yes, say he that. is. He he's should. not going to say that. It's not even topic no, of conversation. The, the thing that's funny is that he Quit. called it a lithical trainer. What's it called? Elliptical. Yeah, Elliptical. earlier he said the Ku Klux Klan. <laughs> he did say the Ku Klux Klan. <laughs> That's all right. I forgot about that. All right. Okay. Hey, screw you guys. Okay, yeah. you <laughs> have a. you have an inside line with Tim Ferry. Hey, that was the name of a. You know what the inside line? That was the name of a, a online store way back in the day. If you knew okay. that. Um. Good one. Hey, why, tits. Why, yes. Is Dungey coming on? <laughs> <laughs> Hey, will you make a sway? Will you make a mess out of yourself if Dungey's sitting right where Tits is? Right, right where Pookie is? Guaranteed. Oh, wow. I, I won't even be able to control myself. All right, go ahead, bud. Okay. How did the whole Tim Ferry testing for Stuart thing go down? Like, did they approach him saying, we want to go outdoors? Let us know what you know. Why he doesn't know. It? Well, no, it was obviously James has talked to Timmy, but the real – uh, motivation came from Sergio, who is either the team manager or he's not. I don't really know. He worked at Factory Yamaha and Factory Cowie with Timmy, and he knows he's a good tester, and he knows that the bike... Wait, hold on. Our, our chat room is on top of it. Breaking news. KTM Facebook page quoting Roger DeCoster has signed Ryan Dungey for next year. The KTM Facebook page? Now, can he come on the show? That's what it says, dude. It sucks that uh, uh, Hart Huntington lost out on that. God, dude, I was only about two million dollars out of the <laughs> out of the bidding. Two million more than he uh, had. Uh, well, maybe that's true. I don't know. They've sure been talking a lot lately. It sure. I mean, hey, yeah. why don't why don't we have our screener go online and check it out? Hey, let me just call Roger right now and ask him. Why don't Do you it. get on your iPad and check it out? I don't know how to start the freaking thing. <laughs> start. The it's not a chainsaw. Turn it on so that you don't start it. You don't? No, it's not a... Uh, you don't have a Kickstarter to it? No, no. Oh, shit. Hey, dude, why don't you go to Mammoth next year and race? We're all going to race Are next year. Are you going to call the vet. DeCosta or not? Yeah, I'll call Roger. Okay, call him. All right. Um, hey, Raj, what's up? It's K-Dub. Yes? What's up? Oh, uh, Ronnie's on one. He uh, wants to know what you know about Purcell for next year. He said he heard something or something or other. Ronnie, what's going on? Hey, what's happening? Uh, what's up, Purcell? Nothing. Yeah, we, uh, no. a lot of rumors going on in Florida. We're just, uh, trying to figure out what's up with, uh, Purcell. I heard or Matt Bonney, uh, I heard Matt Bonney's dad uh, and him are going to start a team. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, they could do it out there in, uh, Hibley Land or wherever they are. I heard from a so. very, very, very good source that Purcell will be lining up for the CLS Kawasaki team in Germany in, uh, three weeks. Taking Townley spot. Well, yeah, I heard that, and then I also got told that Porcel was riding Cali 450s next year for Supercross. Well, and that he was, uh, he was already signed with Hart and Huntington. Well, oh, shit. <laughs> that's Hart and Huntington, huh? Hart and Huntington. Yeah. Porcel? I know. Porcel, Watson, to me, that's a super team, for sure. <laughs> I don't know how Watson could put up with them, but. Yeah, no, I, I don't know. No. Well, here, here's the thing. If he signs with CLS, Kawasaki, that's Mitch's support team in Europe. Wait, wait, why would why would they say H and H? I don't like people from Europe. Yeah, I mean <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Probably. And then also the, another rumor is that uh, Stewart's testing Hondas right now at his place. 
Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I heard it was Suzuki's. Oh, wow. I, I can't confirm that. I just heard that crazy rumor. So, I don't know. Maybe. Why don't you go down there and look? I heard Rhino's riding Supercross next year, too. Yeah, no, that's uh, that's what my uh, my spy saw last week. So. Oh, yeah? I wouldn't. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. I keep hearing James is trying to get out of his contract. He was on Twitter and told me I was full shit, basically. Uh, the Yamaha guys are like, hey, he's got a deal with us. Some people in the know say that his deal with Yamaha is with L&M Racing. And now it is no longer L&M Racing. It is JSE. And that's going to be Stewart's out of the Yamaha deal. I don't know how much to believe and how much is not to believe uh, of that. Um, I, I know, obviously, with hiring Tim Ferry, they've acknowledged that they want to get their bike better. I, I, I yeah. think I don't think James is 100% happy with his bike. Can you, yeah, you would Tim agree with that? Tim was pissed at me. He said you, uh, he made me pull my uh, Twitter question down that I sent you guys. Who, said, who did that? Timmy. Timmy was pissed. He called me. Is it Ron Tishner? Right. No. Oh. No. Who is it? No, Ronnie Monk. You don't know Monk. Oh, Ronnie Monk. Oh. What's up, man? What's up, Monk? What's up, Ronnie Monk? What's up, um, <laughs> Why? Well, I just I think that that wasn't public knowledge when, when you Twittered that and Timmy May. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Watson, I'm helping out your guy Troy this year. I hear the State City Series. Yeah, how is TA? He's killing it, huh? He's doing all right. He's just hanging out. He said, uh, he said he don't mind uh, coming here. He makes more money than he got at uh, sixth place last year for uh, Jacksonville. It was so, awesome. It was awesome when he down here. It was awesome when uh, Keelon tried to <laughs> try to launch his bike at him and missed him. That was great. Did you see the uh, the punch? Yeah, I saw the phantom punch too. The jab. Yeah, that was great. Um, all right, Ronnie. Thanks, man. All right, guys. Catch you later. Thank you, Ronnie Monk, uh, suspension guru to the stars there in Florida. Uh, okay. What? Yeah. Uh, huh? one last question. Yep. Uh, a guy called in earlier. I didn't catch his name, but he was wanting to know your take on the that photo that you retweeted of, of uh, <coughs> Durham waving at Rattray as he's passing. Yeah, I don't know what was up with that. I tw- I, I texted Durham during uh-huh. the show to find out. He hasn't got back to me. Okay. Um, he went up the starting line. I don't know if he was waving him, trying to touch his helmet, waving bye bye, waving hello. I don't know what the deal was with that, but uh, Durham, loving it. Good guy. That's old news, right? Did we're not doing the banjo music? The and banjo was on the intro. It was? Mm-hmm. It was there? Yep. Because that gets him upset. Uh, clearly, he doesn't care right now. It was like my Andrew Short question for him earlier. Or it's just silence. <laughs> just Seriously, I'm taking your, I'm taking your fucking phone away from you. Ooh. <laughs> what do you mean by hey. that? Huh? It's busy, it's both it's of busy them. time for I'm ta- him. What yeah, you too. What are you gonna You're do? I've been on my too. game. What are you gonna do? You've Fire been better. me? You've been better. I'm I'm working on it. What do you want to know? But I'm trying I'm to get a hold of <laughs> I'm trying to get a hold of Roger right now. You're, right now you are. Yeah, yes. right. Yeah, is, is it Roger on Twitter? <laughs> 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 oh, dude, I thought Roger's on Twitter. Um, are you, are you all boggled now, dude? I'm boogled. Are, are we gonna do? Uh, are we gonna do nothing? Let's go. The show's over. Stroop's tweets and or three and a half hours, dude. We gotta do the Ekpantero segment. Paul would right be now? so pissed right now, you guys. <laughs> he would be. He'd oh. be flaming. We're two and a half hours it's over. The Ekpantero segment. Fifteen second rapid fire Q and A. Hey, some of these questions were asked already, but uh, Kenny's corner too. No, we'll no. skip Kenny's corner. No. Uh, Kenny, Ekpant goggle tear off segment. X-Brand Goggles, the leader in goggle technology. Goggle choice of Michael Lessi, Josh Strang, who won this past weekend and increased his GNCC Series points lead. Wow, good to know. And uh, 
All right, Kenny, 15 seconds or less. <laughs> um, if you could score the fight between Lepaglia and Rhino as a fight, which it really wasn't, but if you could, who won? I would say Lepaglia was more the, dominated more. Okay. 5.7. Uh, Kenny Watson, Hart Huntington KX500 experiment. Good idea or bad? Good. 1.9 seconds. Of course it's good. Never would have known if we didn't try. Ooh. Uh, life lessons from Kenny Watson. We need that <laughs> drop of the life lessons thing. The, the more you know? Yeah. yeah. That, that's good because it, it would work good with him. Mm-hmm. Uh, third question. <clears throat> MX, uh, X-Brand Goggle Tariff segment. The, the segment we just debuted, Tits is MX Knowledge. Yep. Keep it or lose it? Keep it. Two I think seconds. we need to do it for all of us. What's Tits' question going to be like? Uh, what color is Dungey's bike? <laughs> I mean, what's it going to be to us? <laughs> yeah, he could go. He could go. Uh, that'd be good because he can go home and do his homework. Now I like it the way it is. Make uh, it- yeah, this is your show. You make the call. No, yeah. because you made it. You made it. You know. You made. All right. A point okay. Let's play. It. Let's show. play it right now. Give me some questions. Let's do it right now. Right now. Let's play. I, I'm not stump, to do my homework. Stump, stump the, the Steve. Stump the Steve. Stump the stump. Sorry. <laughs> stump Looks like stump the buoy. Yeah, Stava Bowie. Stevie. Bump Steve. Go hey, ahead. Why don't give, me, you... give me a question. Give me something. Okay. And and these two will be the judge on whether it's a stupid question or not. It's got to be random, you know, random enough that you can't say, like, who got – because De- let's say, you know, Deegan went 9-6 at Red no, Bud in 97 or whatever. Like, you know. Something okay. I, okay. Okay. Yeah. What – when Ronnie Tishner made his comeback from Japan, what team did he ride for? P.E. Suzuki, wearing 109. Boom. It, P, no, it wasn't called P.E., though. Performance even, engineering. Do you even okay. know? He didn't know. He doesn't know. That was a good – That was a legit – like, I know. Hey, right. She knows. You're right. She knows. Hey, that was a decent – I could have said anything. She would have went, boom. I know. I thought you'd do it. Okay. P.E. Wynn and Barry Kern. Based out of Florida. You're right. You're, you're 100% Number right. Number 109 wearing Axel gear. Okay. What was the name of the team with Ty Birdwell, Mike Healy, and Ray Crump? What year, please? Like uh, spelling the, bee. Like the spelling bee. The, the year <laughs> would give be. Give me the origin. The, the year the... would be 1998. I worked for Birdwell in 98 on a, on a Kawasaki <laughs> in a box factory. Okay. No okay. It had to be. It had to be ninety. It had to be ninety-seven. It was ninety-seven. I'm okay, sorry. I worked for Birdwell in ninety-seven. <laughs> okay, ninety-six. Okay, it had to be ni- ninety-nine. It had to be. Ni- it was ninety-nine. It was ninety-nine. Birdwell didn't race in ninety-nine. Yes, he did. <laughs> he had a broken no, toe. He didn't, no, he didn't. He didn't race in ninety-nine. What was the name of the team that he raced? What was the name of the team he raced the year after you worked for him? We just went. He, he just said he didn't race. Let, let me just think of any team, obviously <laughs> that Birdwell was on with Ray Crum. And, and Mike, Mike Healy. Healy. Mike Healy. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, that's boom. Can we get a judge? <laughs> Should I know that? I mean, no. Let me. I'll tell you the year. Okay. I'll tell you the year. Maybe Birdwell wasn't on the team the whole year, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm pretty sure he was. We're making a the velvet. To the hey, question. the velvet touch. <laughs> velvet touch Hondas. Remember they were purple. Um, velvet yeah. touch. Okay. Yeah, that was like uh, the purple Hondas. Yeah, were, what year was that? Like 94, 95. 
Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I have Birdwell didn't ride that team. I don't think Birdwell was on that team. I just remember Healy. I don't remember even Crummy. Yeah. Maybe you might be right. <laughs> anything else? Would you like anything else? Dude, you're not that smart, dude. G- give me something else. All right, give me a second. What color are Kenny's underwear today? <laughs> green. Yes, bright green. What clearly. was Nick Way's rookie number? Uh, three digit? Rookie number. 586. 68. Okay, I had no idea what it was. I just thought I'd And his it first national number, I believe, was 67. 67. Yeah, which we, you asked him that on the show, I think. Last time he was on. There you go. Anything else, Tits? Kenny. Here's the thing. We're just going to try to stump him and make him look dumb. <laughs> That's it. I just made myself look really dumb, and I was asking the questions. All right, let's go. I got go. one for you, Kenny. Let's wrap. Okay, I got one for last you. Last one, I got to go. Can you name – can you name the rider? No, I can't. I got to go. All right. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. I'll, 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 I'll answer – you can make me look. Can you name the rider that came over, no, and rode for Plano Honda for one race? Yeah, uh, the dude from South Africa. His name is fuck. What's that guy's name? You Outdoor. were team manager. No, I wasn't. <laughs> no, I wasn't. I was done. That was when Pingree and Sheik were, were trying to do her. Pingree was riding on the team too. Okay, uh, you're still very close to the team. Yeah, he no. rode one race for yeah, you guys. Yeah, he rode Unadilla. It was at Unadilla and Coppins, Josh Coppins. Thank you. Wow. Later. From New Zealand. Not from South Boom. Africa. <laughs> Boom. All right. Thank you, everybody, for listening to the Pulp Mech Show presented by BTOsports.com. Thank you, uh, BTOsports.com. Great, uh, great guys down there. X-Brand Goggles, JGRMX, FMF Racing, AGV Helmets, Works Connection, Tech One Designs, Vivint Home Automation, O'Neill, Kicker, Thank you, Tits. You're welcome. Thank you, Kenny. Thank you, everybody. Thanks for listening. Talk to you guys next week from Destin, Florida. It's my birthday next week. You better bring me a present. I'll bring, yeah, wait, wait, I'll bring wait, wait, her wait, back wait. a magnet. Yeah, you're not going to be here next week. I'm not going to be here. I'm going to be at the lake or at the beach, whatever you call that place. So should we have a show or not? Is there a race? Yeah. Yeah, I'll call in. I'll call in for five minutes. <laughs> five minutes. All right, thanks, what everyone. What about the rest of the three hours? Hey, congratulations to Ryan Dungey on his new ride. I think. I'm I'm still hoping it's not true. Tits is bummed. Yeah. He doesn't like orange. I am. Tits and Mosier. Oh. They're on the same team. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that is a dream. Yeah, that is. Moser, Tits, both yeah. pulling for KTM. Yeah. Uh, thank you, Pookie, for coming on last little bit. You're welcome. Thanks, Pookie. Thanks to our sponsors. Uh, thanks to you guys. Uh, thanks to Ryan Villapoto, Ryan Hughes, Michael LaPaglia, Jimmy Albertson, Georgia Lindsay for coming on the show. Thank you. See you next week. That was amazing. You guys changed people's lives tonight. I know. It was so awesome. Yeah, it was awesome compared to bullshit. You know how to cut to the core of me, Baxter. You're so wise. You're like a miniature Buddha covered in hair.